clutch jeans, Susie. All right, we're live, baby, live. I'm our, I'm going ahead and going for well, Paul. You can't get to five hours if you don't start <laughs> early. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Paul, uh, welcome to Pigskin Picnic for you. Me and Robbie are hanging out at my house, which is, I think it's only the second time we've ever done that over here. And uh, we've decided to give you a treat. And I, w- I, I was thinking, I was like, let's not tell them it's four hours till later. But, like, when you click on it, you'll know that it's four hours. So Buckle is, up. Buckle up, Paul. Unedited. 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 God, I'm ter- what if I say something bad about Ray Liotta? Can you bleep it? I mean, I say it's unedited. If you say something stupid, then I'll have to go in and edit okay. it. Yeah, I'll stay like, off my Liotta, Liotta shit. Yeah, yeah. Be, be easy on Li- Ray Liotta. Lay off Liotta. Oh, fuck me. All right, here. I'm going to write my few things down on the board. While you get well, your, I know is that... Is your thing? Yeah, that's my thing. That's you, my I mean, chart. The most exciting thing to start out with, it's Paul's podcast. So anything yeah, right. else that happened... Is not as good as the Jags' greatest game of all, the greatest regular season Jags game of all time. Yeah. So actually, I would, I wasn't going to tell you this, but so I didn't actually see the end of it because you know me, you, and Paul were texting, and I had a very specific bet going, and basically the second that my DraftKings reloaded and I found out that I didn't have a chance at winning that bet anymore, I turned it off and just started walking, and then I saw y'all. You, Paul, you who are listening to this, I saw y'all texting and y'all were texting Jags. Y'all were just going back and forth on Jags. <laughs> but to me, when I hear Jags, I think something shitty has happened. Like the yeah. Jags have done something shitty. That's what it's associated That's with. That's what it's associated with. But little did I know, it was actually good stuff that was happening. So what was the last sequence of events that happened in that game? Oh, the Jags went for our favorite thing in the world to do, which is they went for the two instead of going for overtime. How'd they score though? Uh, like I don't even know that part, buddy. You gotta, you gotta let me go back and review. I was telling you, it's like a, oh, yeah, I yeah, did yeah. my midterms. I watched all the games yesterday, but I haven't even watched the Sports Center highlight shit to go back and right, right, right. assemble what I thought. Okay, happened. well, fuck it. They went for two. Run, did Taylor, did Trevor Lawrence run it, pass it, bootleg? You don't remember that? I don't remember, dude. It was a blurry. You gotta remember too. I was coming off that yeah. stomach bug. Yeah, no, no, no. I hear you. It's just to me, these are the only things that you actually do remember. I'm sorry. I, I, we should have talked about that before, but yeah, I, 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 that these specific plays. No, this is before, better. Like the specific plays, it's it's like I've read a whole thing. Maybe I should start watching the top ten plays before I do this. Nah, because every t- when you bring something, I don't. I'm like, wait, which game was that? Okay, so that was the early game. They were wearing white, and I literally have to go through and like pull out what happened. So, is it? First off, what's kicking the stigma? What's that shirt? Is that about mental health? Kicking the stigma? Yeah, it's mental health. Oh, okay, I didn't know because they got so many things. Kick the stigma. You intercept cancer. You 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 punt. You end racism. You end racism. Like all those things are impossible to do. You can't intercept cancer. You uh-uh. can't end racism yeah. by writing it in the end zone. What are they trying to do here? Yeah, like obviously everyone on earth knows that you can't end racism, but but it's the only thing that fits in like two words. I don't know what they're doing here, but do you feel like the Jeff Saturday stuff kind of like, I mean, I guess it was because he stuck it to the Raiders that that whole news cycle kind of just hushed and they were like, all right, he's the... He's, he's a good head coach now. Well, yeah, you come in and everybody in the whole world says it's impossible to do this job. You can't do this job. You have to have all these qualifications on your resume to do this job. You can't just walk in on the street and do this job. You can't win a game. And then he comes in and just first game, 
wins the game. And so everybody's like, oh, I, I guess we got to shut the fuck up then. And then not only did he win the first one, second week, they almost beat the Eagles, dude, who are, like, unbeatable. Yeah, right. And they it came down to the wire against the Eagles. So, again, I don't know if he's a good coach or not, but this whole idea that you have to follow this exact set guidelines and <clears throat> if you haven't coached and – been on you know this level of the NFL of coaching and all this understanding the X and O's like in so many other sports like in major soccer and all these the, the coaches are a manager of the personalities and they make right. sure the offense and the defensive coaches but they're not mostly out there calling the plays like Belichick will do like most head coaches are more managers right they delegate the all that shit yeah so like right. if all the all they needed during the middle of the season was they weren't going to hire a new coach for next year in the middle of the season. They're like, we need something to s- scrap this thing together for this year. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying you don't have to always go right out of the playbook, and that's what they didn't do. But back to what you're talking about, I think it, the answer to what I'm saying about my brain being scrambling on the, the uh, I guess, the sequence of football is watching Red Zone does this to my brain, where if you ask me about the, the Sunday night game when it was the only game on, yeah, right, you'll know I can all. take you back third and six on what play they ran. If you go through the 430 games, there's four games, and I remember a few more of those, but like the early games, yesterday there was only seven, not eight, but still, it's like you don't even see the plays in, sequ- in sequential yeah, order. Yeah, you just see the hits. You, you see, okay, Ravens just scored. Okay, now the Raiders scored. Now the Chargers are on the two-yard line, so you see all these back and forth, so... I almost have to go back and watch the highlights to like explain what I saw. Yeah, right. So far, as far as the Jags, I remember I stood up. Like normally, I don't stand up when I'm just watching. But they were going for the two point. Wait, you version. don't? Because I feel like you do. You do during Georgia games. You Not in the up. red zone. There's too many. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, there, it's, uh, there's eight, seven or eight games going on. So I stay seated until something big is happening. So like re- witching hour. But I, you, I rarely don't send up for Jags games, you know. Of course, I'm, who does? That's when you get your pee break or whatever. Right. When they show the Jags, you run to the bathroom, let them punt. But yesterday, they, I'm sitting there like I stand up and I'm like, they're going to go for go for two. Of course, if you're, and this is what the the, I think the big coaches, uh, the ego coaches in the NFL and college won't admit, but if your team is shittier than the other team and you know it. You go for two, of right course, there. because it, the the longer the game plays, they're going to the, beat you. The probability is the better team's going to win. If of you course. know the other team's way better, and you've got them right where you want them, yeah, that don't one, go to OT with that, them. That one play, you can win or lose the game with one play that's a coin flip, and that shot is better. But I guess you, in their yeah, mind, but if you kick it, you're probably going to lose the yeah, game. If, if you kick it, okay, the game goes on longer, but that's not a victory. That right. just means it's. More minutes of the yeah, game. Like, the like no, no matter who you are, if you've got a chance to go for two and beat Alabama, yeah, that's you what, go for two exactly and beat Alabama. Saying, like you have playing to. Alabama or Ohio State. Or is somebody. that how is that how Texas A and M beat them? Beat Alabama? Yeah. Is that how they beat Alabama? Is they went for two? Was that Saturday? No, that was like way earlier in the. Oh year. God, I don't know. I was going to say I was sick Saturday. I didn't watch yeah, anything yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, there was two games Sunday that went uh, that the team went for the two point conversion yeah. instead of going to overtime. Both of them won it. Now, the first time, the first game, the Jags did it because they're not as good. So they went Yeah, for right. It. You have to. The second game, the team was better. They were just like, yeah, we're going to go for it. The math makes sense. We want it. Yeah, right. Either way, the balls don't lie. When you have balls in that situation, they Well, right. Don't lie. It actually makes sense in both situations. If you're the worst team, it's like, we need to get this over with. If you're the better team, you're like, I bet we can make this. Well, yeah, if, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Well, I we're think better. If, you're, if you're that much better and you know, dude, they can't stop us from two yards, what are the chances? Yeah, right. Then not good. You, yeah. Like but, yeah, I would, I wouldn't you, you can say justify that, it either way. Like back when Marshawn was with the Seahawks, like 
he would have probably made they would have probably converted eighty five percent two point conversions if they just handed the ball to Marshawn. Yeah, and just make sure you don't do it the same way. And now they're uh, you know they're sending offensive linemen in motion, so they've got like multiple O linemen in the backfield. They'll put a defensive lineman back there and yeah. just get all these huge bodies of meat moving around, and then they just kind. Of, and now that they can push them, yeah, so right. Marshawn, how can you you already couldn't stop Marshawn? Let's say eighty five percent, he gets yeah. it on his own. But now well, now the lineman can grab him and pull him. So how yeah. can you stop him? Marshawn's yeah. got a couple other guys pulling him. Do you think that uh, – I'm just now thinking about this as we're talking out loud, but, like, you know, they moved the PAT back, which a lot of people didn't think was going to be that big of a deal because they were like, hold on. Oh, sorry, I'm on no, top of you. You're oh, fine. my bad, my bad. I, I just, just wanted to make sure that it didn't added turn to us your off notes so that there. I improved could, your notes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, they, I literally added one thing about Russell Wilson. <laughs> they moved the they moved the PAT back, which nobody thought was going to be that big of a deal because our guy has a chip shot either way. But like it ended up honestly changing football forever, dude. and people miss PATs fucking all the time. It mentally ruined, Re- ruined everybody. Like, dude, it's nothing for a kicker to miss a PAT now. Like, we, there was fucking two in one game that I saw. But my point is. Do you think that now that they're allowed to push, that they're going to eventually move the two-point conversion back? Hmm. Because if because of what you're saying is like they already didn't have a, hardly a chance to stop them, but now no. that they can push, it's almost guaranteed for well, these big they, backs. They, they used to like you weren't allowed to push like that, but they would let them get away with it. Yeah, extent. everybody did. But it. now they're running design they're plays to do it. where yeah. they're bringing two or three guys up just to push the quarterback forward. Yeah, right. I would think surely if well, it just depends on the probability. You know how they change the. Um, it's always for scoring. It's always for whatever's yeah. going to make more people. So yeah, like right. with the um, the the way that they changed the onside kick a few years ago, <laughs> it, the probability went down to like out of however many hundreds, only like two people got an onside kick. Yeah, right. And they're like, okay, we need drama at the end of the game. Yeah, so we got to we got to we got to make it a little easier. But they don't want the onside kick to be every game where you get it. They want it to be kind of like. You know how soccer goals are so great because there's only one or two. Yeah, they want it to be amazing when it happens, but not impossible. Yeah, yeah. Every time we talk about this, it makes me want to get on the safety and how it should be worth worth more points. But that's a different conversation. It fucking should be though because like it rarely happens. Like it should at least be a touchdown. I think so. I wonder if you did the math, and I'm sure there's some math nerd that can tell us this. It's not Paul, but maybe somebody that Paul, maybe another Paul that listens that's. Listens just because his name is Paul uh, can tell us <laughs> right. the answer to this, but I wonder what the value is. So you know how like they they break it down into like each play has a certain amount of points. Like this play, every time they pass, it's worth point oh three. They score x amount. Right. right. Every twenty yards they get, it's worth point three points of offense. I wonder how much. So with a safety, you get the two points automatically on the scoreboard, but then you get the ball. In good field position, right? I wonder how much, how many points the ball in good field position plus the two. That's worth like what four and a half to five points because like you're going to you get, might a get a goal. touchdown or a field goal probably. Yeah, right. So maybe it's it's really worth like four and a half points of safety. Like if you get the field position, the ball back, and the two points, it's a four and a half. You should be able to choose. Spirit I think. of the game. Yeah, you, get, just give should, me the four and a half. You should be right, or you should be able to choose. Listen, this is either worth two points and you get the ball back. Or it's worth six points and you don't. And they just get the ball right back at the 20, the other team? The, the other team gets the ball right back at their 20 as if you kicked it off. Okay. Like, you don't get the ball back, but you do get six points. Or we'll give you the two and you get the oh, ball damn. back so you control your own destiny. Because that could really change the end of the game. It could yeah. change the end of the game where they're like, 
we actually we need the ball back. Well, I'm a lot more about drama at the end of the game than I am about tradition or like the past. Fuck tradition. Rules. Like, oh, Fuck if tradition. that makes it cooler at the end. Yeah. And imagine that how Mike McCarthy would bubble he that decision the whole, every fuck time. It all up. He'd yeah. like, can, can we? Can, can I take the, forty seconds off the clock? All right. That, so what about this? We want we don't want the ball back because we want our defense out there. But we don't want the six points. Can we get the two yeah. and then not the ball? And then give them the, and give them the ball. The and we, can you charge us one timeout for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how McCarthy makes his decisions, man. God. Dude, it's really unbelievable. I don't know if me and you have talked about this. I know me and Trey have, like, at length. I genuinely do not understand how a guy like McCarthy, A, can be that bad at it when it's when that's a pretty huge part of your job. Like, like time management is a pretty big part of being a coach. Knowing when to call a timeout, if to call a timeout, yada yada yada. But even if you're Mike McCarthy and you know you're not good at it, how you don't have one of your fucking coaches that you go, you're the clock guy. Just I'll listen to everything that you say. Just like like me, I'm not good with money and numbers and stuff like that. So when we get all our money, Amber gets it, and I go, hey. This is your thing. I, I know that I'm not good at it, but instead of trying to just be like, no, I, it's my money, so I take care of it, I I delegate or not delegate. I, yeah, you delegate. I delegate that out because I'm just like, that's not me. I'm not good at it. Why the fuck wouldn't he do that? So I look at Mark, Mike McCarthy. What he's done is, <clears throat> okay, when did you write the book? 2016. Y'all 2016, saw him wrote the book. Yeah. So if when you wrote the book, you never. After that day of selling the book, you never tried hard again because you already sold the book. Right. And so the rest of your career, you kept having a job because you have to have a job. And right. You're a comedian, you're an author, you do all these things. But if you weren't trying at all since 2016, imagine how much worse you would be now than if since then that was just like the start. Like for you, that was the tip. That, that was just the beginning. Right. And like, oh, here's some success. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to work. I'm going to get 10 times better at this every year. Well, McCarthy got the Super Bowl all because of Aaron Rodgers. McCarthy played defense against that team every year. McCarthy was terrible. They should have had four Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers. But he got that one and he never tried hard ever again. Yeah, right. Never ever tried hard again. He did he did what you could have done when you sold the first yeah, right. book is be like, you know what? I think I'll be good with a couple hundred thousand dollars the rest of my life. I'm gonna Well, I get the point that you're making, but I could also argue that okay, Mr. Mike McCarthy, you know how you can do even less? Let this guy control the fucking clock. Like, but then he has to admit something. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. And a Super so, Bowl wait, champion you, can't admit. Do you something. know about his not willing to admit on the analytics stuff? So, uh-uh. <laughs> <clears throat> so in the you know he took a, after he uh, left the Packers. You know he took what a season or two off, and he did some TV. He did like some broadcasting, game analysis, pregame stuff. I don't remember. Was he good or bad? Bad. Oh, oh yeah, boring. Really just bad. boring. Just boring. They kept giving him the lot. They're like, you got thirty seconds, and he's just like <laughs> just, keeps talking yeah, for a minute. Wait, he'd be kind of like my papal. He'd yeah. wait until the very end, and then be like. So how's your day, man? <laughs> yeah. Like he would not know until the light was coming on. Well, McCarthy's got a lot of great insight, but we can't get yeah. him to understand the clock. We're just record McCarthy during commercials from now on. <laughs> yeah, just don't but tell him. So apparently, part of his pitch, you know, he took a few years off and gained a new perspective on the game and from, wait. From, from doing analysis. Um, 
Yeah, I'm sure he didn't have the trainer uh, that he had with the Cal- or with the Packers, but so, so he's he goes in to meet with Jerry Jones. You know, um, Jerry's trying to wine and dine him, and we need a big name coach that I can tell him what to do. But the players still imagine kind of respect a- if him. Andy Reid was getting wined and dined, and he was go, "Hey, can I just get dined twice? Yeah, what is all this wine? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you just dine me again? <laughs> can I get sweet tea? Like what the fuck? I'm sorry, I just saw an opportunity for a no, job. no. Andy, anytime you can throw Andy Reid in there, anytime you can throw him a bone, please do. Uh, but so he goes to Jerry Jones, and this, they have this big elaborate meeting about, you know, this is when the Cowboys were replacing Jason Garrett. And, yeah, you know, right. Jason Garrett was one of Jerry's favorite people, but they just could not get better than like eight and eight every year. So, yeah, right. Uh, he's interviewing and trying to uh, woo Mike McCarthy. Well, they st- he still had his other coach. Like, Jason right. Garrett was still the still coach. There, yeah. While the reports are out that Mike McCarthy's having dinner at Jerry's house, and Garrett's <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm at practice. Like, I don't know what Jerry's doing. <laughs> But uh, apparently McCarthy wooed Jerry, and Jerry was so impressed by it. After Mike left the game, he, he, re- he got real introspective, and he, he got reflective on his career. And he said, you know, I, I realize I need to learn more about the game, the way the game's changing, and the way it's being analyzed, and it's being evaluated. And so he told Jerry Jones all this horse shit about I've been studying analytics and getting into <laughs> getting into the analytics and all these like advanced That's the last stats. thing he's ever done. And so literally they like so he comes Jerry Jones is bragging about, you know, he's gotten into analytics and these advanced stats, he's gonna bring all this stuff in. Well, they come in and like uh you know, the the team reports for camp or whatever and they start asking Jerry Jones a bunch or not Jerry Jones, they start asking McCarthy, McCarthy some of these questions and he's playing it off, playing it off and uh it turns out that like for a couple of his players his idea of do, doing analytics is he started playing fantasy football. <laughs> so he knows, like, how, well, no, okay, now you can, you need $10,000 to play this guy over here, like DraftKings, and then I need, okay, I can't afford a running back if I got two tight ends, but I got to pay Witt and all this money over here. And, like, he literally, he, he completely lied to Jerry Jones. And then it came out later, he admitted, I didn't really do anything in, in analytics, but he got a fantasy team though. So and, like, and Jerry Jones was just like, "I'll help." Pew, 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 pew. Jerry doesn't really care because they're going to make, dude. They're going to make the playoffs. Do you know why they're going to make the playoffs? Uh, well, I mean, first off, well, I'll tell you why. It's because the uh, NFC East. You might be onto what I'm saying. They're all terrible. No, no, everyone's making the playoffs. I was going to say no, no. So the, it's the NFC East. Where all four of them are, if if the season ended right now, all four of them would be in the playoffs. Yeah, all right. four of them are they're, yeah. because they're all yeah. because you know, like the 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 champion gets to the playoffs, and then the right. wild cards just go to the next best records. Well, yeah. the next best records right now uh, yeah. would be those three teams. Yeah, right. The Eagles and the Cowboys. I guess the Commanders. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, the Commanders did they beat the Falcons yesterday? They did. Uh, yeah, they came back. So, they, they, yeah, so they like they came back and Mariota threw so a pick. So they're at seven the and end. five now, dude. The Eagles the, are nine and one, dude. I'm pretty sure that like literally the only team that has zero chance of the playoffs is the goddamn Houston Texans. <laughs> like I'm, oh I'm kind of being serious. They're so bad. Like, dude. They're so bad. But like I think I think basically if you look at any team right now, because there's no like dominant dog at the top, I think that. Any team, if they ran the table, 
could get a wild card spot. You like, get a hot I'm not even making right that now. up. A hot quarterback or like a, a defense that's really rabid. Like yeah. the Ravens defense right now could just start sacking the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Or the 49ers defense could sack everybody and just go on a tear. That's what I'm saying. But, but like, it could be the Vikings. The, it could be the Saints. It could be the Dolphins. Yeah, There's so the, many teams. I, I really think. I'm just kidding. It could be the Saints. But they could no, be all but the like, But mathematically, they could. But like. <laughs> Did you see how much mathematically the Packers are still in it? No. Okay, so Rogers' big quote last night after he got you know he got hurt and pulled. Um, oh shit! Did the Eagles end up winning? I fell asleep during that game. Yes. Okay. The Eagles won at the end, but the, Jordan Love came in. Yo, and, I, I saw a, a tweet today, and I was like, "Wait, was Jordan Love playing quarterback? What the fuck?" And he threw a dart like right down the middle. Every pass Jordan Love threw last night was almost perfect. He threw two that were behind the guy a little bit. Can I tell you something? Perfect spirals. Can I tell you something, Robbie? If the god if. If Jordan Love ends up being awesome, it's the most unfair thing that's that ever Packers happened. Just, they've done nothing else. In a row. They just got Favre, Rogers, and Love. maybe Jordan Love. Who knows? Uh, but there's no way. I feel it. So the game started off, and the Eagles came in, bam, bam, just scored twice. And I almost like I took my sleeping pills because I was like, "This is going to be fucking slop. Yeah. This is going to be See, horrible." That's when I ate dirt when that happened. Yeah, right. I had a feeling. I was texting uh, my buddy Mark. Wanted the Eagles. He wanted the Packers to win because he's a Cowboys fan. And I was like, "Well, I'm sorry, buddy, but like Jalen Hurts has already come in and popped two within like four minutes. It's it's just going to get worse. And like Aaron Rodgers is going to get fucking shook. He's washed. He fucking sucks. And then like it started to hit. But but I'd already you can't untake but sleeping so pills. pills. Yeah, so you can't pills. untake sleeping pills. So I was just sitting there and I woke up this morning and I was like, Did I dream football? I was like, Did the Packers come back and win or did the Eagles? So like I had no idea what happened. Every time if you take any type of sleeping pills before the game, the sleeping pills always hit right before the game starts hitting and yeah. then you miss it. Yeah, right. That that's but, actually the, a surefire way for me to make sure that a football game's good is just let me take sleeping pills before it and it'll be great. Yeah, Music by City the third Miracle, quarter, it's gonna sleeping awesome. pills. Uh, so did you make it to halftime where Rogers brought him back and tied it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I made saw, it. And but by the way, both kickers missed the extra point. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was talking about. That's yeah. when I said yesterday there was a yeah. game where two kickers. Yeah, that's, it was. I made it, it was twenty to twenty. I made it till exactly that part because I was like, oh shit, I spoke too soon. So when I woke up this morning, and it's so funny that I didn't just go check. I fully, I went to bed believing that the Packers had come back and won because I was like. Well, if Aaron Rodgers gets on one, he's not getting so, off. So one. they almost Jordan Love almost manufactured a win out of nowhere. But what happened was, so the Eagles came out after halftime <clears throat> on the same tear offensively. Their their offensive line was just abusing, um, yeah, the Packers up front like yeah. they could not. A, a couple lucky plays and that turnover that uh, uh, Quavon Walker ran yeah. back for a pretty good return, but they they were getting manhandled up front. So. The Eagles just ran the ball for like 360 yards. It's yeah. like a record for yeah. since 1920 or something. But uh, Jalen ran for like 150, but he also passed the ball. Really, but they just had anything they wanted to do to do on offense, they could. But Rodgers started like doing some old school shit, yeah. throwing that like twist side arm, side arm back yeah. in. So he's keeping a minute, but then he gets hit like right in the ribs. Oh, good, and goes out. And so they bring in Jordan Love. Jordan Love. From the get go, is throwing bullets. Yeah. Dude. He throws a like an out route on third and five to get like a clutch third down. Then his third pass, he throws like a seventy yard touchdown to Christian Watkins right on the money. Um, they get the ball back, so now they're only down by seven. Um, they Jordan Love drives it down again. They get pretty close to scoring, 
And he has, I think Randall Cobb dropped a pass that should have been a touchdown. But anyways, Jordan Love drove him down, a bunch of beautiful passes. He made all the right reads. He ran for a good first down, gets him down there. They don't get the touchdown, so they have to kick a field goal, onside kick. Of course, they don't get the onside kick. They still end up getting the ball like at the very end, but they didn't, I mean, they didn't have enough time to do it. But was Rodgers back in at this point? No, no, or was Ro- it no. Okay. Love brought it. So it was Rodgers left, and I think it was 37 24, and then Love brought him back and made it, got it all the way to 37 34. I like, I want, I don't ever want a player that hasn't done anything wrong to me to be bad because I, but like. How many players have done something wrong to you? Oh. No, Sean. Robbie. No, not, no, Sean never did anything bad to me. Uh, I would say uh, Aaron Rodgers hurt my feelings. When he, <laughs> he showed hurt, his true colors. When he showed his true colors, he, but you knew all along, he hurt my feelings. But like. I want Jordan Love to have a really good career. I just wish it wasn't with the goddamn Packers just because like it's just it's just insane how they really have just gone from like generation generation to gener like again we we don't know this cuz it's one game but like I saw a couple of the clips and like man he was fucking you know when you're in that when you're in the Packers quarterback tree like if you're Brett Favre's backup and then apparently if you're Aaron Rodgers is backup like I don't know, man. It just seems like speaking of, speaking of backup quarterbacks, who actually I didn't think we were going to see for the rest of the year. I just now realized that fucking Matt Ryan is starting this game. That's one of Saturday's first orders of business. Did really? You hear that? No. Okay. When Saturday came in, I, one, I hope they get okay, this shit so whipped. <laughs> one of Saturday's first things he came in, he said, "Look, we're not protecting our quarterback, and that's the reason why Matt Ryan is hurting and why he's not producing." If we can get the offensive line to just protect Matt Ryan, we've got a Pro Bowl MVP quarterback right, yeah, right. here. We didn't just sign him for nothing. No, and so they, yeah, they signed him and gave up on him after a half yeah, the season. So right. Saturday said, first thing we're going to do, I'm going to take over the offensive line and uh, we're going to protect. And so Matt Ryan can now play quarterback, and that immediately takes you from Sam Ellinger, who's nothing, right, to a former Super Bowl MVP caliber Look quarterback. Look at him. Yeah, he's, he's so old long. Now. He'll be a worm. He ran for like a 36-yard scramble last week, too. Matt Ryan did like in just Wait, Saturday. he was in last week? Yes, that's what I'm How saying. No, no, I thought you meant like he just – I thought he was no, like just now healthy I'm saying for this first, game. Matt Ryan's the one that won him the first game. Matt Ryan – I didn't watch that game. Dude, because I'm so conflicted with this Jeff Saturday shit because yeah. like – No, I, you've got Saturday night fever. I do. I have Saturday night fever because – I don't like the Colts, but I like Jeff Saturday. So I want him to do well, but in order for him to do well, the Colts have to win. What do you not like about the Colts? They're just the Titans, one of the Titans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, And I was was conflicted then, too, because I liked Peyton, but. I love not having any rivalries in the NFL. Oh, I love it. I'm so unhinged. I love to hate the Colts. Yeah, that's true. But see, but I was conflicted then, too, because I liked Peyton, but what was great about those years was that you might not remember that, you probably do. The Titans actually had Peyton Manning's number. McNair beat the shit out of him every time, so it was awesome. Like, it was fun to... Until the playoffs. Yeah, right, of course. But it was like... So I've just not really... Like, the Colts have always been like, you know, the Titans play them twice a year, whatever, fuck them. And then when Peyton was gone, I had zero reason to even be like, well, it kind of... Whatever. And then I was just like... Jack Fuck Yeah, yeah. Fuck them, don't, don't like them. Uh, I cannot look at Troy Aikman anymore without seeing Jay-Z. Isn't it the craziest shit? Wait, you know about that? You think he looks like him? Everybody does. Hold on. Hold on. I'm so glad I have my iPad. You're about to have your fucking mind blown, dude. Okay. Hold on. Uh, I'm starting to see it a little bit. Yeah. Now. I'm on the eyes. You're about to see it big time. Jay-Z, Troy, 
Dude, now that I'm uh, looking I at I wish it, there was a Pastor Troy Jay-Z song. Oh, God, is there? No. Joe Buck kind of looks like Sophia Loren, like a middle-aged Sophia Loren. Whoa, buddy. They've got one that actually mashes their face up. Damn. Hold on. That's pretty good. How did nobody know about this yet? It's it's, it's him. Wow. Dude, it, yeah, he looks just like Jay-Z. That's a... I feel like both of the regular ones are more handsome than when they mashed them Agreed. up. Agreed. Sometimes the mashup is way better looking, but yeah, this right. one... I think Jay-Z needs to stay. Oh, I, I like this split fa- the two-face version here, the Harvey yeah. Dent. Yeah, but but that one actually shows you the most yeah. because if you look it's at... It's symmetrically like almost identical. Yeah, and if you look at that right there, I'd be like, wait, that's them trying to make Jay-Z white to make it yeah. look like Troy Aikman. Yeah. But no, that's actually Troy Aikman. Let me say that one more again. They're identical. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, is there any more of these I don't know about? Nah, that's the only one I know mm. of. Ha- Hey Siri, is there anything else like Troy Aikman and Jay Z? <laughs> what she said? Uh, no, there's not. There's not anything like that. Nothing like. No, that's a very specific <laughs> search. There's nothing like it, dude. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about this too. Maybe you brought up. I haven't been watching uh, a lot of like pregame shit. Like I'm a. I'm usually a very like the game starts at eight. I turn that shit on at eight. But the past couple weeks, I've just been like, I've needed more football. Like, I've just been really enjoying it. I've been gambling. It's been fun. So I've been watching some pregame stuff. So, like, this is the first week that I've really watched RG3 aside from clips. And I fucking love him. He is. I told you, he's cool Russ. He's cool. He, I've, heard, like, I've heard you talk about that. And in my brain, I'm like, that makes sense. But I've never really heard him. And he's, it's he's confidently the cheesiest guy ever. Yeah, and, but, but he's 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 got a great swag about him. That's what I'm saying. But, but it's it's the same cheesy as like you know how cheesy Russell is, and he's very all shucks. Yeah, he's that, but with all kinds of genuine swagger yeah. and like confidence behind it instead yeah. of Russell being bizarre. And I'm kind of blown away that he's already this good because like okay. You know, Do you watch him play football. Well, I, but but it also like that's what he's doing right now is a is a specific skill that take that not a lot of people just have. Like even the guys that are the best at that now, that when they first started, they weren't they weren't so good, and then they kind of Romo came out hitting, but also Romo had spent a lot of time in the league to like get to know the ins yeah. and outs of the NFL and stuff. RG three was barely in the league. Like, you get why Michael Irving's good. Michael Irving is very charismatic, and he was also in the league for a long fucking time. RG3 wasn't really in the league that goddamn long and is like, I'm doing this now, and fucking hits real hard at it. I think RG3 was more of a, uh, like, a journalism type, like a media person's as a Did he, like, major in that? I'm making it up right now, but I think he did. I almost think he had to have. Um, and he's like a creative, like an artistic guy. So I think that that's, that's part of that. Now he's great, and he makes Booger look even worse. Well, he plays the piano too, right? I think RG3 does all... Really? I think he's very creative, so like it makes sense that he can speak to the camera. He can t- he can make little jokes. Has anybody called him RG3000 yet? Ooh, I don't know. Is that racist? Is that racist? <laughs> I don't know. It might be. RG3000 uh, is good, though. Speaking of racist, Booger... Is no good. And last week, dude, he's the worst. We don't do politics on this show, but I think everybody listening to this, aka Paul, knows where I stand on societal issues. We'll call them. So normally, 
a statement like Booger made last week, you would think that I would agree with it. But in the context, it's one of the... Did you hear what he said about Zach Wilson? Yes. What, it's so, so I've got dumb. a follow-up on that that somebody made fun of him tonight. Okay. okay. Well, for, for Paul, if Paul, if you don't know, last week when they... Or two weeks ago when they benched Zach Wilson, Booger, which when he said this, it made everybody there just be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Basically said that the reason that Zach Wilson wasn't succeeding was, that, was because he came from rich parents, so he'd never seen adversity. Yeah. Now, again... In any other aspect of life, I would be like, yeah, that has merit to it. Until you realize that, like, most white quarterbacks, that's exactly their story. Well, you, uh, like, that's, that's Peyton Christian Manning's story. You think Peyton and Eli didn't grow up pretty rich? Yeah, right. Like, well, so tonight, anybody. So, the, speaking of the pregame, earlier tonight before I came over here, I was watching, like, the, the early pre-come. And uh, they were showing Kenny Pickett. Like, you know how they show the players as they're walking in the stadium wearing yeah. their stylish thing? Well, Kenny Pickett, of course, he's a rookie. He's just wearing, like a jacket and jeans. He's yeah. got his hair slicked back. And Booger just starts talking shit like, I don't like that. You know, he looks like a rookie. He looks like he's, you know, just talking shit for no, <laughs> for no reason. reason. And I don't know if it was RG3 or Alex Smith, but it was one of those two because the camera panned away, but they go, oh, did he grow up too comfortable for you, Booger? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Booger, Booger tries to do like, okay, people like Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith, you know good and well like, we've all accepted the fact that, yes, we know they don't even believe half the shit that comes out of their mouth. It's just Radiance. that, like, they're point counterpoint guys. That's literally their show. Like, they, they have it's to like do the that. the opposite of our show. Yeah, right. We're point point guys. Point point. Or counterpoint guys. Good cop, good But, like, cop. so you understand it. It's like, look, if Stephen A. Smith has someone on, him and that person can't just sit there and agree on shit. That's the format of his show. He knows that. We all know that. I think Booger is thinking that he has to do that shit, too, for that show. Yeah, on a pregame show. And that's not what anybody yeah. wants. He, he's taking debate right. format to the pregame show. Yeah. Where everybody just wants to say, like, look what Austin Eckler does in his yeah. spare time with his girlfriend learning how to play guitar. Yeah, like... Nobody needs you to argue, like, the, bring the yeah, bullshit. Pregame is not point-counterpoint. If Now, it is in the sense of, like, oh, you think Michigan's going to win? I think Ohio State's going to yeah, win. not so fast, my friend. But, we want to get yeah. Moss. So we want to see you got Moss. But, but like, like, Stephen A. Smith, when you're on a point-counterpoint show, you have to actually say wild and ridiculous things. Like, it's not just, oh, I think this team's going to win or I think this team's going to win. You have to say things like, well, actually, before, uh, you know, the tight ends don't even really exist. Well, you know, Booger, show me a tight end. And Booger's well, doing that shit. Well, he's got, the, he's filled that role at ESPN called, uh, in the producer's room. They're like, hey, we're going to need a uh, a person. Yeah, to fill right. This role. And they're like, what about, we'll take him. Booger, like, that's fine. Fine. Did he? Yeah, sure, Booger. What, by the way. I only know Booger from his role in sports casting. I don't know any. Did Booger play ball and kind of like? Do, am I yeah, supposed yeah. to know Booger? He played at LSU. Okay, I was. He won a Super Bowl. I was going to guess. Uh, I think he won a Super Bowl with the Colts as a defensive lineman. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean obvi- obviously, no, he had to have. Otherwise, right, he wouldn't so have got that fucking. He job. was not like a like a all pro all or time or hall yeah. of famer but he was like a like a player a, a rotation player on a super bowl team he's the first booger i didn't know about i'll tell you that much right most now. boogers you know i know the but, booger you know but i figured that you know what now that you say that i remember him at one point saying that he went to lsu but like he's, he's like not, the opposite of swagoo swagoo went to lsu played in the he's like the same career arc as swagoo yeah swagoo's just 10 times fucking cooler booger's not like I'm not saying he's horrible at talking. I'm just saying that the things he says don't hit for me. He that's 
That's not what he's supposed to do. It's not supposed to be point counterpoint. Nobody wants what he's bringing. And no every one. time they all kind of reject it and they just look at him funny and then yeah, right. he just And, and, and I'm on. not even sitting here saying nobody on the pregame and shit should have an opinion. That's not what I'm saying. But like that was just such a fucking reach where uh, it didn't have to be a reach. Did you see speaking of RG three, did you see last week on the pregame when they were in the uh, the NFL Mexico game? They're playing. In I Mexico didn't watch the City. pregame. For, yeah, I watched the game, but okay. I didn't watch. So this was like a. I wouldn't call it cringy because it was funny to me. But RG three is doing his little thing, and he's talking about like he's been spending the day in Mexico City, getting prepared for the game, and learning some of the culture. He puts on some hat and like he's talking about these different little a sombrero. No, no, it's like a like a luchador hat of some sort, oh, with nice. like Marvel characters or something. I yeah. forgot exactly what it was, but uh, he puts it on. And he starts like kind of talking and saying Spanish, and he's actually speaking like, Spanish like, yeah, like with the Spanish. accent. Yeah, but everybody else on the set like froze up, like they thought he was being racist. Right, and like everybody else on the set, they didn't even laugh at what he was doing. They were all just like clenched up, and then they just were like, "Okay, moving on." That's and, like, crazy. Afterwards, they were talking, to her and he's like, "Yeah, I spent you know all day with this person learning about this dance and learn." Yeah. So he actually did spend time, and also and he was speaking. And he was speaking the language. Yeah, he was. Speaking you have language. to speak with an accent well, if you speak Mexican. But he was speaking like as correctly, like he practiced right. all day. And right. like I saw people later saying, "You did such a good job of that." But like, yeah. it was clear about the He's like, "Oh, he's doing racist shit." Oh Dude, no. Also, first off, and I don't think this even needs to be said. Black people are allowed to do whatever accent they want to do. If I was up there wearing a sombrero going, hey man, I was out there with Cheeky Chilla and Ching Chong, you know, whatever the fuck. That was Chinese. I don't yeah. know why I did that shit. Do you think that's real Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that, that's the most racist thing you've ever trying, said. You I, go, you said Cheeky Chow, and you go, oh, well, that was Chinese. I, well, no, well, no, I, I, accidentally, I accidentally said Ching Chong. But then you said, oh, sorry, that was Chinese. Well, I was all trying know. to say chinchilla and chimichanga, and I accidentally said ching chong. My point is, you're, you're actually helping me make my point. That is racist coming from yeah. me. But, like, not RG3. But, like, when you're, when you're, if you can speak Spanish, you should do it with the accent. Because otherwise, it's just, hey, como esta llama? Hey, so, I know what you meant in the context of, like, you meant that was like my bad racist Chinese impression, but yeah, what right. you said was, "Oh, that was Chinese." Like you, went, <laughs> you I want to cut that for context. Just the ten seconds of you going, "Ching chow chow." Oh, that was Chinese. Like, <laughs> like, I know what you meant, but all the Pauls out there might not quite know what you meant. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Yeah, obviously there's context to it. I didn't think it was Chinese. Matter of fact, <laughs> hey, listen, I was trying to be racist against Mexicans, goddammit. And it's called Mandarin, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, hey, before the game starts, can we just shit on Russ for just a little second? Oh, Robbie, I would love to, but first I have to pee because if we're going to shit on Russ, I'm going to be here all day. All right, pee. Tell Paul something. Uh, I'm going to pre-come him into the shitting on okay. Russ. There's just, It's just so irresistible to shit on Mr. fucking... What's he called, Mr. Unlimited? Unlimited. Unlimited. So, oh, hang on, I'm going to pop my back. All right, Paul. We know there's nothing you hate more than phony shit, especially when it's phony Christians, especially when they are paid $500 million to play football for a living. So, we're going to talk about how bad he's been doing. All right, did you get your PP out? Yeah, I got my PP out. So, first off, 
uh, this shouldn't be a surprise to all our listener, Paul, but I the the thing that has excited me the most this season, aside from well, now we lost to the Bengals in a very Raven way, but like aside from the Titans being halfway decent and still being the hunt. My absolute – actually, dude, way more than that, actually. If someone told me at the beginning of the year, hey, the Titans are going to lose every game, but – and I'd be like, what's the but? they go, but you will get to see Russell Wilson absolutely collapse. I'd go, I'm in. The demise of give Russell. It, give it to me. In I don't one act. It. In yeah, one act. In one act. I was like, I, I saw Georgia win the national championship. I'm good for a while. Let me see Russell fucking fall apart. Watch it burn. And, like, when he first started falling apart, it was great, but I think we all were like, okay – He's adjusting. Few weeks. He look, look, man. He's adjusting to a new a new system. He's adjusting to. Frankly, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Colorado, but like the air, you do have to get used to it. Well, nobody knew if his coach can coach, right? So and like every and dude, marks. like everyone's allowed to have a couple bad games. But did you see the stat today where uh, Peyton Manning had more touchdowns? In his first game in 2000-something, then Russ has had, oh, his first game with the Broncos. Peyton Manning's yeah, first he threw game, six. He, threw, he has had more touchdowns in his first game with the Broncos than Russ has had all season <laughs> all right, with the Broncos. So that's on par with a, just a few of the little tidbits about Russ that I, that I thought uh, caught my eye and you'd be interested in. Uh, oh, shit, the game started. It's Saturday time. It is. It's Saturday night, Monday. Okay, rest me. All right, so the first one, uh, okay, so Carson Wentz, the commander's former quarterback, you know, he started yeah. the first five games of the season or first six games. I uh, can't wait till he comes back to FedEx. So right now, after yesterday, including yesterday's touchdown, Russell still has less touchdowns than Carson Wentz, who hasn't played since week six, and who is not going to play ever again. Or is not good. Or is not any good. But here's the best one, and I still can't believe this one. All right. Do you know who has – this is a current starting quarterback. This quarterback, a younger guy, has more 100-yard – or I'm sorry, 100 quarterback rating games – than Russell Wilson in his career. And Russell's been playing, what, 11 years? Yeah. 10 years, 11 Wait, years. Wait, in his whole career? So his whole career versus Russell's whole career, this guy has more than Russ. Younger guy. Then this is one, like, not shitting on just Russ this year. Going back to his whole career and reviewing how much we think he was good compared to how right. he was. I, that's what I was going to ask you after this. Is it Sam Darnold? No, it's – well, He, I think he was on the list, but it's Trevor Lawrence. Really? Trevor Lawrence already has six games I, of 100 or higher pass rating. So – Russell doesn't. With Geno cooking in Seattle and the fact that they had one of the best on paper and in real-life defenses and the fact that they had Marshawn – and all these other players, I am starting to think, I go, I don't think Russ was ever really that good. Although, now, I've seen him make some fucking insane throws. But, right, but he's always done that wild shit where he scrambles and he makes, like, you know, the backyard play where he's throwing it across the field. But, like, he notoriously announced coming out he didn't want to wear... But two good players. He, he didn't want to wear the wristband. Right. He wanted to run his own shit. And, yeah, when you got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett right. running down the field... And what was and, the tight end they had for a while? That big tall guy from Miami. Uh, he uh, was on my fantasy team. Jimmy. Uh, I, I can't Jimmy remember. Graham. Yeah, Graham. Yeah, Jimmy. Graham. Just throw yeah. it up to Jimmy Graham. Right. And and also, not only that, you've got everybody shook because what if they hand it to Marshawn? Yeah. Like you established a run game. Point. Like, my point is, is that team 
was great. And clearly Pete Carroll is one of the greatest coaches to ever live. So, like, I, well, that I, think, was, so, I think fucking Jimmy Garoppolo would be a Hall of Famer if he was on that fucking team. Well, that team kind of set up the new blueprint for how modern football, uh, like with the salary cap and all that, basically the, the best way to get a franchise set up for long term is to get a young quarterback super cheap so then you can spend all your money on defense, running right. backs, offensive line, receivers, and make that young guy's job easy, right? But you don't have to pay him as much, right? Well, then your goal is in that window before he gets to his next deal, you know. So you got what four years on that rookie deal? Three? Slap the franchise, yeah. Back on so him. you go ahead and get them the, that first few years. That's your window where you can pay Richard Sherman right. and all your linebackers and all your defensive linemen and Marshawn. And then by the time Russ gets to where he needs his hundred million dollars, then you can't afford Sherman anymore. You right. can't afford half your defensive line anymore. But that's the window. If yeah, you get right. a young quarterback like a – that's what Justin Herbert, what they're trying to yeah, do right. out there. They've got him. They don't they have to get, pay him a shitload yet. Right, then they, they got Eckler. And then yeah. They got, yeah. So they got a great defense, too, out there around him. And, like, if he keeps doing shit like he did yesterday, he was the one. He was the other game that went for it on uh, the two-point conversion yeah. to win the game. All, the most wide-open, easy two-point conversion yeah. slant. They had the tight end set up out in the slot. You know their tight end, Gerald Everett. Mm-hmm. He's super athletic, big guy. So they just have him in the slot – They've got the receiver out wide. They just send him the the receivers wide. He just kind of dances around out in the corner and keeps and this then, guy out there. And Everett just comes slant, just a slant across the middle. Yeah. Herbert, of course, throws it like a hundred miles an hour. Easiest people should go for two more. It, they were showing yesterday. Uh, this is not a two point conversion, but it was like fourth and inches. Do you know what the odds are of just it, this is not a good offense. This is anybody, just the average of anybody. If it's fourth and inches, if you run it. 77% I was going to say 82%, so that's not... 77 if you run it, 66 if you pass it. So you should so just go for it. if inches, you've got a worse 66% chance right. or better. So, like, so if yeah, you're fourth and inches on the 45, you should go for it every time. Almost, like, of course there's situations that yeah. the game will play like, hey, you're up by three touchdowns, yeah, right, you don't need right, to risk right. it here. But for the most part, like, if those odds are in your favor, same thing with the two-point conversion... If you're going to get it 59% of the time or 72% just of the time, it. just do it. And then even when you don't get it, do it again. And, and then you'll, you'll get, get it, it next and then time. It, right, exactly. Yeah. Like if you miss it once and you get it the second time, it's like you didn't do nothing. Yeah. Well, I, I think like what you're talking about, the uh, the kickers missing these PATs, it, it's also forced teams to have to really practice their two-point conversion. For sure. used to it was like, all right, let's get in here and run our two-point conversion plays. Yeah, right. we'll get, the Chiefs are the only ones that like spent excess right. time coming up with new – Innovative right. shit at the goal line, but now because used to it was need that strictly to go ahead. Yeah, now it's to catch up. Yeah, well, because used, dudes are missing PATs. Yeah, used, yeah. yeah, you were only getting the two point conversion to like try to tie it up because you had field goals and they yeah, had right. It wasn't because everybody missed a PAT. Yeah, right. You didn't have that for years. The game's better with no P, like with PATs didn't miss. Dude, it's so much it's, better. It's like that is the single the the single greatest change that everyone thought would not be anything. Like everyone was like, dude. I mean, it's basically a chip shot. If you move them back a little bit, dude, It like like you said, it's really the mental thing. Well, that, if it had always been there, I think they, would, they wouldn't they would be as automatic, but, like, it would still be, like, whatever. Yeah, they, it's been – it's like if you change the um, getting two feet down to one feet down. Like, yeah. if, all, if you went to college – I wish they would so bad. But if you made in co- – if you reversed it, though, the college, if they had to get two feet down in college, yeah. so many touchdowns that are touchdowns in college, they wouldn't be touchdowns. But all those kids – 
after a few years, they would yeah. learn to get that foot down. But like, which so, I would say the top tier ones are already learning. Like, yeah. they're learning that anyway. They already are anyway. Yeah, I mean, even in like high school, have, you're trying to tap the toes. Of course, like, yeah. You want both. You want to try to get both well, in. Because if you get both in, the chances are you definitely got one, one in. You know? For sure. But uh, I, I haven't thought about that aspect of it since you brought that up until tonight, though. But, like, not only does it affect the kickers mentally and affects the game and makes it more risk, but like, the teams have to focus more on their two-point plays because right. that comes into play more. Yeah, right. If it's a play you know you're not going to run but twice a year, you don't practice that much. But if it's every week, yeah. we might have to go for two or three of these. Yeah, which means I that, love it. Which means that Better more, for football. Well, it also means, too, that I guess on the reverse, more teams are practicing. Of course, though, teams are practicing their goal line defense regardless. And, I mean, at the end of the day – your goal line D is your goal line D, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, if the book says – now I'm just like – Well, but see, like the Chiefs, for example, they have a different offense for like – okay, if it's fourth and inches, that's one thing. That's a sneak or like right. a handoff. But, like, they do specific two-point two point plays, plays where like yeah, – right. And Andy Reid lets like Mahomes and Kelsey and all them like bring their own ideas. That's why they'll do crazy shit where – a lineman goes in motion, they pitch it back to, you know, right. somebody running out wide, and they throw it back to Mahomes because they do, like, their two-point – they made it a thing in their practice where they just do, like, all right, let's 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 fuck with two-point plays. See right, it is, it is very – yeah, you're right. It is very different than goal line offense because on goal line offense, you wouldn't do that crazy shit because you know, well, we can just kick a field goal after yeah. this. Like, worst-case scenario. On goal line, it's not just one play. You exactly. Know, it's like, if it's first and goal yeah. from the two, you've got four, three Exactly, four but two-point, it's one and done. It's a you've got to get this shit. So that's why, like, from the goal line, like, from fourth and inches, at the, you'll see them usually always under center trying to – get that inch or two. Yeah. But if it's two full yards in the NFL, like, and you're a better passing team, you might as well pass it. Or I, If you're – people people that – if you kick a field goal on fourth and inches at the goal line, you're a pussy, in my opinion, because what – okay, you give them the ball You didn't one. get it in safety. Yeah. You get, then you get it – I mean, like, great odds of you getting a safety. You put uh, – it's an underrated thing. They don't realize, I think – and I don't know how much this is factored in, but – so much pressure goes on the offense the minute they get the ball at the one inch line and they've oh. got nine because he knows if he makes one bat that the center is stressed out about his snap. Yeah, right. Especially if it's a shotgun snap. The quarterback's having to get it out quick. How Boom, many punts do you see that when they're punting out of the back of their end zone, they either step out or For they sure. punt it bad or get sure. blocked? Because P- punt like, it into someone's butt. It's stressful. It's like in baseball when they say like stressful pitches. So if the pitcher's throwing and there's just a batter there and there's nobody on base. It's just throwing to the mitt, but if there's a guy on first base and second base and they might steal third base, like, you're worried and the whole time, and it affects right. everything you're doing. Now, I'm not an NFL coach, nor will I ever be. But Don't sell yourself short. It's, if it's fourth and inches on the goal line and you go for it, obviously you've got a really good chance of just getting the six right there. But to me, I would rather risk it because it's like, oh, I kick a field goal, I get, I get three. But if I go for it, I could get six and also potentially get two and then six, yeah. and it's eight yeah. instead of fucking three because we're going to stop them here. We might get a safety. Again, the safety is so rare. I know as a fan you always think safety, but it's it's, it's very rare. Because usually they'll just run but, the ball a couple yards up. But and- the old, but. But ninety nine percent of them happen when they're on the goal line. But yeah, they you know what I mean. Almost it's like it's sharks bite. It sharks it's, bite you in shallow water. It's like because that's where the yeah, fucking people are. You're putting them in a trap. Like, yeah, right. Back there, yeah. They, the quarterback can't drop back fully. He can't scramble. I wonder around. what the I wonder what the longest from uh, from what's the oh my god line of scrimmage safety was like somebody How being on the twenty. Yeah, right. 
It would have you know it's like, happened because they fumble it, well, and then they... I, I would imagine it was like a, a long snap way over the yeah, right. head, and then maybe it got kicked, kicked back. Yeah. Like, I can see that where a couple players are going yeah, for Yeah, like it on and, the 45. It, it was definitely... Watch it, you know how the ball squirts when it we watch games? So hey, by the way, Matt Ryan is under center, baby. I Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it squirted. Uh, it squirted it's so squirted. hard. It squirted. Wait, did his lineman catch it? No, the other lineman. Dude, have you ever seen it? So, uh, I hate it when people... I do uh, hate looking at Matt Ryan. I hate it when people describe videos instead of just showing them to me, but I'm about to do it to you. Do it. There's this video where it's like this uh, black family, and the, like the uncle's playing basketball with a bunch of kids, and there's a lady, and you think that something... You think that that's going to be what's funny in the video, and a bunch of stuff happens... And all the it's a woman filming, and all of a sudden the camera cuts, and there's this like six year old boy eating a lollipop, and he just looks up at the mom and goes, "Mama, can you squirt?" (laughs) 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 Well, can she? (laughs) Probably. Oh, Matt Ryan already with a turnover. Let me tell you you something. You know how they say if you're uh, if you're old enough to ask for it, you're too old to be breastfed. If your kid asks you if you can squirt, you can squirt. If you've got a kid that knows to ask if you can squirt. Look, Matt Ryan's second pass. He didn't get the pick on the first pass. So, number two, I think uh, we'll throw it to the defense. Uh, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. Did we just start singing that at the same Saturday. time? Nice. You started before me, I think. <laughs> oh, God. I haven't watched much uh, of this game. That reminds me. My mom loves to tell the story of when she uh, she knew it was time for her to stop Applying Vaseline to my brother's uh, scrotal area. Yeah. Because after he got out of the bath, he goes, Mama, put some battle scene on it. <laughs> he called it battle scene battle instead of Vaseline. Scene. He said, Mama, put some battle scene on it. She's <laughs> like, like, You do if it. If you're asking me to put lubricant on your genitals, yeah. you do it now. You do it. Yeah. And I'm going to go wash my hands. <laughs> I can't say which brother, though, because uh, Chris might get mad. Yeah, I was about to say. That's definitely Chris. Oh. Too many bath stories. Bubba wouldn't ask. He'd just poke her with it. Bubba would have been hard as a rock. Yeah, so hard. So, Paul, um, I don't know if you're watching this game, but it's first quarter, eight minutes and 36 seconds left, and I've seen exactly two plays, and one of them was an interception (laughs) thrown by Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, his first pass... He almost got the interception. Yeah. It bounced off of two defenders. And then the Did the second, second one pass, bounce off anybody? Or no, it went straight up, to the yeah, defender's hand. That yeah. no, was a great catch Not by the Not a good defender. look from my guy there. Well, he's a fourth-quarter team. Who was their tie to? Was it the fucking Texans? Yeah, first <laughs> week. <laughs> what a piece of Remember? shit. And that was yeah. when like, you thought, oh, Lovey Smith tied in his first game, and now they're at like one and eight. <laughs> one, eight, and one. One, eight, one. God. <laughs> A draw. Lovey got him a draw. It's good. Good draw. Oh, fuck. I do want to see Kenny Pickett with his head, his helmet off, though. I like that hair. I do, too. Booger uh-oh, hates uh-oh. it, though. He too, does. Too comfortable, too comfortable to out. Oh, look at this. Look at this. I think he grew up, like, in the mean streets of Pittsburgh. I'm not sure if of it course. was as comfortable as Booger. All the streets of Pittsburgh are mean, my friend. Uh, Paul... I'm not editing this episode, uh, so I'm just going to keep talking to you while Robbie goes to the bathroom. Congratulations on the Jags win. That is uh, very tremendous. Um, Let's see, what else is going on in my life? Jags! 
What else is going on in my life? Oh, I'm going to, uh, I'll be in California this week shooting some uh, videos. So uh, maybe I'll drunk dial you from there and talk to you from the sunny, sunny, it's not the Sunshine State, that's Florida. What is California? Robbie, what is California? It's like Florida's the Sunshine State. Is California something? The Avocado State, yeah, yeah, that checks out. So, uh, any news with you, Paul? You know, you can comment on these episodes from time to time. Instead of just texting us, you can leave a uh, a comment here at parttimefunnyman.com. Oh, also, hey, you know, free plug for myself here. If you just wandered over from Twitter and you're listening to this ludicrous uh, podcast, first off, I don't know why you are. We've made it very clear that it is not for you. It is for Paul. But if you insist on listening and you're thinking to yourself, hey, I saw that there was a $5 tier on this here Substack, but I can't afford that, Corey, because I buy too much car vodka from Paul, your only listener, you can just email me at buttercreamcorey at gmail.com, and you can get everything I do uh, for free, just like all the people who pay for it. No questions asked. Don't worry about it. Dabbing it up over there? Uh, Is that what you're doing as a dab? I'm doing a little dab here for Paul. Does Paul well, dab? I haven't coughed yet, and I know Paul loves oh, it when I cough. He does. Uh, speaking of which, Paul gave me a little bit. You know in the like every movie? Sorry there. Had to powder my lungs. Uh, you know the old trick in the movie? I think the Inglorious Bastards is the one I'm thinking of most recently, but it's like... The, the enemy knows that you're not really like the undercover the three guy. fingers yeah yeah they're like you didn't do the right salute yeah. and if you were actually from here you would have known we yeah. hold three fingers up or like you if you were actually from Okinawa you would have known that we drink this tea instead yeah of right classic <laughs> uh, apparently if we were actually from Jacksonville like Paul and the Jaguars and Carve Craft Vodka mm-hmm. we would say Duval when they ja- when the Jags do something instead of Jags but since we say Jags and that's, that's our thing yeah. but that people like if we were at a bar with Jags fans they'd yeah. be like y'all are fucking posers because we say Duval I actually did know that I uh, did too but I don't yeah, care but I don't because I, I'm not a yeah Jags to me and this is why I was it's so for con- me and Paul and, and, and that's why I was so confused during the uh, because we we don't say Jags when the Jags do something good because that so rarely happens. We just say Jags when the Jags show up on Red Zone. That's what and it started as because they yeah, used to not show up at all. At all, and then they started playing pretty good. But I also like when we're texting Jags during the game, that usually means like they just did some real Jag shit, yeah. which is bad. Right, it's always bad. It's always bad. But it's like, yeah. look, guess who brought in Tim Tebow to play tight end? Jags. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, I was talking to Amber. Um, maybe we've talked about this on here. I know we've talked about this separately, but I was telling Amber how, how I was like, man, it's really wild because this season of the NFL has like statistically sucked, but because of gambling and doing pigskin picnic for Paul, it's like the most fun NFL season I've ever had. And I said, and I go, I'm going to really be out of sorts whenever the season's over. I said, I will have a lot more free time because I'm I'm utterly paralyzed on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. And she's Sleep like, schedule gets thrown off. It, it's all off. Can't like everything's it. off. Like there's sometimes I have so much to do on Sunday, and I'm like, I'm not doing any of that shit. Whereas used to, I would. I'd be like, well, Corey's sacrificed for your career. You don't get to watch football. But now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck if I make it. I have red zone now. But Amber was like, what the fuck are y'all going to do whenever 
uh, football's over. Like, how are you going to do pigskin picnic for Paul? And I told her, I was like, she even said, she goes, what if y'all did like the MMA or something like that? And I was like, well, you have to understand, because she, she thinks this is a sports podcast. Uh, and I was like, you got to understand. Is she listening in there from in there? Uh, maybe. I was like, we really just, we watch the game and then we just talk to Paul. So we could do this even if there wasn't football, but it would be, it would hit. Paul, do you think it'd be good if we watched fights or? I think Paul would love it if we covered like a big MMA, like a big UFC card with like a couple championship fights on it. I wouldn't hate watching basketball too. Oh, it'd be fun, especially playoff basketball. That would actually get me more back into basketball is doing, uh, we'd have to change the name. We could even do a fun one. Yeah, we'd have to change it to something like Sports Sports Centers. Centers. Yeah. But uh, we could even go back and watch like classic Georgia games and like oh. just do shit like that in the offseason. Oh, dude, that'd be great. Watch like an 05 SEC championship game. Watch or, the Texas USC game from, from 2004. Was it? Yeah, oh, the 06. Yeah, the year I graduated. Vince Young. Yeah, Vince Young. Uh, speaking Bush. of the college football championship, you want to talk about how Alabama is going to get into it no matter how dead they are? Yeah, so there's a couple things that there was like before this past week, there was like five things that needed to happen. For Alabama to possibly get in, and this weekend three of those things happened. Yeah, already. So, so after they were dead, not like all, my Bama friend, my Bama fan friends were like, "Well, this is just not our year. We've already moved on to next year." It's like y'all are never out of it. But now, after everything happened last week, I think all they've got left for Alabama to weasel their way back in the playoffs is Georgia beats LSU. Yeah, uh, TCU has to lose. And then I think if a yeah USC has to lose, and then if a Ohio State assistant coach gets accused of sexual misconduct, <laughs> yeah, right. which is looking lock, pretty good, yeah, lock, lock. Uh, Alabama's getting in. Yeah, I mean Tennessee's uh, out. Tennessee's one hundred percent, but it's which fucking oh, we haven't talked, we haven't seen each other since Tennessee got their shit knocked the fuck out by South Carolina. That no. was such, that was the most enjoyable college football game and. Not involving Georgia that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and like that's that's obviously the reason that they're not getting in. It's who they lost to and how they lost or whatever. But like them have it. But like when you look at it from just the perspective of they've got the same record and this team beat that team. I I'm not here to say what's right. I'm just here to tell you that if the shoe was on the other foot and I was a Tennessee, if this was happening to Georgia, I would be losing my fucking mind. Oh yeah. Like if Georgia. Even we got beat by South Carolina, whatever. But if we had two losses, Alabama had two losses, and we'd beat Alabama, there is – you could not contain my screaming. Yeah, you remember this exact situation happened in 2007. Oh, I, I, I do. I do. When Oklahoma – or uh, Missouri – Everybody there was, lost. There was like and nine things up. that happened. Right. But guess who got to go instead of us? Bama. LSU. Or LSU, yeah. yeah. There was uh, that's the night that I hit my head on my mom's bird bath. That, well, that was the year that the narrative was: if you don't even win the conference champion, you can't go. And then a few years later, when it was Alabama in the same exact situation, yeah. Well, they're the best team. What well, do you mean? What's they're the SEC? best team. SEC You're going to punish them. They went through the gauntlet of the SEC. It right. Georgia, fuck them. But I remember that year because again, they were like, I remember somebody laid it out, and it was this was like pre-Twitter for me. But actually, it was just me watching ESPN. There was like nine. They were like, "Here's how. Here's George's path." It was like nine very specific, unlikely things, and they laid it out like this happens. George is in. 
All of those things happened. West Georgia, Virginia was in there somewhere. It was West Virginia. There was a Missouri thing. There was an Oklahoma. There was all these fucking. <laughs> there was a Missouri thing. There was an Oklahoma City bombing. There, there was, was like a, dude, a bunch I'm, of shit. I'm just saying there was a lot of these crazy things. Like obviously Georgia had to win, and we did. And like I, I, I remember this is back. The Baskets hadn't even sold their house. They were still living in their old house, and we were watching at their house. Like, LSU you can't jump us. There are six. Yeah, or seven. we they were. Can't, dr- they we can't. were. We were drinking this invention that we made up called Shabirs. Shabirs. Have you ever heard of Shabirs? No. What's that? So it's shot cherry beer, shabir. What's the middle one? Cherry. Oh, a cherry. So we had moonshine, and we had cherries that had been soaked in moonshine, mm. and we had beer. So what you do is you take a shot of moonshine, eat the cherry that had been soaked in moonshine, and then chug a beer. Oh. So we had like nine of those, and and we're like, George is going, we're fucking... And I walked home from William's house to my parents' house where I was living, and uh, was I remember I was carrying like a big tumbler of fucking liquor, and I was trying to walk up the stairs, and I fell backwards and hit my head on the bird bath that my mom has, and mom came and found me laying just laying there, and she she goes, "What's going on?" I was like, "Championship, <laughs> championship, championship, uh, dude." Invented drinks will get you every time. Every time. The, remember the Vladimir, Vladimir Glutens? Glutens? Oh my yeah. god. Paul, uh, wait, Paul might have known about the Vladimir Glutens, but. Paul invented us drinking mouthwash, which led us to the Vladimir Glutens. We were fact. talking about that the other day, me and Amber actually, about how you and Paul started drinking mouthwash as like a bit, but then you just kept drinking mouthwash. Well, because the, out, the liquor stores, they nowhere yeah. in Athens in this college town known for drinking. They couldn't sell booze on Sunday. It was like, it's rumple mints. But you could uh, buy mouthwash. The, you go to the grocery store or the CVS and buy mouthwash. Yeah. You know, bagfuls of mouthwash. So Paul called one of his buddies who was like a pharmacist or some type of doctor and had him kind of, you know, do a little research. Yeah, right. The guy was basically like, Look, this is not good for you, and you shouldn't but you do it. it but like, it won't kill you. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything in there will kill you uh, as long as you don't like do it all the time. Yeah, right. So we we're like, not all the time means just Sunday. Just so Sunday, just yeah. Sunday. Who cares? Well, Paul might not remember what a Vladimir gluten is, and for the for the anybody else that's listening to this aside from Paul, a Vladimir gluten. And help me out here, Robbie. I know that a it's vodka. That's the Vladimir part. The gluten part was a whole wheat Tostitos scoop. Yes. Was there Pepto Bismol? That was the third friend. Was Pepto Pepto Bismol? Yeah. Pepto Bismol vodka served in a Tostitos wheat scoop inside of, the scoop inside yeah. the scoop of Vladimir gluten. And we that was another thing we started doing it as a bit, and then we just started mixing Pepto Bismol and vodka, and we were like, "You're already going to need it. It solves the problem. It solves the problem." I think that was the idea. Was like, the, "It's a pink gravy. It's Russian, so it's vodka, so it's got Vladimir gluten, but also he looks like a guy that's always got indigestion." So yeah, right. Pepto Bismol, and then the gluten was in the chips. So yeah, like right. It, but like, yeah, drinking Pepto Bismol and vodka, it's like, man, it solves itself. I mean, you're going to have some very dark black shits the next day, but like, mm. you know, what are you going to? If you do, you know that? Do you? Oh, yeah. do you after, take Pepto after drinking rum and scope? Oh well, no, Pepto. You get black shit. The I thought that was just from alcohol poisoning. No, the whatever whatever Bismol is because that's the actual Bismuth. Bismuth. Yeah, like that's the actual okay. something Bismuth. Well, whatever that is, it turns your shit this cut like microphone black doo doo. And uh, I, I didn't know that. And one day, like I and, and also because like you know blood, if you shit blood, it's black because yeah. the blood. And, dude, I drank, like, a bunch of Pepto-Bismol, and I started shitting black. And, buddy, I thought I was dead. And uh, and I started Googling 
I was like black, black dookie. I was like black dookie, <laughs> and they were like it's either blood or you drank too much Pepto Bismol, and I was like those are two really weird opposite things to be. The pink stuff makes, the, hmm. mm-hmm. but but uh, it is true. So you know, this weekend I had some stomach issues. I told you about, yeah. and previously um, on Thanksgiving. I tried to make my grandmother's famous peanut butter fudge, and I had some issues. Almost burned the house down. I had some boil. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, as I'm trying to heat up the, you know, the main part of the fudge, were you fucking high as shit while you were doing this? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, But that's usually how I cook well. Right. But what happened? I was trying to make two different batches of peanut butter fudge at the same time—a healthy version and then a regular old slop memos version. Right. So as I'm over here stirring one, the one that's boiling on the pot, my saucepan is too small and it starts boiling over. Well, before I see it, it's boiled over a good bit. So there's just clumps of like sugar butter mixture, and it's just burning on the eye, and it's burning so hot. It's just that it's just everywhere. Yeah, right. So it's just this black soot, like it just looks like you know molten lava or whatever. You know, encrusted up, just black burnt butter, but it's all over the stovetop. And so I cleaned most of it, but it's so encrusted in there, I couldn't get it all. Well, Meg came home today. And she knew I had stomach stuff going on this weekend, and like I was working when she got home. So she was like, hey, I did some of the laundry. She goes, I threw away that towel. She goes, I saw the towel that you wiped up all your black doo-doo with. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Meg. I was like, first of all, if my shit had been that solid this weekend, we would have been lucky. Yeah, right. Second of all, that is not my black doo-doo. <laughs> oh, your black doo-doo. I cleaned up my peanut butter. I love that she touched it and yeah. wasn't mad oh, at you. She, she was like, I threw your doo-doo just, towel away. She was, well, that's his black doo-doo. I guess. <laughs> that's his black doo-doo He's towel. He's into that now. Dude, speaking of which, black having a black doo-doo towel, I saw somebody... <laughs> some, ooh, don't you, nice. wait, don't, do you still have a cheeseburger towel? Huh? No, because I'm living healthier. Okay. But, Paul, what my cheeseburger towel... You a Peter Rap towel now? Am I, no, I just don't eat in my car. <laughs> it's what it is. Paul, my cheeseburger towel, this is... Uh, I'm not proud of this, but I used to keep and regularly bring in and wash and trade a towel in my car that I could... Because the towel... <laughs> would fit on my lap and in my shirt as a bib so that when I was going down the road, I could freely uh, and with the confidence of a Kennedy eat cheeseburgers without it ruining my shit. Because as fat and slobbish as I was, you know I'm still a guy who likes to be decently well-dressed and clean and not have any stain. Yeah, I stay fresh. Um, But no, I don't. So I used to have a, a designated cheeseburger towel, but no... How I've solved that now is I don't eat in my don't car. Don't eat cheeseburgers in my car. I, I think, actually, that's a really good thing, because uh, as you know, this podcast is only sponsored by two things. That is Carcraft Vodka and, of course, Uncle Bod. And me and you are always talking about tips for people of, like, you know, we've said, well, you've said, and I, I try to tell people, it's like, hey, listen, no one's asking you to, like, jump in head first to the deep end. But, like, there's certain things where if you just eliminated this, or you like, hey, are you someone that drinks Cokes? Just stop drinking Cokes and you'll lose 20 pounds. Yeah. Just stop. Easy. Just stop eating ice One cream. Thing. Well, uh, I'll, I'll add another thing to that. Just stop eating in the car. <laughs> get rid of your cheeseburger get, towel. Get rid of your cheeseburger <laughs> towel. Not, I lost 30 pounds by getting get rid, rid of my, of my cheeseburger, cheeseburger towel. <laughs> but if you will just if you will just eliminate all meals eaten in a car, you will lose 20 pounds. Hey, you're talking I've got rid of my cheeseburger towel and I lost 20 hey, pounds. You're speaking to the right demographic here. Paul Gray, <laughs> when he gets food to go, this man never makes it home of with any of the food. Not. He, why wait? Eat yeah, it now. Eat it it's now. fresh. It's hot. Like 
Paul will eat it as soon as he receives it, and there's no need to wait. So the cheeseburger towel, maybe you should save those and just give them to Paul. Yeah, right. And here's the thing, too, because <laughs> here's why. If you get your food and you're in the car and you wait to eat it till you get home, you will only eat that amount of food. If you eat it in the car on the way home, you'll get home and still want to have something to eat while yeah, you sit scarf. there. Because you're... Or you'll uh, find another snack because you home. Yeah, like, I was going to say, eat. because ostensibly... Because you're Paul or you're us, you're bringing food home for another person. Yeah. So if I eat all my food on the way to bring Amber her food, and I'm sitting here watching her eat the food I brought her, I'm gonna go get a sympathy snack. Yeah. You know, like I want to. And so, like, just stop eating in your car, and yeah. you will lose twenty pounds. Well, dude, and even like you have these little things built into your life, and um, Paul can probably tell this just from listening. Like, uh, when we first started in the podcast, I had a, I had like a Ricky Bobby thing. I didn't know what to do with my hands because. Our whole life, when we watch football, it's a night game. That's when I start drinking beer and eating food. You yeah, know, right. Eight thirty game. Okay, let's get the beers out at eight o'clock, and then right. we start eating wings at eight fifteen. Yeah, and then you eat wings and snacks and cheese dip the whole game and drink beers and like. Now I'm like, what do I do with my hands? I get yeah, right, like, right. I already had my dinner and like I've yeah, got my right. little drink here, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not going to eat 30 wings and then a whole cake. So I've had to learn to just hold my hands right yeah, here, just like this, where they are. And that's why every now and then, you know, I have to do a dab because I get hungry. And I'll be like, I could use something. So you, when you get hungry, you can do a dab and then not be hungry? Yeah, so what I do is I'll do a dab and I'll chug water and it, like, cancels See, it out. that actually makes sense to me because when I'm moderately high... I eat a lot, but when I'm way high, I don't eat shit. Well, see, you never see me really high except for which on is like, insane on the every every now and then on the weekends or something. And like, usually alcohol's involved. Yeah, yeah. The the normal high that I do is like a I don't want to say medical like it's responsible, but it's like a a honed in like calculated amount of like where I can still do my things. You say this I while only, torching a grenade filled with weed. Yeah, I only get like out of my mind high like oh, on a good Saturday. What? What the fuck? Watch this shit. Look at this shit. I knew it hit the post, but I didn't think in any world it was going to go in. How did that go in? What the... Oh, wow. It hit the only part of the post... It made it spin sideways. The good stoink. The good stoink. That's like the healthy cholesterol. I think that you should get an extra point for that so that people will start trying to do it. (coughs) The good stoink. To get get the good stoink, you get a a point. I don't know if you want people trying for the good stoink, man. You get a... And you I get, think you should get one point if you if you get the bad stoink. I think it's impressive to hit the bar. To hit it and not go. Yeah, in. I think it's impressive. What about what are your thoughts on a moving goalpost? Literally, oh yeah, moving I'm, the goalpost. I would love that, dude. That's the ne- <laughs> that's the next thing they need to do. Like, but here's the thing: move it side to side yeah. or front to back. Uh, if you fuck with that depth perception, that's harder than the side to side. That's true, and they like could start and they could start going for like seventy yard field goals, and they're like, "We'll time it to where I'll kick it, and then 62. it's coming yeah. up." That would be more interesting. Yeah, but like the kicker, I feel like if it's going left or right, the kicker can be like, "Okay, it's going to be about right here. I'm just going to kick it like it's right, right there." Still it's difficult, moving, obviously. Yeah, yeah, way more difficult than still. But if it's moving up and back, and your depth perception is... right, because if it's because if if you're on a short kick. And you kick it, and it comes up. It's going to go behind it. Like it's not just going to fuck you on long kicks. Like it'll fuck you on the short yeah. ones too. No, I'm for that because the, again, like I said, if it goes the length of the end zone, that gives you your like 
okay, I can kick a 63-yarder, but if you give me 10 yards, we can go for a 73-yarder if they're – yeah, I'm for yeah, that. Yeah, but what if you get up to kick the 62 and then it goes back? That's what I'm saying. you got to yeah. time it. you got to time it. you got to kick it while it's back. Mark Rich still would not have a special teams coach, even if that was <laughs> oh, in the no. thing. He was, oh, was that his thing? He, he did special teams, too? No, no. He never had a special teams coach. He said, we'll do them all together. And that's why Georgia always, under Mark Rick, sucked at special teams and never had right. any good returns. And I did not know that. We would always have shit blocked, returned on us. And, yeah, Rick never had a – he didn't want to have one special teams was coach. Was it to save money for the school? I don't know what it was for. It McCarthyism? Was for, how, it, it just shows that he – Cared more about. Um, I was going to say something bad, so I won't. The Lord? No, about his. You know, he's got special needs kids. Oh, right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say he cared more about his uh, special needs, special, special, special teams, teams and his special yeah. teams, and that's not a joke you should make. So I'm not going to. It's not but, even funny. So. But it's clearly true. Yeah, he really did. He, he re- focused I mean, yeah. his whole life on being yeah. a good person. Yeah, right. And it's I'm like, not, sorry, you can't do that at the top. I'm not mad at him for that. I'm mad at him for not taking I'm not his either. job seriously as number one. I, I'm not mad at him for that because, <coughs> sincerely, that's great. That's his prerogative. What I don't I want am, that job. What don't I take am, that job. What I am mad at is all the people, because there's a lot of them, that were genuinely mad when Mark Rick got fired, even though we all knew that Kirby Smart would be better because they were like, we would rather have a good Christian man. It's like, what do you mean? That's, we that's we don't we don't go there. Go to Bill. We Bill's don't. a great Christian man. Bill's a great Christian guy. It doesn't matter. His job is one thing: win football games. And so it doesn't matter if he's a great Christian man. It's he signed up for a job knowing what the job is, right? If you sign up for Georgia head coaching job, that's fuck one Jesus. thing. It's yeah. yeah, it's fuck, fuck Jesus. Jesus. That's. You have to sign at the bottom. This actually really segues greatly into something that I, I wanted to talk about because someone recently who I saw a stat the other day. This is the only positive Auburn stat of the year, which is, I don't know if I sent this to you or not, but there were, reports are that under Carnell Williams, 12 Auburn players have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal oh, savior. Oh, Cadillac, baby. <laughs> First off, let me say this. I genuinely cannot believe that there were 12 members of Auburn's football team that weren't, that weren't already that saved. Weren't Christians. That's Dude, crazy he's going to beat Rick's record. So I saw that, and then, of course, I was like, let me peruse the comments on this. And now we know today Hugh Freeze has been named yeah. the coach. But this who's is not the, saved. Who's not saved at all. Loves prostitutes. But this is before that, and this is when, like, Carnell's the interim or whatever, and all the comments from were from, like, super Christian people that were like, he must have the job. If we lose 12 games a year, it's fine because football is temporary, but Jesus is forever. It's like, the teams have a chaplain. They can all get saved. Anybody they, can get saved. The coach is, doesn't have to do that. Dude, that's, anybody that's can the get dumbest saved shit I've ever should. heard. But these people accepted their scholarships, their money, whatever, to do a very specific to win thing. Football it's games. one thing. So, like, yes, they should have their other lives, but, like, their main thing is the main thing they signed up for. So, be the best at that because you know what the number one thing of a WWJD would do is Jesus would tell you, be the best at what the thing is. Win the game. Win the game. Your job is to win the game, then you should win the game. Now, you shouldn't prioritize it over your family and stuff. You shouldn't be a shitty person. Yeah, right. But you shouldn't. But, by the way, you do have to if but you want to be But you kind of have to spend yeah. all your time Nick doing Saban this job. Nick Saban absolutely prioritizes yeah. football over his family. Saturday night. Saturday no. don't. No, we don't. Do you see him out there? They had Matt Ryan's warming up, and Saturday's out there like coaching the center on snapping the ball back there. Like, 
You love to see the head coach getting in it with the center. He looks great, too. He, uh, you know who he also kind of looks like? Anybody with blue eyes? Cal Ripken Jr.? He, you remember Elaine's boyfriend that had the, did the triangle art? He was skinnier, though, than Saturday, wasn't he? Uh, af- not now. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, that guy, that actor's gained weight? I meant not, not in the Seinfeld Saturday world now. now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturdays, it's the eyes. He's got the he's the, his eyes are beautiful, but he's also got the eyes that he kind of looks like he's on drugs. Like yeah. he, it, it, like like they almost he squint. Keep forgiving them. Yeah, you yeah, keep right. On forgiving yeah, yeah, yeah. endlessly. But now I mean, he's he, got uh, what's the guy's name? The fa- the most famous crooner of all, Sinatra. Yeah, he's, he's got, got Sinatra, Sinatra Baby eyes, Blues. Is he? Is he the, he's probably. I mean, he's definitely the best looking at his position. Schlereth. Which is Slareth? Mark Slareth stink. Uh, he, he was on ESPN. Stink. I don't think I. I somehow don't know this person. You know Mark. As soon as I show you, he yeah, did some right. soap opera stuff after his NFL career. He played for the Broncos. Come on, and, Matt Ryan. Oh, oh now nah, his feet were out. Dude, you're gonna be embarrassed when you. Oh, they call that a catch? How? Oh, I don't have a whiffy. Oh. Here, give me your whiffy. The, oh. oh, it's uh. Well, yeah, I'll give you my. Yeah, just give it to me so I can it look is up. Forrester EXT. Yeah, or is it Forrester? It's Forrester. Okay. And then this it is, is good shit right here. Are you getting this? Yeah, of course I'm getting. Okay, it. what's the password? Uh, are you writing that down to edit out that part? Yeah, of course. <laughs> totally unedited except for one thing. Oh, did you see where they had the? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna bleep it. Did you see the pregame thing yesterday where the? Uh, the mental specialist guy went into the Buccaneers locker room and like he basically read their minds and like read Todd Bowles' mind, mm-hmm. did all these crazy mental tricks. But he did one with Wait, Chris. Whose locker room? The Buccaneers, like Buccaneers, their whole okay. team. You know how their their team room is like yeah. a uh, a movie theater kind of with like the theater seating, and then there's like downstairs there's the big screen behind it. But yeah, he came in. He's just talking to everybody in the room and going around and like guessing people's family members and guessing all this crazy shit, doing all these like mental tricks. And then he goes up to Chris Godwin. He's like, "All right, I want you to think about your uh, your bank pin number, your you know your ATM pin number." And he just grabbed his finger like that, and he goes, "Okay, the first number." And he just wiggling his finger around like this. This guy is holding Chris Godwin's finger, just wiggling around. Okay, just think of your second number. Okay, now think of your third number. And he goes back up and writes it down. And Chris Godwin's like, "He's like, what's the first number?" And he goes, and "The guy wrote down two. And he's like, two. And so everybody's like, okay, you got the first one. He's explaining. He goes, his his eyes moved up and down as his finger went like this. So that made me, you know, he explains how he gets the right. number. And then he goes, you know, and then a seven. And then, you know, and then another, you did the same one that you did first. I knew it was another two. He's two, seven, two, three. And he turns it up and Chris Godwin's like, that whole room is just mind blown. Like yeah, this guy yeah. just literally stole his ATM yeah, pin right. number. And then they posted, they posted, posted it. They yeah, he had to change it. that shit immediately. Of course he changed it. But, hey, uh, let me ask you this. Were all the black dudes freaking out? Everybody in the okay, room. Okay, and I, I, this is not coming from me. Hey, everybody but Brady was freaking out? Because yeah. Brady already got that FTX crypto crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He already lost all his money. Yeah, right. Uh, this is not coming from me. This is coming from my buddy, comedian Matt White, who is a black gentleman. And we had a magician... Uh, with us in Raleigh and Matt was back there and he started doing some magic shit and Matt was freaking out and he was like and he was like up on the back of the couch and he was like you know black people don't fuck with magic and I was like what 
And he apparently, and th- again, this is not coming from me, but Matt White explained to me that like as a cultural thing, a cultural thing, like black people freak the fuck out at some magic shit. That's just what I've heard. So I was curious if while all that was going Dude, on, that makes sense because so I think now was, I now granted no, no who don't freak out at magic shit. But I think it was Leonard Fournette that was standing there next to him, and Fournette just goes, he was like. He goes, uh-uh, this guy's dangerous. Yeah, like, exactly. He's yeah. dangerous. No, uh he can yeah. get all my stuff out yeah. of me somehow. Yeah. And that, that, could, that's probably what it is, though. It's because magic, I'm sure, historically has been used to manipulate and trick yeah, right. them. Yeah, hey, right. look over here. Oh, yeah, now right. I've got your whole identity right. in your life. Now, again, it could be one of those things where it's like, yeah, we all like chicken. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that. Should who be like, like, like who doesn't freak out at magic? But this is coming from Matt White. And he told me he's like, dude, black people do not fuck with magic like white people fuck with magic. Talk to Paul. I got to pee. Wait, did you say 1987 met without the exclamation point? Is my yeah. backup? Okay. <clears throat> did it work? I don't know yet. Uh, I could shit on you for not knowing your Wi-Fi, but uh, I also don't know the Wi-Fi at my house, and That's I have to text Meg and find it. That's one of them. Uh, oh, it worked. Yeah. All right, Paul, I can finally pull up a picture of Mark Schler to show Corey what a fucking idiot he is for not knowing the most handsome former offensive lineman. All right, I'm going to show him while he pees. All right, I'm going to show you while you're peeing, Mark Schler. This is Schler. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. He was on, like, Days of Our Lives? Yeah, dude, of course. Of course. Saturday's number two. You know what? I've seen that dude. So, like, I... I, Slayer is more classically handsome. Yeah, like, of course I've seen him so many fucking times. Yeah. I just didn't know his fucking name. He used to be on ESPN Yeah, no, I know. Like, I've seen him a million times. I just never knew his name. I think now he's just doing, like, college college and pro broadcasting. Yeah. But he's not on ESPN anymore. So that's why you haven't seen him as of late. I also feel like also I've probably read his name more than I've heard it. Well, I feel like also when he was in the era when he was on ESPN, I don't think I think you were on the road so much you probably weren't watching a lot of. Oh no, dude! I bet like the past couple years have been the first you've gotten to really watch football. Like yeah, no, when I worked in restaurants and bars for all those years in college, like I had to really like manipulate to get to watch games. But now I feel like both of you are in the first time of our life where we can both watch football and enjoy it and not have to do shit and travel every goddamn week. Yeah, and even dude, even before I was on the road, though, like, I was at the Comedy Catch every th- Thursday night. JJ's Bohemia. Th- th- yeah, and Thursday night I'm at the Comedy Catch, so I'm missing the Thursday night game. Saturday I'm there, so I'm missing all the college night games. And by the way, on Saturday, usually I was going over my set and trying to, like, because I was really, like, on the grind and shit. Sunday I'm at the Comedy Catch. And back then, like, I... And, I mean, this is 100% why I have succeeded. But, like, I would, I would well, every, well, a lot, and Trey making it. But, like, the reason that I've continued to succeed. I was going to say Amber. But oh, right. <clears throat> but, like, I always viewed, basically, I have to be working on stand-up at all times. Everything has to be in the pursuit of stand-up. And watching football d- serves me none. Like I, w- I could I could make the argument for like watching television serves me because I want to work in television, but watching football does not serve me. It so like, used to not. It, it, it used to not. But like I was like that. So like I just kind of was like, listen, I'll watch the Georgia game, and like if I'm you know whatever the fuck. But like I just kind of abandoned <clears> football <throat> for a long time, and then the road <clears> happened, <throat> and like now I'm finally at a place where it's like, you, why are you depriving yourself <clears> of something that you fucking love? Yeah. 
Like you're supposed to take a break from shit. It, like therapy made me watch want to watch football again because yeah. like you can do it. You can take time enjoy off. It. Like enjoy your shit, and that's why this season has ruled for me. You just got to enjoy it. And I know earlier you were talking about statistically this season has sucked, but like two weeks ago I heard a stat. They said through like eight weeks or nine weeks, whatever week it was, it had been the most in history one possession games. Like right. the most times in history that through eight or nine weeks, X amount of games were so close they were like one one score games. Yeah, but a lot of them were like fucking, you know, fourteen to seven. Yeah. But like because because you're you're hundred percent. Yeah, right. there was a lot of slop early. Yeah, that's what we, I'm saying. We had like, a lot of early slop. Yeah, because there were competitive slop. Through I'm, week five, scoring was down like thirty three percent from like all the other years. Competition parity was up. So yeah, like, right. I always prefer competition over huge scoring. Huge. Like I love it if I have both. Great, but like I'd rather every game be. 21 to 17 and have a bunch of 44 to 10 games. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, me too for sure. But obviously the ideal is the Jags game where total points scored is like 78. No, it's 28-27. The Jags game? Yeah, 28-27. What game am I thinking of? 38. You're thinking of the Packers game that scored that many. Packers Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they scored a lot. Uh, no, the Jags game ended 28-27. There was another game that was like 40 to 30 something. I can't remember who it was. They scored a bunch yesterday. I know the Eagles scored a shitload last. Maybe night. it was just the Packers game that I'm thinking about. Was it with the Packers? Was it like forty to thirty something? Packers ended up being like forty to thirty four. Yeah, it was that one where I was like, "God damn!" Like that. Imagine the, scoring the, 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 the over, the over like doubled. You know <clears> what I mean? Yeah. And that was the one at halftime. It was twenty to twenty. Yeah, so right. The, the first half over under. If you had, if it was under forty, like. But yeah, That's Aaron Rodgers. The thing though about watching the game on Sunday, and I could be totally wrong on this and just biased, and I'm I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers, and you know what? I get tired of shit. Sometimes I get tired of fried chicken, so I get tired of Aaron Rodgers. Every now and then, yeah. I get tired of Tom Brady. Sometimes I just want new shit in the league. I want new quarterbacks. But Jordan Love came in, and dude, he looked like. And they've talking about it before the game. Lafleur was saying how this year Love had actually mastered the offense. You know, before he was like a rookie, kind of learning stuff, and this year he really mastered it. <clears throat> but when he came in off the bench, he made all good reads. He made all almost all perfect throws. He ran it when he needed to. He's super fast. He's athletic. I, I'm excited to see him play. No, I mean, fuck Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Najee! Well, and so I'm with you on the fuck Aaron Rodgers train, but for some reason, even though I don't really like Aaron Rodgers, I, you know, I don't like the Packers or whatever, because Aaron Rodgers represents like an era that is very important to me, like the Brady Rodgers yeah. era. When I, I'm so glad that Aaron Rodgers has been watched this season, but when you see that glimmer come back for one of the old dudes, it can't help but excite you. You know what I mean? When you mm. see, when you like, I don't want Aaron Rodgers. I'm they lost the fucking game, so yeah. it's perfect. You got to see Aaron Rodgers be Aaron Rodgers for a minute, and that's kind of like, ooh, it's it's fun to see somebody from the old crop still got it, but then they ultimately lose. Like, I can't help but just be, you know. And yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I feel that way with Brady, but like he just ain't. I, I just I, the, what, are, I, what are the what are the what are like I think fatigue? You know? No, I no no no. I'm with Dude, you. I'm tired of no, Justin Herbert, and he's no, only like year three no, or no, four. No, I, I'm I'm trying to agree with you here in that like I I want Aaron Rodgers to be done, but. 
every when you see a flash, it's like, oh, that's that's kind of cool to see a flash. But I hate him so bad that the flashes just make me, you know, yeah. sad. Like I don't want to see him succeed. He got a haircut last night. He looked better. I didn't like. Oh yeah, because he's yeah. I want him to look like for the him. biggest piece of shit. Is this so, Arby's? No, it's the new mozzarella uh, from McDonald's. Burger King. Oh, Burger King. Boy, yeah, they're, they're going to need to do something because you talk about washed. Burger King is washed. Buddy. They've always just lived under the radar. That's what they do is everywhere else is busy drive through and you just go to Burger King. Yeah, but they, they but, but but used to when that would happen you would go oh, other wow. places. I should have I should go to Burger King more and then you forget, but now when you go to Burger King you're like, Ugh, I know why they don't hit. Oh cool, they now, chicken nuggets shaped like a crown. Yeah. Right. Now granted it's been a hot minute since I've been to Burger <laughs> King because I don't eat fast food anymore, so when I do, it's not going to be Burger King. No, they it's going to be one of the good ones. Yeah, right. They, they should give me Chick-fil-A or Wendy's. Like, they may have stepped their game Arby's. up. I don't fucking know. But uh, I, I wanted to ask you this because we were talking about the old crop. Because I don't actually know. Because, you know, you see these some some teams where it's like, oh, they're, they're, their record is this. But, like, the quarterback's actually performing. It's just that the defense is shitty and blah, blah, blah. What are, what's Brady's, like, actual QB rating right now? Well, oh yeah, you could look it up. I but can like, look it up. Top of your head is 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 like he he's not the problem, right? He's part of the he's problem. Part, part yeah, of the he's problem. not throwing very accurate balls this yeah. year. Um, they're not. I don't know. Fuck, they're not in sync like they have been before. Yeah, <clears> like he's just. The well, they, no, they dropped a, they've dropped a lot of balls, but like they just like yesterday they lost in overtime. You ever see Brady lose no, in overtime? Never. They lost to a not Never. good team in overtime. Yeah, I was about to say if Brady's ever in overtime, it's not to a not good team. I can tell you that much. I mean, he lost to the Browns in overtime. If that doesn't tell you that things are going the other way, I know. My God, it was hard to watch. I mean, do you think so? Do you think that Brady looks at this and goes, "Okay, I'm done," and leaves, or if he doubles down, going, "I can't let this be my last season." Let's see. Right now, Tom Brady's overall QBR. You want to guess? Uh, do you want to guess where he's ranked out of the like all yeah. the quarterbacks? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, out yeah. of say what? There's 32, 32 starters, so there's probably what 36 guys that qualify. Cause yeah. Some teams have had one or two guys, yeah. but so out of all the say 35 quarterbacks that you know of their names that have played football this year, guess where Brady's at? I would say. 12. 18. Really? <clears throat> you know, that actually, like, <laughs> that that goes back to something that I said on a previous pigskin picnic, is that, like, we're all so used to the standard of Tom Brady that he has to be number one, that we still fail to realize that, like, he still is, though, one of the best 32 in the whole world that does it. Oh, dude, And, like, being incredible. 18th is, like, if he was 32, it would be like, get the fuck out of here. But, like, that, that's that's depressing. So his overall QBR is 53.7, mm. which is almost average. Like, 50 is average. Yeah, right. And 100 is, like, perfect. Um, but here's the weirdest part, and this kind of goes into, like, explaining how, you know, I said he's just, it's not clicking, it's just not consistent. Like, he's not... If you just look at the numbers, it doesn't look bad. Because like, he's, he's not got, throwing a lot of picks. Well, he's got 14 touchdowns and only two picks. So you Really? Think, well, that's great. You would think that's great. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not like Josh Allen's throwing like eight picks. But, like, his completion percentage is down. He's right. not hitting on big plays. Like, he's just uh, – uh, the, the QBR now measures, like, your overall um, contribution to scoring and success of winning on each play. And so that basically just means what he's doing is not – he's only doing an average job right now of contributing to his team winning. Yeah. And they just lost an overtime to the Browns, and he had a chance. It's not like 
You know, in, like in overtime, sometimes the team gets the ball and they score and it's sudden death. And it's yeah, over. right. Brady got the ball. Yeah, right, and didn't win. Lost to Jacoby. Did hey, you see I, that? I saw that. By the way, but, that Bra- I, but, okay, so in that game, though, I will defend Tom Brady a little bit in that. I know you will. It, in that, he actually threw some really good passes on that drive, and they managed the clock like a bunch of fucking idiots. Like they're on, like they they didn't call. Well, he's a time. the quarterback. No, I know, I know, I know. He's the quarterback. Man. I know, and that's what I was. I think I was texting you or something. I was like, okay, Brady's always been the one that because I want to blame this on. Uh, no, I want to I want to blame it on Byron Leftwich. No, no, their head coach is a defensive guy, right? Todd Bowles, a defensive guy. Right. Leftwich is Brady's assistant. Let's not. Right. Brady is a legend. Leftwich right. is there, but Brady calls the shots. Yeah, right. All. That, well, then that was just a weird decision. Brady, by remember Tom last Brady. year when Brady did that? He thought it was third down yeah. and like messed up and turned the ball over. Like he's done this several times where he forgets what's going on. He's clearly distracted by some shit. But like they lost to the Browns in overtime yesterday, right? And he had the ball, and they he managed. He did have two oh, touchdowns. Like that's the and, thing. By the way, he has more than double. The touchdowns that Russ has. Where's Russ on that list? Ooh, ooh. Let's let's look up and see. Because I'm gonna guess 24. <clears throat> you think is, he's that high? Oh, actually, you're actually I'm you're right. 30. I'm gonna say 30. Ah, oh, fuck. I should have guessed different. Ha! 30. 30. That is so crazy. QBR is 32.3. Oh my god, I love it. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, worm. Oh, Matt Ryan scrambling. Oh, he hit the mascot. This game is pure slot, by the way. It's what you want on a Monday night. <laughs> it's exactly a Saturday on a Monday, yeah, baby. Sat- you know those Jeff Saturday teams, baby. They're fourth quarter teams. <laughs> They're fourth quarter teams. Thirtieth out of thirty-two starters, oh, Russell. I got thirty, it. however many. That's fucking phenomenal, dude. What? A- Oh I've, I've never seen anything like what's happening with No Russ. one's ever dropped off so quickly uh-uh. like that. Because, again, Brady's dropped off, but he's 50 years old. So you're like, okay. But he's, it's been a, a decline. Been it's been a steady decline. Steadily producing, yeah. producing. And, and again. This year, it's just a little bit. Well, and, again, he's, he's 14 still, touchdowns, two picks. That's, right, right. And, just, and, and and 17 quarterbacks away from Russ. He's not turning the ball over. His, he's getting sacked a lot, and they are not consistently maintaining drives. Yeah. But, like, he's still scoring some points, not turning the ball over yeah. with interceptions. But, yeah. Russ is thirtieth. If he was any, if he was anybody other than Tom Brady, everybody would look at that and go, "It's not the quarterback's fault." Hey, so Russ's backup, you know, Brett Rippin. No, (laughs) no, I don't Uh, know him. Russ's backup, Brett Rippin. His QBR is three points higher than Russ's. It's thirty six point three. That's great. Is that four points higher? Who's okay? So yeah, four points higher. Read me the fucking. Do you have the all the list there in front of you? Because I kind of want to hear like how everybody stacks up. Yes. All right, uh, two guess. is number one, right? You are correct. Yep. T- top two are easy. Two, two and, Mahomes. And, and Mahomes, right. And okay. then number let me, three. Let me find a, okay, guess where Geno's at. Number three. Nope. Close number up. five. Yep. And number four is Josh Allen? No, it can't be because he's got too many picks. Although they don't measure it. Like, is it Josh Allen? Which is, it's so weird because I consider Josh Allen and Mahomes like the two elite, but really... Gino's better right now. What the fuck? Listen, this is the weirdest drop off here. Gee, okay. So your top five, you got Tua, you've got Patrick Mahomes, you got Josh Allen. Even with his picks lately, he's, he's still three. He's still three, right? Well, he's still three because 
the QBR, like I was telling you about, their overall contribution right. to the offense. He does so much with his legs. and Right. Makes <clears throat> sense. <clears throat> so, on that same note, Jalen Hurts is number four. Yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. Geno's five. Dak is six. All right, so that's a solid, yeah. like, top six. Yeah, of course. Here's number six. Those are, and by the way, those are your, like, if I had to pick a top six to win the Super Bowl, it would be those six. Those are your guys. But here's how, you know, we talked about there's only a few people in the world that Better can do great. this really yeah. Let's go through seven, seven, eight, nine is Jacoby Brissett. Oh, my God. Derek Carr. And Justin Herbert are seven, wow. eight, nine. Uh, 11, 10 is Lamar. So. Derek Carr makes sense to me because no Raiders loss has been his fault this year. Like he's actually yeah, played, just been so bad. He's played pretty good. It's just that he has a really shit supporting cast. In my opinion, go ahead. It, Jared Goff at eleven. My God in heaven. Daniel Jones twelve. Mariota's at fourteen. But Burrow's thirteen. Mariota's right behind him at fourteen. That's crazy. Dude. Burrow and Mariota are point one point difference on QBR for the year. Joe Burrow, Marcus Mariota, dude, same QBR. I know that it's easy to say because, like, well, yeah, they're both in Giants uniforms, but like sometimes when I when I look up to watch the Giants game and I see Daniel Jones, I think that I, I think that they're showing a replay of an Eli fucking game because like he looks like him he throws like Same him build, like, but then when he does yeah. something athletic it's like it's what like, the fuck it's like, yeah, yeah right like, holy, like, I still even years and years Eli's been retired long enough yeah to I still think it's think him that, but I'm still like oh god it's it, but he's just he's got okay that so that's not just me no no because he's, he's like just, he's like Eli 2.0 yeah he just moves fast yeah right and can't throw as well but yeah uh, like they're right. almost identical I don't think we need to go through the whole list but I I do want to get I don't want okay. to it's got to fill a four hour show so you uh, alright let's keep going then let's guess where so you already guessed where Brady was at uh, guess where Aaron Rodgers is at uh, now this is 32 here they've got, oh okay so they've got it just 32 this is the top 32 well, he's, where's Aaron Rodgers well, he's, play, he's worse than Brady Brady, so he's fucking. Uh, Brady was seventeen. Brady was eighteen. Brady was eighteen. Then I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers is twenty-four. Twenty-seven. Oh fuck! I gave him too much credit, dude. Aaron is only ten ahead of uh, Russell Wilson. But God guess who is dead last at a thirty-two? Thirty-two starting quarterbacks that qualify. Sam Darnold. No, no, no. He no. doesn't qualify yet. Yeah, right, right. Take it back. Take it back. Uh, Think about it for a second. Oh, 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 hey. oh, oh. Think, well, no, dude, no. you're very close, but that is no big one. No, that no. guy's one off. Oh, really? He's the second worst. Yeah, big he's neck the boy. Worst. Neck man. Is what's what's his name again? Uh, Davis Mills. Davis General Mills. General Mills. General Mills. Oh God! Well, if he's second worst, then okay. He kind of looks like a spoon, doesn't he? He's like his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's perfect because his name's General Mills, like cereal. He's the spoon. All right. right. Who's the guy behind the spoon? The man behind the spoon. Man, this is fucking difficult. Last place out of all... Think about it, though. I'll give you a hint. He sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely can't... I can't think. Because if... If he's... I I don't know anybody worse than Mills. He's way bigger name than Mills. Andy Dalton? Way bigger name. Think commercials. Oh, Stafford? Think bigger. Uh, think think bigger. fame and commercials and number one draft pick. Oh, uh, wait. Baker! Baker. Baker. I forgot that he counts. Dude, okay. Baker's okay. been starting for them. I know, but they flip back and forth. You're right. I just 
he wasn't even on my radar okay, okay. because of all the drama and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. No, that no, makes you're, sense. Because you know why? It's because Sam Darnold played this past week yeah. and I fucked. Yeah, dude. Okay, right. That makes total sense. So okay, I'm not well, as that, big of an idiot. I mean, I am an idiot, but you got to know where my head was at. I no, forgot no, that I, Baker. He counted. hasn't started the whole season, but he yeah, has. Right. He has accumulated a total QBR of 17. Oh, how many touchdowns per interception? Six touchdowns uh, with six picks. Same amount as Russ, baby. Yeah. Hey, he's got six strikeouts, six walks, six hits, batsmen, six runs allowed. Listen, I'm still taking him over Russ because he's you know he's putting more Dude. butts in seats. How many games has he started this year? Seven games. Seven games, six touchdowns, six picks, 19 sacks. He's got more touchdowns than Russ, and Russ has had 12 games. Damn, I guess he's got a, a hell of a lot of rushing yards, though, for seven games, 52 yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that is absolutely Wait, pitiful. Dude, j- he's got five fumbles in seven games as well. Oh, holy shit. Lost that's, way worse, that's way worse than uh, interceptions. Yeah. He, yeah, he's lost three fumbles. Because like something, because every now and then an interception can be a result of a defensive player being amazing. A fumble is you being now, a dipshit. Granted, this is not all his fault, but Sam Darnold and PJ Walker have both done significantly better than he has in the same exact offense. Right. He's got seven games, six touchdowns, six picks, nineteen sacks, five fumbles. Was Darnold, Darnold was the guy, and then Baker came, right? Darnold, they got Darnold. Like, yeah, then, he was yeah. their guy. And then Baker, and then they were like, "Wait, we can get Baker?" Yeah, right. We got to. <clears throat> Matt Rule's like, "We can get Baker now." <laughs> <clears throat> if we get two quarterbacks, that's like, God damn! And then they lost Christian McCaffrey. What a fucking dagger to the franchise. Dude, being a Panthers fan has to suck. Bring back Caruth. I can't wait to see the 49ers in the Super Bowl this year, though. They got the Yak Brothers. They're they're going. It'll be it'll be 49ers Chiefs again, so won't it? Rex was calling them yesterday, the Yak Boys or the Yak Brothers, because they all all, all they do is the Yaksters. I get my Gatorades. Yeah, it's it's gonna be the fucking 49ers and the Chiefs again, and I'm gonna hate it every second of it. There's actually a like a. There was some study done that, like, the Chiefs and 49ers was the most aesthetically displeasing two teams that could play <laughs> because, like, it, because of the contrast of it's just reds. The colors. You know what I mean? Like, that don't really hit for people. Like, you want, like, a strong contrast. Like, you know, Rams, Bengals, that's good shit. That's, you know, yellow, blue, orange, black like, shit. Like, I hate watching Mississippi State play uh, Texas, Texas a and Yeah. They're the same no, guy. No like, get out of here. Get out of here. No good. It's like, if those two teams make it, then... The 49ers should be forced to do their color rush gold jerseys or some shit at least. Yeah, I like those. They should be mandated to do those color rush jerseys more. Why not? They're great. They're awesome. The fucking Titans color rush is so fucking fire in my opinion. You know, dude, like, maybe this is just because I'm a Titans fan, but like, I think the Titans uniforms... Are fire. They're sweet. I know, but they're rate like they did like some preseason like fan rating thing, and like the Titans got like they were number twentieth on the list or some shit like that. Like I don't understand. Like I think they're fire. They're so fresh, and I like it too because they're one of the few teams that when they wear the the two different blues, like the yeah. light blue pants and the dark blue top. Yeah, it looks great it looks, either way. It looks just as good as when they do the full blue on blue, like yeah. the same color blue. And that's rare because usually they look better one or the other. Yeah, I'm I'm probably the rare person that actually I I prefer them in all 
navy. I think that's me, yeah. but I do love the light blue. The all light blue is fucking I think badass the all, too. Yeah, the all light blue might be my favorite one. But I the, would, uh, the you know what uh, another Tennessee uniform that I like and a charcoal course, gray. The it's, charcoal it's gray Tennessee vault. It's amazing. If I that, hate everything about them, but, but that's the that only uniform, way to make that orange look yeah, good. It looks no, so they're cool fire. With that, I, that smoke gray or whatever they call. They're it. absolutely fire. Now Georgia did that one year, kind of, and I hated it. I hated every second about it. It's not for us, it, right? Exactly. And I bet you a lot of Tennessee people hate the smoke gray because all right, no, we're the orange and but white. But if ours look great, I would like it. Yeah, know, right. But, stupid. Yeah, they look so dumb. But dude. I, Ours I've looks said, like something from uh, what's the movie? Any given Sunday. Yes, it like looks like a fake football fake team. Fake NFL. Or when you're or on Madden, they would have like the, the creative stu- team, yeah, the, the Tiburon team, yeah, and all yeah, 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 the, 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 the land sharks, the EA EA sharks. sharks yeah. yeah, it looks like that. <laughs> they were garbage, but like, but also to me, it's like Georgia uniforms <laughs> look so fire, and Tennessee's I fucking hate, but like. Every time they bring out that charcoal gray, I'm like, oh my god, do I like the Vols right now? These are amazing. I do wish Georgia would just do a less complicated... Like, they did that one thing where it was so, like, cartoonishly stupid looking that they never veered They're again. They're trying anything. Yeah. So it's, like, it's tried and true. we got to stay with it. But, like, we could make it look a little bit different and better. Oh, remember a few years ago when they came out with the, the dog collar yeah. around the neck? It was, it was so like, stupid. Oh, my God. Why? We always do cartoony shit. Right. Why can't we just, like... Change the co- the thicker numbers or something. Yeah. Like change the outline shadowing. Like where where uh, well I know red pants and red I, jersey. I was gonna say like people are gonna get upset black if you black, su- red red. if you suggest getting away from the silver britches are getting mad. But like George a Georgia color rush like red on red with a fuck. Hey, hold on now. Now this might be too much. Red on red jerseys with a black helmet. Black helmet. I think that would be fucking flames. Or but just. Or just what, do what a black the, helmet. But what was the cartoon uh, helmet in 2011 against Boise that we did? Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, but it was... Okay, I'm talking about just exactly how our helmet is, but except just, for black. Yeah. They did something... No, no, cra- they, they, were, they, they were silver with like a red yeah, uh, yeah, it was, lightning it's thing. It's like you, a Power Ranger shit. <laughs> yeah, like you said, we go... Like. like I'm talking about the same scheme. Don't change just any make of the shit. Black just make it black. Just yeah. make it black. Instead of red, I mean. Yeah. I think that would be fucking great. All with red, black red. black helmet with the red G, it'd be yeah. fucking great. So or, just literally just reverse it, dude. What about a white on white with the uh, a red helmet would look pretty good. That too. would look great. White on white with a red helmet. Everybody's got to wear red Under Armour. Yeah, 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 right. No, I think that'd be wonderful. I like. I am partial to the silver britches because like that's just that's such a thing for us. But like, I have a feeling it's racist. Yeah, probably. Silver, Silver Bridges, like, there's no, something racist about something it. Something about it. Almost everything about UGA's intern. Dude, I'm not making fun of them. I went to school there. I'm a big fan. They're racist. They started in 1785 in yeah. Georgia. Yeah. There's a lot of racist shit that went in there. I assume Silver Bridges was something bad. It sounds kind of bad. Of, of course, dude. I think that, like, Georgia, Alabama, and Ole Miss have to be the, the top. They're they're one seeds in terms of like not every obviously not everybody that went to Georgia's a racist. Everybody knows that like college students are historically liberal people, but no, Paul's oh, not. Oh, that's true. Paul, no, like, I'm saying Paul's not racist. Not li- Georgia's a different type of racist than Alabama. Alabama is the buck tooth camo hat. Get them out of the pool. Georgia, Georgia is the old South kind. Now listen here, I don't. Uh, I just don't listen. I think they should have. 
have the house and all that, but just, just down the street come into the dumpster. Come into the back door of the bank. You know what I mean? That's a, it's a different and and Ole Miss has a really good crossover of those two races. It's a stab you in the back and then clean it off and then yeah. give it to your wife yeah. and say, "Here's your knife." Yeah, it's old South. Drive you to the hospital, have, or have your man drive him to the hospital. I'll have my fellow drive your fellow to the hospital. By the way, speaking of, because I, I never got around to this, but uh, much like I'm, I was rooting for and have been rewarded by Russ having a terrible season. Next year, my Russ is Hugh Freeze having a comically oh, horrible boy. season at Auburn. Like one or two I, wins. I Auburn. can't wait. Like oh. get, just getting absolutely blown the fuck out by like. Missouri or some shit. Yeah, but you're going to eat. They don't play Missouri, I guess. Imagine the crow you'll eat, though, if he comes oh, out next year. And, championship. No, so, 0 and 12, but like 80 salvation. Yeah. <laughs> His whole team's born again, baptized. They don't win a game. But that would be impressive have, coming from Hugh. From Hugh Freeze. Yeah, from Hugh Freeze. It was the reason it was I can't remember so the, I know the escort I know that the escort thing happened. Do you think Hugh Freeze is scared of burning hell? No. You can't burn hell the Freeze. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You can't burn the will, and if was when he was fired from Ole Miss, were they also not hitting, or was he? Were they doing decent? No, no, they were doing all the bad recruiting shit, which right, is why when they right. had like, um, and then it was the escort stuff, and it was just like compounded. When, when they, remember, they had that awesome defense. They beat Alabama, and they had all, like Robert Kimdiche and yeah, all these yeah, like yeah. NFL prospects on defense, and everybody's like. How is Ole Miss getting all these crazy five-star prospects on their defense? And yeah. Oh, turns out Hugh Freeze just giving all a bunch of money and pizza. Yeah. By the way, <clears throat> am I wrong that Bo Nix has been playing for seven years? Twelve. And his, he took he he backed up his dad when his dad was at Auburn his first, his first year, and uh, now his dad's fifty-two. No, Bo Nix was at Auburn as a you know he started at Auburn as a freshman, and I thought he's going to be dangerous in a few years. Behind the wheel, because you know Auburn quarterbacks traditionally right. are. So are Texas. And do you know Dak got a DUI in college? No, you think but, of Dak that, as no, somebody he, that would. Yeah, he seems dr- like a very oh oh squiggly. Uh, okay, hey, you mean so did JJ Reddick? Yeah, I, I knew that. Everybody, me and you, love to make up uh, uh, rule changes for sports that we think would make it hit harder. Here's the one I'm proposing. Uh, College students get more than four years of eligibility because, like, we're with the transfer portal and all this stuff, we're already making a little bit more like NFL. As long as they actually stay in school and keep studying stuff, and a college player should. And now they're getting NIL. Like, no, why the they, fuck? Why do they? they have to study? That's right. If but NIL now. Seven years of eligibility. No, why not forever? Forever. Why not forever? That's true. And like, we just make it forever. Whenever like Matt Leinart would still be at USC, yeah, of dude. course. Matt Leinart would have never left. Uh-uh. He didn't want to leave. They made him leave. Uh-uh. He got the Heisman his junior year, won the national championship. And they're like, "All right, you can go, you'll be a first round draft pick." He's like, "Can I come back to USC? Is that is that allowed?" And they're like, "There's n- literally no reason for you to." Yeah, he's like, "I kind of want to knock up a basketball player. Is that can I do that?" There if should I come be back? some rule where like one player from each class gets to stay as long. Like, only one can do it. But, like, they get to stay as long as they want. But the four-year eligibility rule, that seems like another form of control. Like, you only have this... Because now that there's NIL, so we're admitting, okay, you can make this financial benefit as long as you are helping our school's program benefit. But if Stetson Bennett could play at Georgia for 12 years... Awesome. Okay, so... But he might not ever make it in the NFL. Let's just say he can't. 
Yeah. Just for argument's sake. He can be the best college quarterback. He is going to be punished by no longer having a career playing football because he's not good enough to play in the NFL. Right. right. Big enough or whatever. That ain't fair. If he could stay at Georgia, they could win it all for, you know, in the next seven out of the next ten I'm years. I'm for it. But then everybody else could too. And then you've got the, who's the best coach at that point? Ah! Oh. Oh. Damn, that was George Pickens. Georgia George. Of course, then you're going to have, like, kids coming out of high school who, like, they Georgia can't recruit quarterbacks anymore because Stetson's just going to come back. Yeah, but th- that's something these coaches then have to navigate. Like, okay, how do you, can can he get his quarterback to come back for a ninth year? Ninth year, yeah. He's yeah, already yeah. won three Heismans. Yeah, can he yeah. get him to come back for one more year? And then, dude, Pickens has the thing, and this is what I look at first in receivers, and I think I started this with Calvin Johnson. Um Receivers with gigantic head bones. Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw Calvin Johnson at this football camp when I was in Chris high school. Carter. Huge head huge bones. Shannon Sharp's head bones. Head bones are, are so huge. big. They're so and they're like, big. if you saw them in person and you took their hat and put on your head, yeah. it would be your whole body. Tarp. Yeah. But they have... It's not just that their head, but like the their bones of their head yeah. stick out. So it's out, not it's know. not fat. Like Booger's head is Booger's fat. Head's fat. Yeah, it's fat. But this is bone. It's just head bone. Yeah. But the like Calvin Johnson's head bones. That was the first thing me and Paget noticed when we were uh, at football camp at Georgia Tech. We were like freshmen or sophomores, and Calvin was like a junior or senior. He was like one of the recruits. We were just there because, like, our coach signed us up to go to camp. Yeah, right. Some of the people were there because they were, like, were getting recruited How to Georgia Tech. How the fuck did Georgia Tech get him? Uh, because back then they didn't run the option. Oh, right. That was right before they yeah. started running the option. And they had Reggie Ball. and they Yeah, they I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, they, they ran a pro-style offense back then. They weren't that bad. But um, I think also he was from Atlanta. His parents were both. Well, um, that checks out. This <clears> seems like a big missed opportunity for the dogs. He would have won four Heisman. <laughs> yeah, of course he would have. Played with David Green and yeah, the Shockley, dude. But it's okay because it's fine. He went to Georgia Tech. But uh, anyways, at this camp, uh, uh, David Pollock was there. He was getting recruited as a fullback, by the way, for, from Georgia Tech. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but the first thing that we saw Calvin Johnson. In, it's crazy to be that good. We were like, dude, his forehead bones are just <laughs> like and his, of course his hands and yeah, his legs right. and like yeah, his knee like the yeah. girth of his knee the circumference of his patella yeah. Yeah. was crazy but the number one his jaw and his head his temples and his forehead they're just huge and then yeah. the muscles were, were still smaller than they are but now but muscles you can do something about you're yeah. born with that head Dude, if you have gigantic head bones yeah. you can grow big ass muscles yeah, right. all down matter that of branch. fact you have to yeah. in order to look normal yeah to look normal and that's, that's why what, da- that's why David Pollock looks weird now because well, he's got big head bones Calvin but Johnson skinny. in his prime he was like what 6'5 240 yeah unit and like you don't see that big, that fast, body fat, that like, much body control and finesse, and like he just had a dude, perfect body, but his all from his head bones. Wasted, <coughs> wasted away at Georgia Tech. Wasted away for the Lions. Buddy, the most wasted. He could have won four Heisman's at Georgia, Super Bowls, ten more Heisman's. Ima- in the pros. Imagine, like, well, the thing is, is that Matt Ryan's running. Matt Ryan is running for the first oh, down, baby. Hey, you know what? Hey. He's not sliding anymore because he's like, fuck it, I'm here. He doesn't care. Saturday, if I get injured, look, clause in my contract, I get $14 million. Saturday said, Matt, I know your whole life coach has been telling you to slide, but you're a running QB now. Yeah. We're going to block for you, just run it. I know that like Tom Brady and Belichick's literal whole thing was like, they don't need uh, Randy Moss or they don't need any of these types of people, but like, Imagine if Calvin Johnson had been on the Patriots or the fucking Packers. 
Like it, it like how the fuck? Like it's, I, it blows my mind that there, these philosophies that we don't need this. We don't, you're so focused on what you're proud of yourself for not needing that you in like you, basically you're making all your employees' jobs harder right. just to say, look at us. We don't need yeah. this. Hey, you want it to be? If you want to be the best, show that you can do it with Wes Welker and a bunch of little garden gnomes. Yeah, out here right. It's really an arrogant way of going about it. But, dude, there's just so many teams aside from the Lions that the one piece they were missing was Calvin Johnson. And if they had that, I mean, really, like, he's a fucking, he, dude, because, like, there were a lot of, oh, buddy, he a lot just of games the Lions one, won just because of him, you know, like. It was just Stafford throwing Staff, it up Yeah, they had, they had those two. Yeah. But, like. They didn't have any other play. It was just Stafford and him, and you can only do so much with a receiver and a quarterback if you don't have a fucking line blocking for you. If you don't have, if you've got fucking Reggie Bush back there, I was gonna say. I remember shit. they got Reggie Bush, and everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, oh now the Lions like, got Reggie Bush. It's over." I was like, "What's over? Like, like they're gonna be four and 12. Yeah, like people don't get that. Like Reggie Bush's style in college, you just can't really like. You he can had moments in the NFL, and that's really of, of course. And he wasn't a bad player. It's no, just but, that, like, we were so, he was the greatest shit that we've ever seen. And when it didn't translate, yeah. he seemed like a complete letdown. Well, in the NFL, he almost had to have open space to do yeah, the right. shit that made him great. In college, you could give him the ball anywhere, anywhere and he yeah. could do that. In the pros, you had to get him with nobody around him. Right. And then he could, like, a punt return with nobody around, he could do that. But, like, you couldn't just hand him the ball off tackle and yeah, right. Reggie Bush. Was going to put his shoulder down and get four. Yeah, yards. of course. He was ten needles. So I'm just saying, like, if Megatron was on fucking any other team. Paul, we're back. Uh, we're back here. Robbie's doing another dab, and we're watching this fucking hey, swap fest. Narc. You fucking rat. Look at that shit. <laughs> that is so disproportionate. What is? They're fucking total offense. Steelers have 200. Oh, I didn't see that. I thought you were talking about my dad. No, no, no. Total offense, Steelers 280, Colts 60. <laughs> That's one of the most disproportionate Monday night games I've ever seen. It's not Monday night. It's Saturday. 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 Shit, I'm going to have to go to Sunday school in the morning, buddy. They're kicking a... a dude, it's not even halftime. What? I mean, of course it's not. I would have remembered halftime, but not Jesus, a what are they going game. for here? His career long's fifty-seven, so he's going for a sixty. Tell me. They don't want you to know. Say it. One and a half for this offense for Indianapolis. Wait, do the Colts not have the shoehorns on their fucking helmets right now? Why is Joe and Troy being so good? Holy shit! Right now. Oh, 59. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, timeout. Tomlin called a timeout. Damn it, I forgot my dab scooper. I'm going to have to use my hand like the Russians do. When I'm wrong, when I'm wrong, Oh, dude, I'm so glad that you just fucking said that. Because that reminds I was thinking the other day that I wanted to rewatch uh, Plebs. Which I just, by the way, uh, great shows. Yeah, I, I thought it was plebs the whole fucking time. I did too until you told me it was plebs, and since you're a Europhile, I trust. Yeah, no, it is. It's plebs, I promise. Oh, I, I don't doubt you. Whatever you tell me, Mr. I, that, that show is. I got drunk one night and, uh, and messaged, uh, uh, fucking 
what's his face in the show that hits so hard? Skylax? Stylax? No, I mean Stylax does hit. But Grumio? Grumio, yeah. No way. I drunk messaged Grumio on Twitter. Oh, I blocked it! <laughs> no. With a helmet! With a helmet, Robbie. You know how you say the ball slips? Yeah. Look, this is one of the most slips I've ever... I'm pretty sure that he kicked it into a man's head. Dude, that is Jeff Saturday wearing a uniform right now. Yeah, it is. Look at this. All right, got to see the replay. Sorry. Also, am I hot? No, they don't have the... Did you eat a gumball or something? No. I swear to you that they blocked this with their head. Hack. Louder milk, baby. Oh, oh never hand. mind. It was a hand. I biscuit thought it was hook. a head. A flying biscuit hook. All right, I need a scooper here. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Let's call him here in us here in just a second. Oh, now he's gonna know because I'm not editing this, and he's gonna we've preempted it. Well, you can edit a little bit. And oh wait, but he'll he won't know we're calling him when he's listening to it, right? Or you did you think when he's listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, you are high. I, I, I am, but I haven't eaten any weed. I'm like. I don't know if I'm like delirious or Wait, so you genuine. You just were like, we can't call Paul because he's listening and he'll know yeah, that we're going to call. That's him what I thought, and it won't be. A you surprise. know what? It, you know what it is. I'm in a calorie deficit, and uh, I haven't had any carbs today, and I worked out, so my brain's loopy. I'm blaming it on that. He'll know. Uh, he'll know. He'll know. How can he not? Ow. Paul, I'm going to pee, but I might forget to edit this part, so you might just want to skip forward sixty seconds. Okay, love you. Yeah, dude, I want, I'm so fucking stupid. It's the fastest three minutes. Uh-oh. Dude, Bur- come here, look at Berman. Oh, God. God, he looks like he's about to die. He's got big head bones. Let's turn it up so Paul can hear. Okay, so they're still selling Coke. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll see how fast this shit is. What can't they do? 12 touchdown in 11 games. They're having a better year than... Faster. It should be faster. This is the first time the fastest three minutes has started off, and I thought this should be faster. Look at that thing. Jags! Oh, I, I watched several little memes of that thing gyrating yesterday. <laughs> Oh, here we go, baby. Jags! Sock it to him. I, like, I thought that said suck it to us. Suck it to us. <laughs> did you see his fucking, him get scrambled around on his back? Yeah, but I think he uh, did that. He fell that way to keep, yeah, to keep to, from hurting right. the part that was going to hurt. It was unfortunate, too, because they pulled him because they were, like, up by so much. And it's like, well, maybe if you'd have left him in for a couple more drives, you wouldn't have had to bring him back out. Dude, so I've watched Mike White play two games for the Jets, and it's the only two games I have seen the Jets' offense not be slopped. I know. He's, one of them was like, like really good. was like a couple years ago, or like, I don't remember when it was, but dude, all right here. Yeah, now you can like, now you can watch. Oh, there it was. Idea, that was Njoku's catch. I texted you earlier. He was going to do that. Basically. Also, I wonder if he is he if he is he left-handed because if not, that was even more amazing. 
I don't. They don't tell which hand tight ends are. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that play. Damn! Did you see the play that I sent you of Jacoby Brissett lead blocking on a reverse? Yeah, yeah, oh my that was God. awesome. Dude, so my red zone cut off right here at this play, and it said switch over to your yeah, CBS. Yeah, yeah. And my local CBS had already because the, Trey it, had the, so Trey it had ended the, in like one play. Yeah, and so I missed the play, and Trey, I didn't know what happened. Trey had the game. same thing happen, and we were texting, and he goes, "Red zone just cut off the Raiders, and they wanted me to switch." He goes, "But I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of them knowing that I just watched us lose." And so that happened, and then. I fucking saw the replay or whatever, and I was texting. I was like, holy fucking shit, dude. And he was like, how how stupidly did we lose? And I was like, no, dude, y'all y'all, ran, y'all walk off, run, and touchdown. He's like, how is it that? We didn't even have the ball. And I was like, oh, it must have been a fumble recovery. And he's like, wait, did we just get – I was like, dude, 86 fucking yards. And he was like, well, it's it's best. Well, that's what I could, because there was like four minutes and 25 seconds left. So they must have just got – like, that's not enough time for a three plays and a punt. They must have gotten a turnover. Yeah, 86 yards. Yeah, Red Zone fucked me once again. Is is does every how there's like fifteen coaches that look like LaFleur now. That's what they're all going for, getting I was about to say, McVeigh was the prototype for that, and now he's the old guy. God he should have fucking left. You know how mad he is? Yeah, because he won like He'd already said, like, I might, probably will, because he's already got a fucking, you know, like a contract waiting on him like Brady. And then he's like, "Eh, I'll stick it out one more year. So he's probably going to end up leaving either this year or the next year. And he'll... Exactly. It's just, which, I mean, what the fuck ever. He still won a Super Bowl. You can't take it away from him. But, like, he would have looked like a fucking legend if he had been that young, won the Super Bowl, and just fucking quit. And then, and then, like, you know, come back like fucking uh, Gruden, like, ten years later. Come back and pick your spot. Yeah, exactly. And then if you suck, it's like, ah, eh, whatever, the game's passed him by. But you get, like, so much more leeway that way, too. Like, McCart- dude, you take one or two years and just do TV, make everybody remember the good parts about you and forget the bad parts. Exactly. And then every owner's like... Oh, this guy won. Oh, yeah. Can I have some of that dirt? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many do you want? Oh, uh, five or six dirts. How many should I have? You tell me. You're the you're the knowledge master uh, of this stuff. Do you take dirt frequently? I had some before I came. Oh, yeah. Then do five. I don't want you to... I, don't, I, I think six would be fine, but take five so that... Well, I do these kind of how uh, the berry boy does mushrooms. <laughs> I've had one mushroom. Now I've had two mushrooms. You're afraid of what life would be like for you. You're a marvel, marvel. My inspiration. Today, my goal is to shine a spotlight on you. And when they mention our legacy, I sure hope they don't only mention football. I hope they talk about raising awareness for sickle cell. But know that my job is never done. This is my blood. I don't think so. It's really weird. I just checked my text and Trey said, Hey, how many dirt capsules do you take? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes I feel like Trey and I are on a similar page. Y'all really are. Very different worlds, but not that far apart. I tell you what, 
You can have all the other rookie receivers. Give me that guy, or I'll be just fine. You imagine how good he's going. Oh, so good. Amazing potential. I don't have a headline to elaborate. Well, Susan, the Cleveland Browns added Deshaun Watson to their 53 man roster today. Wade, former Steelers quarterback Joshua Dobbs. Aaron Donald. Well, I bet with your uh, the main character syndrome. I would like to see the like what Trey and I what those characters are like in your life. in my sitcom yeah, in your, yeah, in your yeah. sitcom. It's really funny because it's like polar opposites, yet both my best friend at the same time. Like y'all could not be more different people in so many regards. I like Trey because Trey's fucking Trey, you know. He is. Why can't I type, man? Trey also has unfortunately seen me in some of my worst uh, behavior moments in public. He very much has. Doing my bad stuff. He's always been a good sport about it, at least to me. What's his buddy's name uh, that I was sat with at the last show? Thompson? No, the guy that came to your show in Knoxville at the theater, at the Tennessee Theater. Should have been Thompson. Was it Thompson? Skinny, skinny, good-looking, athletic motherfucker. Oh, Bryce. Bryce. Yeah, yeah producer, say, producer Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bryce. Yeah, Bryce. I like Bryce. He's a very Brycey person. Bryce and I hung out. We sat there together in the front row for that whole show. Yeah, he's the one that told me you were gone. Until I blacked out, and then, of course, yeah. I started escaping and climbing up the back hatches and stuff, which is, you know, what I do. He goes, he came backstage, and I knew that y'all were sitting together, and I go, where's Robbie? And he just put his hand on my shoulder and go, he's gone, man. He's gone. Yeah, just you'll see him tomorrow. Yeah, just let it go. And I did, with all intentions, I left to... Start making my way towards home, and little did I know, seven hours later, I'd be in the back of that in Benjamin 3000's van uh, in the other side of Knoxville. Oh, uh, god damn. Oh, call Paul. Oh, yeah. Where's the thing that you call with? A phone. All right, let me grab my phone and I'll call Paul. Paul, we're about to call you to tell you all the things you need to hear. We're going to pick up the phone, give it a ring, tell you some stuff, tell you some things. Oh, Robbie, he can't find his mother fucking phone. I'd love to call, won't work. I'd love to call uh, call you, but my phone is the thing that's making us be able to call Paul. I think it's just in my car. Hey, and sing Paul a song uh, that he can sing to his baby. Sing Paul a song. Okay, Robbie says, sing Paul a song that he can sing to his baby. All right, here we go. <clears throat> twinkle, twinkle, little star. Your daddy kind of owns a bar. He is a big piece of shit, uh, but he loves you and that is it. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. I jerk it to my wife's cesarean scar. It, what's the one about a bird? Mocking, mocking, but I got nothing, Paul. I wasted it on that little ditty about you jerking it to your uh, Robbie I came up with one you came up with a song yeah it was it was twinkle twinkle little star your daddy owns a bar uh, wait 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 alright you wanna start it over again 
No, I want him to hear it on this because I can't remember it. Okay. I already sang it to him. But, oh, okay. This. You already sang it? Yeah, he will be hearing it as we're talking. Let me turn hey, this shit off. What's up, Paul? Hey, what's up, buddy? You okay? Yeah, I'm good, man. You sound, you sound like you're crying under the stairs or something. <laughs> no, I just had to go outside so I wouldn't wake up the baby. Oh, the um, baby. Corey just sang a song for your baby, right? I was about to say, if it wakes up, you can just play this part of the podcast, and there's a nice little song that I wrote for you uh, that you can sing your child. Oh, my God. I'd love to hear that. Uh, Paul, Corey just had a, a little lapse in logic a second ago, <laughs> so we hit halftime of this shitty Monday night game, and I was like, hey, you want to call Paul? And Corey's like, well, yeah, but... We're recording, so like when he's he's gonna know that we're. Call- I want it to be a surprise, and he'll know because he's listening. And I was like, <laughs> "Wait, do you think, or do you think Paul's listening live right now, or something?" Like you realize he's not gonna hear this for like five more days, right? And Corey's like, "Oh, shit, yeah, call Paul." <laughs> like <laughs> for a moment there, he he was like, "This is a live show. Paul's listening. He'll know we're calling him." But I'm glad you knew, so you answered. Well, I saw it. I was, like, I was like, who the fuck is calling her right now? I was like, oh, let's try this Monday Night Football game. I'm not even really watching it. It's slop. Is it good? Yeah. yeah I didn't really feel like watching it, to be honest with you. It's like 17 to nothing. Fucking, uh, uh... How many yards did the Colts have? Like oh, yeah. 60? Yeah, Matt so Ryan's back, baby. The, ste- the At halftime, the total offense uh, for the Steelers was 280, and the total offense for the Colts was 60 yards. Wow, so yeah. the Colts are losing by 17? I think no, it's, it's 13 to nothing, I think. Oh, oh, even worse than I thought. It's only 13 to nothing. Yeah, it's sloppier than you had imagined. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. The Colts are blocking hard. They're not blocking <laughs> well, but they're blocking hard. <laughs> well, I mean, so, like, Corey's a Titans fan. I'm a Jaguars fan, so, like... We hate the Colts. What? Yeah, so I hate the Colts. Okay, yeah, I was, I was like, so the Colts losing is good for me. Yeah, y'all yes. both hate the Colts, and yeah, I don't give sure. a shit. I just love chaos, so I want Saturday to win every game so everybody blows their brain up. I also Oh, it's 16-3. to 3. Sorry, we're both yeah, off. We're, 16 yeah. to 3. Matt Ryan... Matt Ryan's 5 for 13, 36 yards, and a pick. I also don't really care for the Steelers, but I do like Mike Tomlin, so... You know, yeah, you gotta like Tom, and I like T.J. Watt. Too. Yeah, but I'm definitely pro Steelers over the Colts. That's for goddamn sure. Paul, we wanted to really 100%. just we wanted to talk to you after the yesterday is the most exciting regular season Jags game I think that's ever happened. Maybe of all time. am I all, at least since you've been down there, right? Uh, yeah. Ever since I've been down here, there's never been a game like that. I think like the Jags were. Zero and one hundred and eighty-four after like losing by more than seven points in the fourth quarter. So for them to come back and then to do the two-point conversion shit wow. was absolutely insane. Hey, would you like to hear a Jag stat that I just happen to know off the top of my head? Oh God, yes. <laughs> if if Derrick Henry played every single game the way that he plays the Jags statistically. <laughs> He would have 4,500 rushing yards a year. Jesus. Oh, we're getting a kickoff return for touchdown oh, as shit. we speak. Hey, oh. the Colts might not can get offense, but they oh. can get a kick return. Baby. Now let's watch Matt Ryan fuck it up from the 15. Who is this third-year piece of shit running a kickback? You know he's not Wait, worth so anything if he's running a kickback. Stat. So Derrick Henry 
he's from Yui, which is basically Jacksonville. Right. Does he hate Jacksonville, or is he just good at playing? No, it's just that y'all don't hit, and he hits. (laughs) Yeah, maybe Jacksonville's just always real shitty at uh, football and stopping good football people. (laughs) Well, I mean, the Jags, I mean, their defense isn't terrible, but maybe Derrick Henry plays better in Jacksonville because of one of those two reasons. Well, I mean, they're also, it's like, you know, it's a big Titans-Jags is like sort of a, a historic rivalry of two teams that fucking suck. And so, no one cares about besides us. Yeah, we're the only ones, so like I think it's just extra important for everybody in the franchise. I also yeah. think if you I think if you do grow up somewhere like Florida or somewhere that's a different way or even Denver, I think even if you're away from there for a while, like you you're more acclimated to playing right. in that heat than like so Derrick Henry's more acclimated to the Jaguars heat than maybe even a lot of the Jaguars players because he did it his whole life. They've been there for two years or six months. And you always want to show out. Yeah. Where you, you're yeah, from. Yeah, you want to show out from. Yeah, he's got 82 of his family there. Yeah. He's got the guy that makes his jeans live. What'd you say, Paul? Which the tickets are probably $12 a piece. <laughs> I think the Jags have the lowest price for a ticket this year. I think $26 will get you into a game. Really? How much is a beer? Oh, I don't know. I just whenever I go, I just drink double Jackson Coke. So how much is it? Twenty bucks, but well worth it. Yeah, double Jack and Coke at a football game for that's, twenty bucks. It's is, tw- damn, that's a great deal. Yeah, as I said, that's that's pretty good for. It's that's worth it. I, I don't get to go out very often to the game, so it's like if I'm going, I'm getting trashed. Well, I mean, I'm sure that that's only actually one shot of liquor in there. They're probably pouring it weak. It's yeah. I, they work, but it's uh, it's just the way to go. I wouldn't imagine a liquor tycoon like you paying for a lot of drinks at a Jags game. Hey, the Colts are about to score, by the way. They're down to the three-yard line. I love that Campbell gets down every fucking hey, time. Hey, Paris Campbell knows how to get to the fucking ground. Have, and you, have you seen that highlight of him getting to the ground all this year? Yeah, he's every he never gets hit. Yeah. And Matt Ryan loves never getting hit, and he, he loves receivers that don't get hit. Okay, Paul. All right, all right, Paul. We got a game now. This we do sixteen to ten. Well, maybe sixteen to nine because there's been a lot of missed extra points this week. Man. Not not in this game. There's been almost no extra points in this game. But I, I do hate cheering for the Steelers, but I really do hope it beat the Colts because I think that would be like Jags would be tied for the second in the division, which hasn't happened in years. Than actually winning more than two games a season. Outside looking in, baby. All right, you want to turn the volume back oh, just yeah, a hair, just a hair. Sorry, Paul, we're still talking to you, but uh, just in case they say something really dumb about Jeff Saturday, earlier he was out there when the center was like long snapping to Matt Ryan. Saturday was like out there with the center, like making sure he was like micromanaging the snaps of the center because, you know, he's a leader of men. I thought, I thought that about got blocked. Hey, hey real quick, who do y'all, how do you think the LSU Georgia game is going to go? I don't fucking care. Alabama's going to win the whole thing. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, you, you know, Georgia's going to beat them 35 to 12. Yeah, you know, like, I, I think that I, I, I've always been a pessimistic fan. Like, I go into every game thinking that we're going to lose, and I do the same thing in the, in the pros. Like, I feel like the only, like, optimistic fan – like, Alabama always thinks they're going to win. They're the only fan base that has that confidence. But I think – 
I think for the first time, I'm like, yeah, we're going to beat LSU by two touchdowns. All right, so I'm going to change my answer back to I don't fucking care, and here's why. <clears throat> so when when we won the national championship, if you remember, this was all the way in last year, uh, the SEC championship game, everybody's like, do you think Georgia has a chance? Do you think they have a chance? Or are they gonna? I was like, I don't fucking care. We've won these before. I have seen us win these before. We've won the SEC. We've lost the SEC. I don't care. Whether we win or lose, we're going to the playoffs, and that's what I want to win is the playoffs. So, like, I think we should sit all of our starters Saturday. I don't fucking care. Yeah, right. Dude, if LSU beats us 100 to nothing, we we're still, still in the playoffs right. no matter what. That's actually and a then, great point. Yeah, sit rest them. Yeah, right. I mean, definitely don't get any, don't overwork anybody. And fuck up everybody's fantasy college football playoff yeah. team this Is weekend. Is that a thing? Can no, you do I don't know. No, don't maybe either. with NIL you can now. Yeah, maybe. Paul, you got a fantasy college team? I don't even think that's a thing. They got bass fishing. I'm sure they've got There's some. There's no way that's a thing. Well, surely now with NIL, they're going to be able to do it. They should have to. How does that change things? Because they get money. Because used to you couldn't have their likeness on a thing. Like they couldn't put. I... What do you mean? How's that change? That's the only reason that you couldn't do stuff uh, like that. So it's kind of like NCAA. Yeah, yeah, it's right. like you can't have the video game because right because the players couldn't get the money, but they couldn't keep making it because they were going to get sued for a trillion money. Because they the were always like, "Well, we just don't put the names <clears throat> on the back yeah. of the jerseys." So yeah, Wait, it's just, so the, the players get paid by these fantasy leagues. No, oh, the like the pro players. No, there's just I'm saying there's so much money involved that the the league the fantasy leagues get money from the app from the networks that goes into the league. So like. The money from the fantasy is distributed into the players' money because it goes to the teams and, and the league. I had no idea that was a thing. And also, yes, a lot of the players, I'm sure, have their own little deals with stuff. All the, they can't bet and gamble they publicly. They can have fantasy football teams, though. They can have fantasy football teams. Austin Eckler has yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, and he's got and a deal with DraftKings. A lot of the time, aren't they like, they play better if they know they're going to help out their fantasy team? Yeah, yeah, of course. I heard Eckler talking you? about it. Wouldn't you? 100%. So don't you You're think... basically gambling. All right, so imagine right now you've got one kid... <laughs> and you're like in an alleyway. You're in an alleyway and, and somebody's like coming up with a knife to try to like, you know, hurt you or your kid. And you would like go to any lengths to stop them. Now imagine you had two kids. <laughs> How much harder you would run away to get out of there so he would take your kids... And you would no longer have to have them. I mean, if you put it like that, I'd, maybe I'll have three kids. Are I y'all going to have three? No, God, no. We're not insane. Yeah, I mean, I mean... We'll have two, maybe. I already know that I want to stop at one, but I think that Amber is like, eh, we got to have a pair. Are y'all going to do two? I mean, you know, obviously... I feel like... Just get a twin for the first one. Yeah, I mean, she says this now, but she hasn't had the first one yet. So, like, who huh. knows? But, like, her goal is like, yeah, we'll have two. You know? Dude, sell her on this, and I'll tell, I'll back it up that it's real. Um, just go ahead and have the first one say, look, let's give it two or three years. <laughs> and they're working on the technology now. But in a few years, if we like, you know, Corey Jr. Or what? Or do you know what you're naming him? Uh, Jansen Bain. Corey Jr. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If he's cool, like two, three, if he's cool and he's like talking the right kind of stuff that we want to hear, yeah, we'll make another one. He'll, we'll yeah, make right. him, a, get him a twin yeah, and then right. we'll have two. But like, let's not roll the dice again with another one because you might get the bad sperm this time. Yeah, I mean, that's true because like, 
a lot of people have piece of shit brothers and sisters, and they're good. Yeah, like Paul's brother's a nice guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking piece of shit. And back to, so, Corey should not name his son Corey Jr. I'm not. Because Corey's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, right. And, like, so I have a cousin who's, his name is Jonathan, and he named his son Jonathan Jr. Ooh, Jonathan's already, and, and he just got out of prison. He's been in prison for 10 years. Ooh. And it's like, why would you name Wait, is he the he one I'm at? already in prison while in prison no, named his son Jonathan Jr. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Because JJ rules. I, I already was like, you know, Amber was like, don't you want to have a boy so you can continue the family name? And I was just like, I think we've done enough with Forrester. And I definitely feel that way about Corey Forrester. Can we call him Bane? Yeah, it, he's going to go by Bane. Oh, fuck yeah, because yeah, I don't yeah. want to call him Jansen. No, no, no. And we, I, in fact, I won't. No, his name's going to be Jansen Bane, but he's going to go by Bane. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, or, I mean... Jansen. Don't even worry about it. The middle name's Bane, and that's what we're calling him. He yeah. broke Batman in half. It's her papa. Is, her, her mom's maiden name is Jansen, and my mom's maiden name is Bane, so Jansen Bane. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no. We're calling like, and she knows this. Okay. Like, we're calling Everyone it Bane. Okay. It's just that Bane Jansen don't sound good, but Jansen, Jansen Bane. Bane sounds good. But if nobody's going to say it, just put it at the end. Nah, Jansen Bane, go by Bane. Okay. And, you know, and also, you know, like, our Askew side of the family part, they're going to call him JB. Like, it's yeah. going to be, yeah. So, which I'm JB fine with. I think like JB's cool. JB would be a cool wrestler name, yeah. everybody named after JB Smooth. JB Fudge. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jensen Brian Fudge. <laughs> That's a good wrestling name, though. Paul's right on that. Well, Paul, any parting words before we uh, let you go here and carry on with the show as uh, normal? Uh... When is the next one going to be released, and are you going to fuck with me this time on it? Well, actually, this one will have to be released uh, either tomorrow or Wednesday because I'm going out of town and I'm not taking my laptop with me. So this one's either going to come out tomorrow or Wednesday. So you might actually hear this before this call. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Or at least, you know, not during the SEC. Oh, fuck. You know what he's going to do? He's going to... Schedule it. Do the editing and then release it during the SEC championship. I totally could do that, but no, I'm not going to do that to you. Yeah, but we I did forget to ask you, Paul, what do you think about the SEC championship game? Because we started rambling. What are your thoughts on Georgia LSU before we let you go? I think Georgia handles on LSU's. They've been so hot and cold this season. And, and Georgia plays up to the competition. Like, Georgia Tech fans last week, oh, we're up by seven. It's like, Georgia does not give a fuck about this game. They don't care. They're already playing LSU in their heads. Like, why are – this does not matter. They shouldn't even play Georgia Tech anymore. It's a waste. It, it hurts our strength of schedule. Yeah. And it hurts uh, some of your players to have to just play – like, another game to have to play a team for no reason. It's, you know, let's just get that game out of there. I would be okay with forfeiting that game every year instead of playing it because if, <laughs> if we're already in, going into the playoffs and we forfeit one to Tech, who gives a shit? Cares. It would have. It would have changed anything. It would probably make us like even better. Like, well, the Georgia players are rested going to the SEC championship. Well, and the swagger to not even give a fuck. Like, they don't even want to play Georgia Tech. Let's just take this off the schedule. There's no point in playing it anymore because Georgia Tech. Dude, the coach they hired is terrible. They don't care about football there. Well, what would make the Stetson Benny the Stetson Benny the Stetson Bennett movie when they eventually make that? Um, what would make it better? I think if he loses to LSU in this game, 
has to go through Alabama again in the playoffs and then wins again. That's the ultimate Stetson Bennett if his life is actually a movie that we're all just a part of. But isn't it going to work out where he has to go through Alabama even if we win to LSU? Like, Maybe, but I, I just think the lost LSU would put him at – yeah. everybody would immediately go back to Stetson can't win the big game again, right. you know, even though he already has. I don't know. I don't want to lose to LSU. I just – it won't hurt me if we do. Dude, it's not going to hurt me if we lose that, then the playoff. Then, yeah, I don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, we're good. We're playing house money by now. We won it all last year. Like, yeah. I'm not an Alabama fan. Yeah. I'm, like, happy. I'm still wearing that hat. For sure. It's house It's house money at this point. Yeah. yeah I'm, I, like, I, I'm not an Alabama fan. I don't need one every two years to survive. Yeah, yeah I don't need Georgia. shoot a family member over it. Yeah, Georgia games have now become something that I prefer that we win, not that it really matters even a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Had we not won last year, that would not be the case. Yeah, I'd be mad as no. fuck right now for no reason. No, I would be nervous and I'd be reading every fucking article. I'd be like 12 and 0 shit we stats. <laughs> We need we're 12 and 0 but we don't have a good loss. Like you need a fucking <laughs> good a signature loss. Huh. Well, Tennessee got their signature loss against South Carolina. That was fucking awesome. That was the best. All right, well, we got some hard hit in second half. Look of at that Matt lady. Rock. Look uh, at that lady. All right, Jesus. All right, Paul. Good night. All right, buddy. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Call Paul. So, Paul, that was our favorite segment here. Call Paul, where we call you. Dude, the Colts have come out on fire. What are they doing this second half? They're blocking. Blocking hard. Saturday got in everybody's grill at halftime. If we can do one thing, it's going to be blocked. Block. I mean, you know, they are, though, for sure. Dude, I, I have a feeling we're going to get you, like, you're going to lose about 15, 20 pounds going into, like, the new year. And there's going to be a Brian Dayball movie option, and you're going to have to gain 180 pounds. But you can get it because you've got the charisma of Dayball. And like, have you heard him talk? Oh yeah, he's like a real cool. Yeah, way I think I texted you when he was on God Bless God Football, Football, and I was like, I think we talked about. Yeah, he's I was cool like, dude. I fucking love Dayball. Like he loves saying the word shit. That's clearly his favorite word. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I was immediately like, wow, I, I fucking really like this guy. When I heard that, I was like, Corey could do a Dayball. I can do a Dayball. Yeah. I would love to do a day ball. Dude, go down. Go oh. The movie is called Day by Day Ball. Day by Day Ball. Yeah. You take it day by day ball. I got a piece. Sing Paul a song. For his baby? Yeah. Oh, man. His baby's asleep now. I think I should sing one for Allison. Oh, yeah. Do that. All right. <clears throat> Allison, this is a song uh, about... Las Vegas, Turtles, and your wedding. Oh, shit. Oh, Coach Saturday's going for it on fourth and one. All right, Coach Jeff. Coach Jeff. All right, I had to stand up for this one. I got a piss, too, but I don't want to miss Coach Jeff here. Coach Jeff. I don't know why <laughs> It's almost as fun as when Coach Mark Rick is there. Coach Mark. Coach Mark. Coach Mark. That's how you say If you call him Coach Mark, you say Coach Mark. <laughs> we pray for Coach Mark. 
All right, Jeff is going for it on fourth down. Or are they just trying to call him offsides? Because that would be a Saturday thing. That's what they're trying to do. They're about to call a timeout. Oh, they're oh, oh shit! Matt Ryan over the top. Jesus Christ! Wow, dude, dude, have you ever seen Matt no, Ryan go over I'm, the top? Robbie, I'm telling you, he's got wheels. Let me tell you what 100 percent is happening right now because I'm pretty sure that I explained this over to the you. top. Look at this vert. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I explained this to you on an episode of PPP. But the reason that Matt Ryan was QB three was because he had a he had a clause in his contract where if he got hurt that had to end this yeah, season. We about that. Yeah, right, right, right. So now reason. that they've put him back in, he's not sliding, he's jumping because he's like, Hey, I get to play, but if I get hurt, I still fucking win. Alright, add fifteen onto that shit. Your dick's in the microphone. Nope. <laughs> nope. You don't want to hear what's going on. Oh, goddamn. I'll tell you what, I'm having one beer. Are you? Yeah, I'm having What one. color? Uh, whatever. I may only have one in there. No, I should have brought if a I couple. Have two, do you want one? No, I'm good. I, I My belly's still recovering from the Thanksgiving bug. Matter of fact, I may not even have one. You got a seltzer? Huh. Ooh. That's just what you need. This is actually a perfect amount to just have it. If I do fuck around and drink all three of these, it's fine. Nothing. And, dude, honestly, the second half of a football game, two or three beers would be a, a gravy move if you have them. I'm also only at 750 or 800 calories today, I'm pretty sure. Slop them up. Mo Alley Cox. Listen to how much of an alcoholic I am. I just justified having a beer because Matt Ryan got a fourth and short. <laughs> yeah, but you've never seen it. I, ne- I haven't. I've never seen him jump like that. We've watched Matt Ryan play for like almost 20 years, and that's something I haven't seen since he was playing in college. Oh, you saying Coach Jeff reminds me. I got a new character, so... Amber's Paphog gave me this sweatshirt. It's their high school. Love it. And I also, while we were there, as a practical joke, which I don't know why it's a practical joke, I walked, uh, on one of my walks, I walked all the way into town, which is a great deal away from their house, and I went to their local sporting goods store, and I bought the high school that they all went to. I bought a hat, I bought a wrestling shirt, and I bought shorts, and I just walked into the house just going, Go Lynx! Go Lynx! And uh, so... I had this on and I had the hat on earlier and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, Jesus Christ, you look like a high school football coach. So I came up with a character. Uh, it's Coach Gary Gary. That's his name. Gary Gary. Gary Gary, the Midwestern uh, head coach. Like so, He should be Gary Bird. Well, I've already told oh, about okay. you about it. I thought Gary. I already told her about it was Gary Gary. Okay. Gary, well, Gary, 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 Gary Bird. Gary Gary Bird. That's even funnier. Coach Gary Gary Bird. Gary Gary Bird. And so he gets really, really excited. Wait, is it Gary hyphen Bird? Gary Bird. Gary Bird? Yeah, Gary Gary Bird. He gets, uh, and so I don't really know exactly what to do with the character yet. I made one video for him that was just to send to Amber's family, but I did put it on Twitter. So it's Gary 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 Bird now. But basically the gimmick is uh, he's a Midwestern coach that's super into it, but, like, Midwesterners don't curse and stuff, so he's just saying gosh darn it and frickin' damn a lot, you know? And he uh, his favorite play is uh, is you got to run the Husker do. So we got to do something with that. The Husker do? Yeah, I, I just thought about it because you said Coach Jeff. That I bet you get, 
I bet you get real solid at that dialect when you spend a week up there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Here's a... Oh, this is also the first character I've ever had that you're overqualified to write for. Oh, God. Oh, bad hold. Terrifying. Give it to Coach Jeff, goddammit! Coach Jeff. <laughs> My God, son, they're just handing the Colts this Buddy. comeback. No, Coach Jeff's taking it. That's true. He's got his little ball eagle ripping it out of death's grip. He's blocking himself oh. up by his bootstraps. Buddy. Coach Jeff! That's why he goes, Coach Jeff, do you see that? Yep. Goddamn fucking Titans losing on that field goal bullshit. <laughs> I love pictures. He's he's like Timmy from South Park. Just he goes, Coach Jeff, Coach Jeff, Coach Jeff, Coach Jeff. Shit, that sequence got me forgetting what we were even talking about. It's so funny that we started out this episode, and I was like. I'm not going to edit anything. And then I said my Wi-Fi password. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. And then I gave out Chris Godwin's pin number. <laughs> Dude, the holes this half, like the first I'm half. You, they're blocking. They had no holes in the first mm, half. In the all second the half, now. all the holes. Buddy, that's what the Eagles offense, like every play, if you're Jalen Hurts or whoever's the running back in the backfield, like when they show the camera behind them, yeah, just the wide open, open up, lane. and like yeah. you can see, like they'll go and you can see the lineman pulling in front, and yeah. it just opens up. And it's like, dude, Jalen Hurts is great, but also this makes your job a lot easier. Have me and you talk? I can't remember where you are on it because I'm pro it, but like, do you remember a couple years ago on Thursday Night Football where like, oh my god, I think it should be the only camera that they ever do. Thank and, you, you know, it's, thank you. It's in the same way that we talked about how some things are not for me because like I'm not a casual. Like I love, I watch every game. I love it, and like I want to watch like the ins and outs of all eleven players that I can see or all twenty two players. The camera you're talking about, the behind the quarterback, like you're playing a video game, like you're playing Madden, you can see all the blocks develop. You can see the receivers when it's receivers open. Like it's so much better. Watching from this angle, if there's like a 50 yard pass down the field, all you can see you see the quarterback throw it, and then you see the guy at the end catch it. You don't know how he got open. You don't know what happened. Oh shit! shit. Oh, that's interference. It should at least be an option. Yeah, celebrate being able to choose it. Yeah, like because I know that like this is how football has been forever. So. Some people are going to be like, nah, this is too different. But, like, I should be able to pay a premium to watch all the games from that. Dude, they are giving... Nope, Saturday's taking it. Uh, It's so much better. For all the reasons that you just said, like, you actually could learn more about football if you watch it from that angle. Because, like you said, you you can can actually see the the guards pull. You can see the lanes open up. And you can see, like, when you're watching from the side angle. Now, most people don't just sit and watch the O and D line. But, like, you just see the running back get the ball, and then he just gets hit, and you're like, well, that's boring. But at least if you're watching from that behind angle... And I learned this first one. You can miss a block. I sat in the end zone for a Georgia LSU championship game in 2005. It's great. And I could see the offense. I could see all the receivers and the linemen and everything. I was like, oh, my God. This is like playing Madden. Yeah, right. For me, every game. So this Saturday, the Georgia uh, LSU game, it will have that camera as an option. Because for the SEC championship game. Well, I know they do for the national championship. I'm hoping they do for the SEC. What time is the SEC championship? Okay, so it'll be one to me. Okay, that hits. So you can watch it. Yeah, lunchtime. You yeah, can watch yeah. The game. I'll just. I'm just gonna have to tell the guy. It's just like 
I was filming during the national championship as well, so yeah. I'll just have to tell them, hey, we're blocking this off. Yeah, now, granted, you- it's this is not near the same, and I hope that... You know, like, I'm not going to be as hyped for this game. No. No, if, if we... But I still want to watch it. If Georgia ends up getting through this and gets to the playoffs, like, we'll do... We'll go somewhere. Like, we'll... Uh, we talked about renting out the lounge at the Goodfellas, like, getting one of those rooms back there. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. Yeah, and I'll game. be home for that. I'm home the whole goddamn month of January. Nice, dude. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was I going to say about Jeff Saturday and... Oh, did they just give the Steelers the ball? Uh, no, the Steelers had a... Uh... That's what I'm Passing saying. I think. Yeah, I know, but then right after that, I'm pretty sure that Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan fumbled. Yeah. Oh, did he fumble away? I think he fumbled it. God, yeah. we were talking about uh, my dad's farts or something. Yeah, I, I think he fumbled it. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, we got to do uh, – I think we should do – if we're just going to shift it to sports centers, we should, like, definitely do NBA basketball – which is great because there's so many. The games are at such weird times. We don't have. It's like oh, we don't have to go. Up. We have to do it Monday or Sunday no, or whatever. Every day there's a game. Every day there's a game. And like they're not that pay, critical that you right. have to pay attention to every minute of an NBA regular season game. Yeah. But it is. But they're banter. fast-paced. Yeah, yeah, right. There's stuff going on. There's banter. And then we do. Oh, we could March do, Madness would be a fun one, dude. That, yes, the it will. First day of March Madness. You know when oh, all yeah. the things are happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do one. You know, in that an eight-hour episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it'll be work. Yep, it will be work. Yeah, we have to do we'll it. Have to do it that Thursday. Dude, by that, by that time, we might be like, "Hey, let's let's also live stream it, where we can do our own Manning for cast that day, for that day." For, yeah, for that day, do a Manning. Yeah, do a Manning yeah. cast. where, like, obviously, it's going to come out. Also, we should do hybrid episodes. So, like, one episode will be like, "We hey, the first hour is we watched the game." And the second hour is we watch. I, I can say this, like, by the time we start doing basketball and stuff, someone surely, because I'm a trendsetter, like, currently we're the only people that do a podcast for one person. But somebody will have been like, hey, we got to get in on this super niche market. But by the time we do the basketball, I bet you we'll be the only one who does a non-linear Sports basketball MMA hybrid podcast for one person. It'd be customized too because we can ask Paul which sports stuff he wants us to go. Right? Do you want a March Madness one? Oh, then you want the Jake Paul fight? We can watch an episode of Frasier. Why not? We already are going to watch one. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just keep it. Keep the phone running after the game when we watch Frasier. How hilarious would it be if we just every now and then we like. I edit like 10 minutes of us watching Frasier into this, and then all of a sudden we just, out of nowhere, it becomes a Frasier podcast. Uh, can we do Cheers, though, every now and then? Yeah, of course. Okay. That counts. That's in the universe. Okay. Major uh, Crane. That's the name of the podcast. I, yeah, I think especially <laughs> if you can put together a Atlanta Braves opening day, like the first baseball, like the yeah, screen live pass, stream, and then that non-linear yeah. with you know the marching band stuff or yeah. any other shit or Frazier how easily could me and you record your dad and him not know it was a podcast uh, do we have meatloaf <laughs> <laughs> I'd say pretty easy man uh, you know how to put your phone on a table <laughs> yeah right uh, next to the meatloaf yeah no- no, you just put it on the other side. Put the meatloaf on the left-hand side. Put the phone on the right-hand side. And then just it wouldn't ask him questions about the designated hitter. It wouldn't not hit to have my dad and your dad on an episode and just, like, put meatloaf and then start talking about baseball and then me and you leave 
and then come back two hours later. Okay, so you could even let me, the baseball purist, mediate it to yeah. start with and right. get them on some stuff about why they hate the shift and the designated hitter yeah. and putting the the runner at second base in extra innings like he was just born there and didn't right. ever get a hit. Like, you know, all the shit that they hate and just talk, get them talking about it and then just get up and like, I got to pee and just leave it for as long as they will talk. Yeah, and, and they would forever. Would, my dad would end up whittling a get whole baseball ponies. bat out of the, out of the restaurant yeah. chair leg. He would make a bat yeah. and give it to a kid. Get him some Miller ponies. Miller ponies. <laughs> my dad will drink too and talk all night, buddy. Do you know the thing that my dad is very Rodrigo Blankenship about? His actual goggles? No. You can, and I'm sure there's a cutoff date because dad kind of, he probably stopped watching baseball as hardcore in the 90s when the Braves started to not hit as much. keep up with numbers like an accountant? You can name any year, especially the years that my dad was like, you know, from born... To 30. Yeah, until y'all came along. Yeah, from born to 30, the years he was truly alive, you can name any year and he can tell you not only who won the World Series, but in how many games they won the World Series. It's unbelievable. He he did like two one time and I was like, okay, fluke. Or or he's just saying numbers, knowing. But like I sat there and looked it up and quizzed him and he was just fucking, he's like, and then he would get one wrong. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. They won it in five because on game four. So it's like, it's fucking crazy. Like that man, and I've showed you his stat book. Have I showed you his stat book? Mm -hmm. I really wish I could find that. Paul, my dad. He was the commish. He was the commish. But yeah, when my dad was like in fifth grade, he had a fucking, uh, uh, one of those one, one subject notebooks. And he, dad would sit there like the person that scored the game. And like, he would do the errors and the hits and shit like that. No one loved anything more than my dad and your dad loved baseball when they Does your dad watch baseball still? Rarely, but he like that's when weird. It's playoffs, they well, they just don't. You know how we don't care as much about the Georgia game as yeah, we do. Right. Like, wait till you have kids and grandkids. Yeah, like, right. Probably won't. Then again, Dad's gotten back into it now that he's a little older and his kids have kids and he's got more spare time. He did watch a lot of the Braves. This you think year it's in the playoffs? Yeah, right. You think it's just because they're not the, the game ain't the same anymore? It's probably a lot of it. There's a lot right. different than the game that they used to play, and they probably don't relate to the kids wearing the flat bill hats and wearing the eye black wrong. I mean, hell, I don't either. So like, I get it. I don't know most of, other than the, the Braves. I don't know a whole lot of them. But you know what? Your dad did uh, some wisdom. He passed on me about baseball. He said, you know. When I was a kid, you know, I always wanted to be a baseball player, and I, I honestly, I thought, you know, if I wanted to get, you know, be a teenager and get laid, I need to play baseball and be good at baseball and hang out with the baseball crew, and he's like, you know what I learned after all those years? It worked. <laughs> Got him. Got him. That, that is hilarious. I thought a, you were about to say the wisdom that he embarked on you is that if he had it to do all over, he, would suck, he would suck Danny he would Rosser's suck Danny dick, Rosser's dick <laughs> that, that on was the, the beach. That, hey, that conversation was later in that same lunch. Yeah. <laughs> it was baseball. If you wanted to get laid, being good at baseball is one way to do it. And also, if you want to have a happy life, instead of getting married to your wife, you should have married Danny Rosser. You could be <laughs> sitting watching the Eagles play at the beach right now or something along those lines. Hum the hum the song Kokomo on his balls on his every ball. night. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was always Danny. Paul, Danny Rosser is one of my dad's best friends. Uh, they used to be in a band together. My father was in a bluegrass band that, from what I hear, was, you know, actually pretty good. And uh, that was one of his passions. He played the banjo and sang the high harmony. And then... He chose to quit when me and my sister were born, but he blames us for us and resents us for it. And I I would love to tell my dad right now, which I've told him a million times, I did not fucking ask to be born. So, there's that. That's the guy whose dick he wants to suck on the beach. Told Robbie that at Mellow Mushroom in front of a lot of people, I assume. Matt Ryan has had the ball the entire fucking third quarter, I feel. Like, they have just eaten to eaten penalties. They're, oh, right down the fucking middle. Nice post. Go fucking red zone again, Robbie. Matt Ryan, he's fucking on fire. And they're getting all the, the refs are loving him. They're getting all the calls. Will Matt Ryan fumble or throw a pick down here? Throw a pick. Well, he could also clap for a fumble. Well, they're definitely going to run the next play, so there's a fumble in, in, you know. Well, Jonathan Taylor's not going to fumble, but Matt Ryan Oh, they're in shotgun. Okay. Dude, even though I know, I know that there's plenty of run plays out of the shotgun, every time I see the shotgun, I'm like, wait, they're supposed to run it here. What's going on? Yeah, like every time. I still don't always love it, you know. If you were a quarterback, would you? Pre- I feel like I'd prefer the shotgun. You're saying at all times or in that situation? Me at all times. I would oh yeah, prefer the shotgun. Yeah, because then you're never. You don't have to start Worry out about, play. Yeah, right. Backpedaling in right. a natural motion. Yeah, you, know, you can start out like. Remember how Peyton used to catch the ball and he was already ready to throw. Yeah, so right. He it. He's ready to throw. So nice. Oh. That was beautiful. Dude, Matt Ryan's back, baby. This game, the first half was absolute slop, and the fucking third quarter has been fire. It's been really good. Saturday. 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 Look at those big-ass head bones. Saturday. such big head bones. That's not even his hair. That's just his head bones sticking out, protruding. Look at Saturday, baby. I'm so conflicted. This game. I love the Saturday story. Fuck it. My love for a good story definitely supersedes my hatred of the Colts. Well, you know, my love for anarchy supersedes yeah, all this. Yeah, for sure. Stuff, so no, like, I'm with you. The I'm more Saturday. You. And Tomlin's such an established, you know, earned coach. And he's yeah, like, right. He's put in his time. And Saturday just walked in off the TV set. It's great. He beats him after almost beating the Eagles. And, and like, you know, people could say, oh, it's the team. It's the whatever. Jeff Saturday is the one that said, I'm getting Matt Ryan back. It was the same team before, and they yeah, sucked the right. I know, I know. And, dude, even so, even if they lose this game now, they've already been competitive with the Eagles. Right. And then they've been competitive in this game, even if they lose. Right. And I know the Steelers are not good, but right. they're still – Right, but they're, still, like, they're in every they're not, game. Right, they're in every game. They're kind of – like, they've been really explosive this half. Now, granted, a lot of it is they've gotten a lot of calls in their favor. Well, there are, there are a few things – in the NFL where, like, you go into the game and you have basically already, like, waved the white flag. So, right. you go into the game starting Sam Ellinger as your quarterback. Oh, yeah. You know, unless we get, like, a pick six or two and a kick return and a bunch of crazy shit, we can't win with Sam Ellinger. And, like, the players know that. Of course. When you put it back in Matt Ryan, they're like, wait, we know, we've seen this guy win a lot. Like, right. Even if he doesn't do any better, 
they know that that guy has won at every level. And what's a fucking defense's incentive to give a shit if they know that the offense can't put up more than three points? <laughs> Did you see the defensive lineman scream at Russell yesterday? Yes, and dude, oh. I can't just okay. I can't. I definitely can't put it into words. But the way that Russ was looking at him, trying to still be like, cool. Oh, I'm Let's here. ride. I'm Let's here. ride. Yeah. And it's like, you are being emasculated so much right now. And if you were, if you could just be cool in this moment, you could actually flip it. But you're being uh, A the bitch. biggest bitch that yeah. you can be. And Russell's probably like, hey, talk to my manager if you want to tell me something. Yeah, for sure. Talk to, my, talk to my manager. Man, I, I really like... Okay, because again, this, did we already talk about? Oh, sorry. I'm being well. No, I'm being really hypocritical right now because, but that's fine. I don't care. That's a beautiful. Case, I've always, way, I've it? always said like any, you know, basketball player or like football player, or whatever. As long as they haven't done anything horrible, like assaulted a woman or whatever, I don't, I don't like, I don't know. I don't want bad things to happen to them. But Russ, for some reason, is the outlier. And I'm I'm very hypocritical, and and it kind of comes off as that I'm like Christian phobic. Maybe I am. <laughs> no, but you just have a sense for bullshit phony. Yeah, and, and he, I hate it. He exudes more phony than yeah. anybody. I, like like you said, most people that um, like give I me Rudy Jay Hinch, Cutler any day over Russ because yeah. he's real. Most he people, fucking hates you. Yeah, but if you're rooting against somebody, normally they've either done some actual bad shit or they've done some douchey shit. You root, yeah, but Russ. He exudes so much phony. Yeah. You can you as an authentic person cannot get rust. And I'll tell you this, that Marshawn shit actually sealed it because before Marshawn the wanted to because help before the Marshawn mm-hmm. shit, I could go, Corey, he's goofy, he's corny. That's not his fault, you know, whatever. But to t- to he's us not a good dude. Yeah, right. Okay. And before that, it was like maybe he is a good dude, but you think he's corny. But like that seals it. He's not a good, he's dude. Not a good dude. Right. And like if you're gonna not be a good dude, be Jay Cutler. Be an be asshole. Douche. Be a douche and be and no, own that shit. He's own funny. It. He pretends to be right. a good guy. He doesn't even talk to his right. team. He doesn't even know his teammates. Right, but like, you know, Jay Cutler is a douchebag, but Jay Cutler's also never told you anything other than he's a douchebag. I I like that more. It's, oh, it's just so beautiful. Like, I mean, I, like, did we talk before? A perfect example is I like Aaron Rodgers way more than I like Russ. Mm. Yeah, and different. I mean, I respect him more. I, I, I respect him more. That's it. So here's I don't how, respect Russ. So here's how I used to explain. You remember how much I hate Philip Rivers? Like, yeah, played? yeah, and I did too. He, he was my <laughs> no, my absolute least favorite, or I'll say my most hated. But I always respected the shit out of Philip Rivers because he played hard as he fuck. He played ball, yeah. And even though he was cheesy, talking trash, and he was he still talked trash. He was actually like that. Yeah, like right. That's, he was a cheesy corn dick. Yeah, but that's right. really who he was. Yeah, right. He was. Gosh dang you too, son of doo doo head. Like he <laughs> was really, but that—that's how he was in his heart. He really is Russell's that way. Like, Let's ride. God bless you. But really, inside, that's not like it's all. I, yeah. Tw- last week before the game, he tweeted, "Through Christ, I can do all things." It's like Russ. Everybody knows you're now just saying shit that nobody can argue with and say bad stuff about you. But he's—it's so phony. Yeah, I, I retweeted that and said. Uh, God up there, like, don't put this shit on yeah, me. Yeah, don't blame me, Russ. Like, come on now. This is like when Tebow was thanking me for all that slop he was doing. Like, yeah. that ain't me, buddy. Yeah, dude. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthen me is like what you lean on when you got fired from your job at the bank. But if you're if you're getting paid umpteen million dollars, you don't get to be like it doesn't matter because of Jesus. Yes, it does. A franchise is depending on you, and you're letting them down, dude. 
the twelfth man is not Jesus. Right. No, it is, no, that is no, not the twelfth man. The twelfth man is either the fans going crazy in yeah. Seattle, or yesterday yeah, the linebacker, the literal twelfth man, the linebacker. You sent me the video, dude. One of the it's hilarious. It's so funny. But and like, you know what? You realize what was going on. The, let's tell Paul in case Paul didn't see this. So Paul in the Seattle uh, Raiders, Seattle Raiders game. Um, interception. Interception. Seattle gets an interception, and there is a linebacker, a backup linebacker, who's on the sidelines, number 52. You can look up this video. Just Google Seattle player runs on field. But this defensive player, linebacker, when his team picks off the ball, it looks like they like were down Went by out of contact. Yeah, yeah, it right. looks like they were down. The play was over. So he runs off the sideline onto the field to start celebrating. Well, the play was still going on. So <laughs> instead of just being like, oh, shit, I'm going to get off the field, he immediately decides <laughs> – I'm going to just pretend like I'm blocking. So he runs down, and he doesn't actually block, though. He, like, puts yeah. his hands up like he's going to block, but then he thinks, I better not actually block because I'm not supposed to be out here. Yeah. But he got gets in the way, but, like, he ran on the field. Nobody noticed it. That was <laughs> no, nobody. Part. Nobody. No penalty it. at all. No, the announcers didn't notice it. Some dude on Twitter noticed yep. it and, like, put a video and out. And here's, here's why context matters so much and things aren't just black and white and, and gray matter distillery is a thing. <laughs> uh, the, the Raiders won that game, so this is just a funny thing that happened. If the Raiders lost that fucking game, yeah. even though that was really inconsequential or whatever, this is now a way bigger story. Or even so that that return, he ended up getting tackled shortly after. Like the the guy who came off the sideline, yeah. and he didn't really block, and he kind of got in the way. But then the guy got tackled or went out of bounds shortly yeah. after. If that had gone back for a touchdown, oh yeah, it and they be, everybody losing their mind for sure. That this and that would have basically made the Raiders lose. Oh, he hit uh, pick it on the head. So like, yeah, if the Raiders lose that game and then that's found out, like, holy shit, dude! You can't give a rookie quarterback a late hit like that. That's so funny though. As soon as he got on the field, he was just like, "Ah, hey, it's football." I might as well. Football. <laughs> I might as well. Went in wrong. Should they give him a stat for that? Like, does he get a blocking stat? Because they didn't call it a penalty, which means it counted. He'll get a snap. No, he won't get a snap because he didn't start to play. He didn't acquire a stat. He didn't even technically block anyone. <laughs> he just played football. He just got out there, left it all in the field. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Dude, the best part about watching a rookie quarterback, in my twisted opinion, is it's the most opportunities to see the receivers get totally fucked up because the QB, they throw it right to where the defender wants them to throw it. They're so used to the college speed, and then they fucking just like, they bloop one over the middle, and a safety just takes that motherfucker's head. Did that just happen? Look, a guy's open, and then he throws it to him, and then the the safety's like doing the little rubbing his hands together like a fly, just like, oh, buddy. Gunnar Olszewski. Second one. Najee Harris is taking this into the fucking house, but oh no, he got taken down. Oh no, that was Snell out of Kentucky. Dude ran like a five second 40 coming out of college, but still some really? other. Snell, I think it was like a 4.7 or a 4.8, and he's like a running back. That's really slow. That's fucking slow as shit. Yeah, really slow. But look. That's what Danny Roberts clocked me at in fucking high school. <laughs> With a laser. Yeah. A laser pointer. <laughs> With a laser pointer. <laughs> it's just showing you where to stop. <laughs> and they just count with their mouth. Two, yeah. Three, 
Oh, they count with Hulk their mouth. Four, four. <laughs> four. Uh, do you remember Bubba Barrett saying he ran a three nine? No, because I. Do you don't remember when I time? Me and Pageant messed with him. But he thought what? He ran a that was y'all. Yeah. Oh, he told you know, separately. He told all of us separately. Like at parties since then, he's like, I ran a three nine. Buddy, he, I didn't even know you had anything to do with it. it I was, thought I was telling you for the first time, buddy. I guess I gave him false confidence for life. <laughs> he still did. talks about. He owns a construction business because of you, dude. So me and Paz are out there, and you know, he used to brag about how fast he could run. He was so, fast. He was very fast, of course. But one day he was out there running the forty, and uh, I was like, "Hey, why don't we just mark off thirty-five until Bovitt's forty and see how fast he can run 35. <laughs> And so we timed, and we had Coach Ellis out there, and I didn't tell anybody, but I just marked it off. And the yeah, right. marks, I was like, I marked off 40, and two times in a row, Bubba ran a 3-9 in oh the 35-yard dash, which is fun, like a 4-5. Why, does, five in the why does he think he wasn't in college playing ball then? He just thinks it was, I guess, a fluke, or like he never got his <laughs> chance, but like he genuinely <laughs> was so unsmart. That, Pat, I think Padge being out there, but we were freshmen, dude, so we were like messing with the senior. And he was like making us time him, you know. And I was like, "Hey, why don't we fuck with Bubba and uh, let's let's mark off 35. <laughs> so Coach Ellis was laughing because Bubba's like, "Coach, I'm telling you, I ran a three nine. Robertson and Paget timed. I'm telling you, they, we did it twice. I'm like, Coach, look at he it. Did. I kept up like, look three nine. Look at the numbers. And to this day, I didn't know. To this day, he thinks he ran a three nine. <laughs> Uh, I gotta tell Jake about this. That Coach, quit so licking funny. that cheerleader's titties and look at this stopwatch. <laughs> we got a running back that runs a three nine forty. We have the fastest human of all time, but he can't take the number one running back spot at Gordon Lee High School. Boy, it was a tough year that year. Oh my god! Three, he's still talking about it at parties to this day. Yeah. Well, three, I mean, I won't say to this day. This this when he was saying this, this would have been ten years ago. ago. Okay. But I mean, well, I, I doubt he stopped. If he was still doing it yeah, ten years ago, why would you? I mean, hell, he was still thirty then. Three <laughs> nine. Hey, Dion couldn't do it, but I think I did it. Dude, one day I think he's gonna be like seventy years old. He's gonna be like, I think they're fucking. With me. I think they're fucking. With me. Wait, you think maybe it was thirty five yards? Yeah. And the the devious part about that trick, and this is me being a fourteen year old piece of shit. Remember, and I was like, dude. 35 yards is just enough where to, nobody will notice. Right. But it'll make a difference. On of course. Of like he'll Huge think difference. he's going to Georgia now. Like he's going to play it all. Yeah. And, uh, buddy, it worked. I thought it was too much. Like I was like, he's not going to leave 3 Because, I mean, Dion probably ran a 3-7, Dion ran like a 4-2 something. Like yeah. a 4-1-8, 4-2 yeah, right. something. So, like, that's like fastest, you know, one of the fastest people yeah. ever. But, uh, yeah, so I was hoping it would be, like, 4-2, and he would think, oh, man, I ran a 4-2. Yeah. When it went three, under nine. 4, I was like, he's not going to believe it's under 4. Yeah. Nobody's ever ran Which a 3 Which means, anything. by the way, that he was scooting. He was scooting. He was a sprinter on the track team. Yeah, he right. was a fast dude, but he wasn't faster than Michael Vick. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he thought he was. Oh! Nope. I, Slop. Uh, Slippery. Dude, they keep... That's two times in a row they've thrown it to regular head bone dude. The first half, and I guess this is just how good play versus bad play goes, that was one of the longest first halves I've ever seen, and this second half has darted by. The first half was just all incomplete passes. Yeah, right. So it literally did take longer. It, was it, wasn't, it wasn't just our perception. It was just incomplete passes. And also, it was boring as fuck. I didn't even watch it. It takes forever. Yeah, I, I thought there was like two plays. I was like, oh, 
Pickens I, made a catch. I was yeah. like, oh, Pickens. I mean, I didn't oh, have to Matt watch Ryan's it. first pick. Yeah, I would just look up every now and then and see the score and be like, yeah, not shit's going on. You see regular bones? Yeah, huge. Mediocre. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you oh, about his are regular. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You see, Pickens walked up to him. That guy had yeah. regular bones. Pickens' bones are yeah. twice as big as his head bones. They sure are. I oh, a- dude. Robbie. Women's softball, college World Series softball. Let's do it. Let's do that. Paul would love that. I actually like watching it. Do you ever fuck with the uh, gals tennis? Uh, with, with you. Let's do one for do you, Paul. Do you for, have you watched like uh, women's college softball World Series and stuff? I know of it. It. I got into it because of your dad. I've seen of it. Because yeah. your dad watches My dad and my papa. Yeah, no, it's actually, it. it's so like women's softball I prefer. I would rather watch women's softball right now than college men's baseball because it's like so much. It's fa- a different game. It's, it's so totally much faster. Yeah, it's so much faster. Like there's the the pitcher is closer, so everything's like gunning in. That motion is like a swan. It's kind of pretty, and like they're hitting dingers, and like it's interesting to see that them throw that big ass ball. Like I. Feels tiny. I can't, dude. I wish there was a men's pro. They got that tiny. I know field. they. I know they have men's pro softball leagues, but like, why don't? Why is none of it televised? Uh, Holy no shit! Gives a shit. Holy shit! Did you know that? Uh, Jet. You remember Coach Genter? Yeah. Did you know that he was on like the USA top men's softball team? Like he was. I'm not making this up. He was like. There one, was a thing of that. Yeah. He was like one of the best softball players in the whole world. <laughs> like, they I'm, measure that? Yes. Yes. And like, I don't remember, I don't even know what to fucking look up, but like, I remember somebody telling me that. It might have been Coach Roberts telling me that. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And like, looked it up and was like, sure as shit. When do you get into softball as a, like, because you're always he, playing baseball. He was playing, what's well, it's when that's over, I guess, and then you're, like, playing for the church or, like, because, you know, there are, like, pro teams or whatever, and they, and it is fun to watch because, like, you know, it's slow pitch, but those guys still figure out a way to well, dead ball it the in there. Where it's not yeah. fast pitch, but it's like but it's, faster right, than right. Slow it's pitch. like it's like a it's like a toss. They've got a hook in it. Yeah, right. Well, shoehorn. Because I mean, we played. I remember I played one year. No, excuse me. I played one game <laughs> of. I played. It, uh, I played one game of softball, and I remember Paget was you on ever the team. Do what? Did you strike out at all? No, Robbie. I have a one touchdown. I have a Tony Snell, slow motherfucker. In my career in uh, in softball, I have a uh, one thousand batting average because I only played one game, uh, and I hit my first was a triple, and I knocked. No, no, hold. Excuse me. Yeah, I think it was the only it was the only run we scored in that game. Uh, Padge was on. Padge was on second, and I knocked him home. And he remembers too. Yeah, he had he better. I don't know. This was back in Padgett's time. You know what I mean? So who knows? But like, uh, but I. Uh, so okay. So the point I wanted to tell is you're batting a thousand. We were. I'm batting a thousand. But we were playing this team who, when we went into playing, they were like Chip Jones was our coach, and he was like, "Listen, guys." Not that anybody gives a shit. I mean, we were all drinking in the dugout. By the way, I think every softball league in America has a coach named Chip, Chip Jones, Jones for There's sure. Chip Jones everywhere. So Chip was telling us he's like, "Hey, oh, ten Holy pick, shit. Georgia, George Pickens, big 
ass bones. We were we were on we were the Mary Mills team, Woo! and so uh, the the people we were playing, Chip was like, "Hey, these guys here, uh, they actually like they travel, you know, like it, they're really good." And and we were just like, "Oh, what does that even mean?" They travel. Softball. So what we drive to the field, bro? They beat us like thirty eight to one, and that one run was me driving Paget in, and so. We were like your MVP. Of course, hundred percent was, and so uh, we they because we couldn't do shit, and like they were hitting everybody. So they wrote Chip. Chip rotated all of us pitching, and buddy, I get up there and, and we've been drinking, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, dude, there's no fucking way I, I can I can pitch a fucking slow pitch softball. There ain't much to it. <laughs> My batting average was a thousand. My, my ERA was like seven, and I was only in for one inning. Yeah, like, they just showed they, dude, dingers, and like they were pitching it slow, but somehow. Look still- at his hair, dude. Look at those bones. Look at his. There's only four pieces to his hair. But yeah, these. Yeah, so your ERA is probably thirty-eight or yeah. infinity. It could yeah, be infinity. Right. Did you get any outs? Uh, I had to have. Like, did I you pit- finish the inning? I had to have because I finished okay, the inning. So you got all three. Yeah, outs. I, yeah. Like I had to. You gave have. up how many runs? Like seven, like in one inning. Yeah. And y'all play seven or nine inning games? Uh, I don't remember that. Uh, probably seven. I'd so say it was seven. Your ERA was forty-nine point zero. <laughs> yeah. Your literally your ERA. Yeah. Forty-nine, which is way worse than a thousand batting. If two at bats is good, a hundred percent. I'm I'm one for two, but here's the only thing: I struck out my first at bat because you know it's so slow and it goes. Way yeah, up. yeah, yeah. And so like I did three baseball cuts. Yeah, row, right. And you can't. And like, you got to golf it. This is when I was in college yeah. bartending. I was like the athletic guy, and everybody else is like kind of you know out of shape. That's why like, I was I'm good at it. It's a dude. golf swing. But I was out there baseballing it. Well, the next time I get up, I don't remember because my brain only keeps the yeah. bad stuff. So I just know I struck out, and then I got a hit later. But I just uh, now realized so that that's why I was able to do it because I well, I didn't have a baseball swing. I had a golf swing, swing, and that's actually what you need what you for need slow pitch softball. Yeah. I was trying to do that Greg Payne line drive swing. Yeah, no, I was I was hitting fucking baby draws into the outfield. All right, Paul. So the Steelers just scored a beautiful pass from Kitty Pickett to Georgia George Pickens. So Steelers are up 24-17. We got about nine minutes left for Matt Ryan to do what fucking Matt Ryan do. Oh, so anyways, to bring this all back around, as good as those that's when I realized, like, oh, you can be way better at somebody than softball. As good as those dudes were, apparently they can't fucking hold Coach Jenner's jock. There's so many levels of athletic competition that like I know we were talking about the guy we went to church with the other day that didn't play middle school or high school baseball. But when the local minor league team was having tryouts, he thought he was going to make the team because, yeah, right. hell, it's just the minors. Like, yeah, right. We've lived here our whole lives. We don't know anybody that's ever been good enough to play for this double-A affiliate yeah, for right. the fucking Reds slash Dodgers. I thought they, they used to be single-A, didn't they? They're double-A. They're double-A. Okay. Yeah, so they were the Reds. Why did I think the they were single-A? Uh, well, because you I'm don't an idiot. go all the time. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you weren't here for 20 years of your adult life. Yeah, right. But, uh, no, they're, they're a double-A affiliate, but, like, those guys are throwing like 98 miles an hour, like going up, getting called up to the majors. 
but people think, well, I, I'm good at church softball. I can play. Wow. I can play outfield. For yeah, the, right. For the, the lookouts, they're not even pros. They're double A, and like, yeah, right. yes, they are pros. Some of these yeah. guys have got million dollar signing bonuses. Of course, like, they're all throwing ninety to hundred miles an hour, and like you can't go out there because you wear eye black in your church league well, and pe- won the trophy. Well, people don't understand. Like, it's, you remember when we played flag football? You and yeah, I and got destroyed. We were better football players probably than the people we were playing against. Yeah, right. We got out there and they had plays and like yeah, quarterback and we were and, out of shape and we were just out there like y'all got plays. We're like, yeah. everybody go out and like they beat us like fifty two to nothing. And they were they all plays. in shape. Like it was Nick Fike was on the other team. And like, yeah, there's a bunch of dudes that were in shape on the other team, and, but that didn't matter. They had plays, and one of our guys was 500. That points. that's true, but I feel like it kind of matters. Like used to when we played backyard football, we were all in the exact same shape. But no, do you remember when the dude from that team that was good? He played with us another game. And yeah. He said, "I'll just play quarterback and I'll call the plays." Yeah. We kicked ass the game where we just had plays. We weren't in any better shape. Yeah. But right. When we had a quarterback calling plays. Yeah. Me and you and Casey, we were all running around and catching the ball. I remember. You remember me screaming at that fucking at the ref? Yeah. Because I, I th- even though he called it a catch. Yeah. Well, yeah. you, was it a one-handed catch you made or no, something like well, that? Well, I know there, there were two. So there was one I absolutely fucking like pro-throwed it. Or not pro-throwed. I OBJ'd it. Because he that, because he that black guy called for something. Do what? He, didn't they call you for pushing? No, 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 no. So first off, I caught that ball and that black this black dude called me OBJ or something. And it was it was like one of the greatest moments of my life. No, no, no. So what? It's even stupid. I was wondering. I was like... He definitely called him a black dude to go into a compliment on why well, he must have yeah. given a compliment. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like, I because I mentioned OBJ yeah, came yeah. For, yeah, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> Robbie. It's actually they didn't call me for anything. It's even stupider than that. So you were quarterback, right? No, this is when we let the other guy be quarterback. Okay, so he all right. Run okay, so I ran. Uh, I ran. I was a. It was a. It was either an in and out or it was a or an out route. I, I remember it was. I was pivoting. And I was coming here. So. I, the ball gets like tipped, and then I hit the ground and like grab it right before it hits the ground, and like the the fucking ref, he's like he's he was doing this. He, you the catch. he was giving me the catch, but in my mind, I didn't think anybody thought that I caught it. So I I invented that he was doing this, and he goes, he's like this catch, catch, and I go and I go. That is absolutely not what happened. I caught it. And and everybody was just like, he said you did. And I was like, oh, right on then. Cool. But, yeah, no, no. I had some really good catches in that game. Yeah, I was going to say, you've always been able to uh, make the one-handers and the over-the-shoulder and yelling at the ref. Even yeah, 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 yeah. Can't take yes for an answer. Yeah. First down, bullshit! Yeah, the reason that I had good hands is because it's one of those things. It's kind of like how, you know how Tennessee, they were punter you. They had the best punters, but it was out of necessity. They had to. They had to. Yeah. I had to have good hands because I wasn't as athletic as everybody. It's, not, it's all the, and I'm not going to get into one specifically, but all the, you know, the sexual uh, innuendos that, or the sexual um, phrases that are like, we well, yeah, this person, this type of person has to be good at this because they can't do that. Or like, yeah. you know, this... Uh, this chubby bird. That girl blowjob. I know what you're trying to yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, there's several of those little things, but it's like, it, it, to me, it's a similar. Yeah, I couldn't. I would. I could never in a million years you, you burn run someone. A yeah, I could never so, in a million years burn someone. But if you throw it up, I'll right. catch it. So that that's you. Um, 
I guess by instinct, your brain figured out, look, I'll never be able to just straight up outrun Rodney Allen. Yeah, right. But if I can just hand catch eye the ball, throw it near me, throw yeah, it right. near me, I'll fall and catch it. Yeah. I had good hand-eye coordination and uh, also going back to my basketball days, I was never a great basketball player, but I was the best rebounder in the world. Your mom called me the mop. Well, you were mopping the glass back then, and I will say you're the only person who ever consistently caught my no-look passes. I know. We were the we were the, me and you were one of the best fucking quarterback Dude. receiver tandems. Mahomes and did know, not start it. Uh-uh. Matthew Stafford did not start it. I was throwing you no-look shit at the and grassy knoll. And you know why I caught it? Because it was in the general vicinity of my fucking hands. It was and in your goddamn shit. catch radius. Yeah. God damn it. That grassy knoll game where uh, me and you, our team won over McMahon was covering me and you threw like a Hail Mary in the end zone and I fingertipped it and he was fucking furious. They argued for an hour. Yeah, even then we were just like, lost. well, we won. I don't give a fuck. Sorry. We won. I bet they still think they won that goddamn yeah, well, game. Yeah, didn't. Two-hand touch. Dude, football would be super interesting if it wasn't, like, if we played at the grassy you know, knoll, if it wasn't a flat surface. Like yeah, every playing now, a bowl. Yeah, if every now and then there were just random hills. I mean, every player would be in a casket. Look, yeah, football's not dangerous enough. Can we yeah. get in a bowl? Yeah, but but okay, don't be tackled. Have fla- have fullback. flag football, on, but it's on hills. A moment of silence for a fullback in a first down. Oh, that's, that's Watts, brother. That's not bad. So like you, these guys, it's already dangerous enough. But what if there was flag football, but there was hills up and down? Should it yeah. be a bowl or should it be? Intermittent little random bumps. hills. See, I feel like that's for sure injury. If it's a okay, bowl, a bowl, they can right? Because so like somebody can run up the but, side and then and then catch it off the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude, you might get some crazy shit. TikTok would have its own football. Yeah, that would be morning. great. I think what would make it good, like to be even safer, everyone's wearing pads, but it's still flag. <laughs> You know yeah. what I'm saying? That extra level of safety. Yeah, so like, then you can fall and backflip and right. shit. And yeah, like right. Ever, so you're wearing pads, but it's flag. Oh, and the goalpost can come down from above and yeah. back up, and then it goes up and down instead of back and forth. I was going to say you got to go for two, but I'm for I'm for it on that. The, yeah, if the goalpost can go up and down and back and forth. We're just making the game so much better. Oh, Kenny Pickett. <laughs> what uh, is the flag holding? Another he looks so old. I think an underdog favorite rookie quarterback thing, you know, I like it when they throw the ball where the receiver gets crushed. Yeah. But another rookie quarterback, when you see, like, Brady or Rodgers, usually when they get sacked, it's one guy and they know to, like, go. they feel the guy that gets sacked. Rookies are the only one that gets sacked by four dudes. They'll break out of one sack and then four other dudes hit them. Like, they don't know to go down yet. Like, watch Kenny Pickett here. He gets sacked by five dudes on this one play. Like, dude, Roethlisberger – would have either fallen or never gone down. Right. Here. Like, he wouldn't get sacked by five Of people. course not. Because it's not like Kenny Pickett is fucking Patrick Mahomes that might turn that into something. No, he's he can only crumble. Yeah. So just crumble soft. Like, you get why Jalen and Patrick Mahomes, because it's like, hey, every now and then when I slip slide quarterback snake, I do something. I Sorry, I got a sucker in my mouth. <laughs> one tackle, can't break that. Fourth down, are they going to go for it? Man, it really sucks that uh, backyard football is 100% a thing of the past. Well, we can still play uh, Madden. Yeah, that's true. And I'm I'm probably in, like, actual better shape than I was then, but I would get hurt more now. 
I don't even know that if I would get hurt worn out. It just there's no reason Desire. to risk it. Yeah, yeah. like I, now I think there's no reward. You know, there has to be a risk reward. There's no reward. I think that I would play like coverage game. I said, you know what? You know, we could go out and throw the football yeah. and like run around and catch it. Well, and, if we had three people and we played coverage game, yeah. like just running routes and have yeah. a defender or whatever, but not like a hard defender. We're no, just no, no. Just like, we're just having fun yeah. here. Like just to slap it around. I mean. Coverage game was my absolute fa- – of all the backyard games, like horse and, you know, whatever the fuck, coverage game was nothing top so coverage game. The easiest game, and <clears throat> if I ever have kids or babysit my nephews, it keeps kids going for hours, or at least me because I'm like a dog. If you throw something, I'll fetch it. But you only need two people, and you and I have played this game millions of times. I don't have a name for it. Maybe we should come up with one. But it's just we've got one ball – and you just run kind of in a circular deep route, and yeah. I throw it to you, and then I just run in a – and we yeah. just kind of keep going. Keep going, yeah. This has been like a triangular circle yeah. where we're kind of running like yeah. a curly post at all times. Yeah, right. But you're always kind of running and catching and throwing. And, it's like – And then, like, I don't know if you do this, but I always do this. Like, even if it's just me and you, I always – it's always play action. Yeah, you gotta, like, there's you gotta no, take the hand there's off. Always, I always do play action, and then for no reason, we'll throw off my back foot. Do you have to? Or, like, throw across my body. Because, like, you, it's not fun if you if don't you do that. you set your feet and yeah, square right. it up in no. the backyard, no. You gotta go back, yeah. God damn, I wanna throw some football. Well, we can't this can't week. Right now. I, no, but uh, we can when I get home from. Uh, you be home Sunday? Yeah, I'll so we be, just do next Monday night again. Yeah, for okay. sure. That'll be because that'll be the day after my birthday. Word. Yeah, be the eleventh. Yeah, the eleventh. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be the day after my birthday, so that'll be fun. Fuck yeah. What do you, you got? Any birthday plans? No, I mean yes. Like my mom is gonna cook me my tradition. So <laughs> you're about to make fun of me so hard. So the day my birthday is a Sunday, which used to in the past I would hate that. But that's literally perfect for a 35-year-old. So me, my mom, my sister, and Amber are getting up and uh, going antiquing. Oh, you'll love that. Oh, I know I will. It was my fucking idea. Uh, we're going antiquing all day. You like, want Meg to go with you? Do what, Meg? You Meg to go? She can she absolutely go. And then go into, like, maybe McKay's or something like that. And then we go back home. My mom makes me my traditional meal that she's made me every year since I was... Ten because when I was nine, my dad took me to Hooters, uh, and she's making me that. And then afterwards, me and Laura James are watching the new Pixar movie. Oh hell yeah! So that's like I don't. I'm not. If if I was to go out to bars for my birthday, I would be doing it for everyone else because I have zero desire to do it. No, I was just gonna say on that day if it's Sunday, you're doing all that. I'll just watch all the Red Zone and, and keep up with it. So then the next oh, day, oh oh fuck, it's a Sunday. We'll, yeah, we'll go. Do that Saturday? We'll, no, 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 no. We will. Our dinner will be at seven. I'll, I'll watch the witching. No, I do want to go antiquing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch Red Zone on my phone while I'm antiquing. Best of both worlds. Yeah, that would really hit for me. That's a birthday in style. Yeah, thirty-five. I do want to go antiquing. Holy shit, dude! I missed it. Matt Ryan to Pittman, baby. Bobbled around a couple times. Hit a bug. Wait, when did the Steelers score? Oh wait, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. saw Sonny Snell score with his four foot not or his four nine forty. Defense number twenty nine. Kelly's a climb. Result of play. First down. Matt Ryan's got the drool coming out. 
I haven't seen him drool like this since he was at Boston College. Yeah, they haven't really attempted any of these, and that is, has been the Damn. of this defense for the Steelers. They've given up a lot of big plays. They've misplayed balls. This one, they, they give Levi Wallace for the pass interference. That was almost a helmet catch. He was able to make the catch anyway. <laughs> Coach Jeff. Coach Jeff. Coach Jeff. You want a piece of fudge? Fuck yeah, I want a piece of fudge. A little air, a little room to breathe. Is that the fine for us, fudge? Is that the fine for us, fudge? Yes. Nice. So done anything to, to get anyone off of them and to at least get the Steelers' attention a little bit. The numbers are good in the second half for Matt Ryan. Actually, I'm going to pee one each time. But. Okay, tell Paul. Set it, set this up for Paul. All right, Paul. These are some uh, homemade peanut butter fudge. My grandmother's recipe, only I made them a little bit healthier so me and Corey could eat like 25 of them tonight. My family's kind of mad that I made them healthy. Not kidding. Genuinely, I would in a million years not believe that that was keto or better for me or whatever. So, how many sugars is in this? Zero. Really? Oh, because it's well, right. Of course, because it's, so it's that it's allulose. But how? Like, is there butter? Is there? There's peanut butter. There's okay. light butter. There's a little bit of like um, plant-based creamer. That's boom. It's the best. And then, okay, instead of usually the marshmallow cream, I made a sugar-free vanilla pudding and then melted some coconut oil and mixed that together to emulate the um, marshmallow cream. Dude, that's why it's got the vanilla. The sugar-free jello pudding? Sugar-free jello vanilla pudding, allulose, butter, yeah, and peanut butter. It's the best. Make a pan of make a pan of this for my dad and don't and let me give it to I'm him. I'm just gonna leave them in there. There's like eight more pieces. Okay, to I'm gonna give it to him tomorrow and say, hey, uh, Grandma Patsy wanted me to give you some of the fudge, and then I'm gonna watch him eat it and enjoy it, and then be like, it was fucking sugar-free, you dumb motherfucker. Trick him into not dying. Yeah. God damn, that's good as shit. The consistency is also fantastic. So the key, the only consistency, it's almost like caramel. Yeah, you got to keep them in the freezer though. So if you give them, yeah, to right. them, Like if you set them out for too long, they'll get a little. They turn into sludge instead mm-hmm. of fudge. But like they, if you keep them in the freezer, they're the perfect consistency mm. where it like melts in your mouth. It didn't look right. It's pretty unreal for fucking healthy. I mean, ultimate compliment. This is better than Nick's. Like this, this to fudge is better than Nick's to ice cream. I can make that in 10 to 15 minutes anytime. We got him. I got him. It ended up in Bubba, my brother who hates healthy shit. Hates it. He tried both of them and he was like, dude, I think the healthy one is actually a little better. Sometimes it be like that because you don't realize uh, this and this is crazy. Paul's going to be so mad that we're talking about a healthy thing. I don't give up. Suck my little dick. Used to, I would hear someone say, this phrase, they would be like, mm, I like it, but it's a little too sweet. And I'd be like, how is that? What do you mean? Yeah. How is something too sweet? And now that my palate has been refined, I do find that to be a thing. Like, oh, something can be too sweet. 
And maybe that's the reason that that might be a little bit better. It's, it's always the same thing, and I was the same way with sweet. Like sweet tea can't be too sweet, but like yeah, it's kind of like how yeah, that's true. It's uh, I've, that's yeah. one of the things that it can't, I just <laughs> that want the sweetest true. one. Yeah. But uh, some things like even with heat, like these wings are good, but they're too hot. I can't even taste the flavor. Of the yeah, pepper right, right. Makes no vinegar. sense. If it's too sweet, some things you can't actually taste the, the vanilla things in that it, it, right, the or the caramel or, the, or, what, or the yeah. blueberry or yeah. whatever. So like yeah, it's like caramel actually has a flavor other than just sweet that burnt yeah. shit or whatever and like vanilla too like people think that you know there's a lot of people that think vanilla ice cream means plain, plain. ice cream it's like no it's the it, vanilla it doesn't plain ice cream flavor. would have no taste at all yeah. vanilla is an actual flavor yeah but if you it's way sweet it just tastes like cream with a fuck ton of sugar in well, it people think that this fudge is like, it's not fudge it's just peanut butter and if there's no it's vanilla and peanut butter yeah it's right. peanut butter and vanilla fudge but it's like got a vanilla base with peanut butter in it Taco Bell in your house sounds really Ooh, cool until you bro. get a Taco Bell in your and house. And then it's fucking really cool. <clears throat> Dude, I'll be honest with you, Robbie. I can't, Christ. I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't remember the last time I went to Taco Bell. And that... They you, tore the one down near my house. So you have there. you have no idea how huge that is for me and how much it makes me realize like you really have been doing good. <laughs> because like I was saying earlier, I was like, I don't have fast food anymore, so when I do, I need it to be the top echelon. Mm-hmm. I thought that I considered Taco Bell the top echelon. Taco Bell is a completely different thing though, yep. because like it you know, a Wendy's burger is not gonna blow my even though I eat healthy, a Wendy's burger is not gonna fuck me up, but Taco Bell will like well, Taco Destroy Bell, me. it's not even the unhealthy part about Taco Bell. It's the explosive. That's what I'm saying. Digestion yeah, right. System. And like, it's more like Wendy's I'm and Chick-fil-A a, don't do that. Well, I think too for me, and you might have a different experience on this, but like I eat a lot of Mexican food. Like when if I'm going out to dinner or something, like I like to eat Mexican. So whether yeah. I'm, whether I'm trying to be kind of healthy, not healthy at all, it doesn't really matter. If I want to drink a bunch of beers or eat something kind of healthy or in the middle, I go to Mexican a lot. So then when it's fast food time, I'm like, I want either Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, Zaxby's, something like Arby's. So you're saying Mexican fucks your, your guts up? No, I'm just saying I think I get my fill of Mexican when I'm not doing fast food. So then yeah, when right. it's time, like I'll yeah. do Mexican, say, say if my fast food day is Saturday. Yeah, right. I probably just had Mexican for dinner Friday night. So even though Taco Bell's different than Mexican, I don't want yeah, it, it again. Different. My belly's too yeah, fucked right. up. From real Mexicans yeah. to get Taco Bell. So, I haven't been to Taco Bell in forever either. There's people out there that apparently Mexican doesn't fuck their belly up, which is insane to me. But, like, I get made fun of a lot because, like, sometimes you're just not in... Mexican is a very specific mood to be in, in my opinion. Like, it's a very I'm specific... I'm in a lot, though. Yeah, and I am too, but, like, sometimes I'm not in that mood. if you mood. don't want it, you can't have Mexican. I know. Yeah. And so, but then, like... Wait, look at this. Fourth down conversions. Two for ten. Worse than the NFL. Tonight, they're one for one. That's that Saturday night fever, baby. Locking. Uh, oh, they're going to... Fourth, fourth and three. And they're three. going for it. Yeah, when you got Matt Ryan at your own 30, what are they, the 37, 37. You go for it on fourth and three. Yes, you do. Three wide to the top, one wide to the bottom of the screen. Paul, Matt Ryan dropped back. He's drunk. Oh, holy shit. He fucking completed it to Pittman for and a first down. F- yeah, first down. No, he's got the so, yeah, forward motion. So Mexican is such a specific mood that like I get made fun of a lot because every now and then when we go to Mexican with like our friends or whatever, I'll get chicken fingers. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, you go to a Mexican place and get chicken fingers? And I'm, like, and I'm like, I wasn't in the mood for Mexican. 
And instead of telling y'all, hey, let's not go to the Mexican place, I decided... Oh, Matt Ryan fumbled. Instead of me saying, let's not go to the Mexican place because I'm not in the mood for Mexican, I go and then I get chicken fingers because I enjoy chicken fingers. Because Mexican fucks my belly up and I don't want my belly to be fucked up tonight. So I wonder what the, um, is it the peppers then in the Mexican that fucks up your belly? The onions. Uh, yeah, the onions, the a lot of cheese, yeah. the, the, I mean, the beans, yeah. like the fucking, like, it's just all of them together, like, because, you know, if I'm eating Mexican, like, my go-to is like, like a taco salad with like, uh... Matt Ryan is running again for a, dude! No. He's Vic! Did they touch him? He's Vic, no! But he gave himself up, so they're not giving him that credit for the first down. And we need to shut the fuck Holy up. This shit. game is... This game is it's lit. It's about to get into overtime. All right, Matt Ryan no, go, got go it for it. fourth and three. No, they'll go for two. They will. No, they they're will. at home. Saturday's not Fuck, they have a... Call a fucking timeout, you dumbass. He's got three of them. Uh, because when I'm really going in, I also eat an entire basket of chips and cheese, and that yeah. fuck. I mean, I'm lactose it's intolerant. It's the salsa. It's the salsa. Yeah, too, salsa. And the and the, yeah, because I mix the I mix the two. Um, that's like, what gets me is the salsa cheese dip mix because it gets my acid reflux. Yeah, right. Salsa, me too. And then the cheese gets my. You know, yeah, I can't have too much dairy. And I told you, like, I haven't really since you started helping me with Uncle Bod. Go to UncleBod.com, uh, Paul. Um, <laughs> I haven't really had that bad of acid reflux and shit like that. And so when I do go in on like a bunch of sauce and cheese, like it fucked me up. And I mean, sometimes it's one hundred percent worth it. So, so what we what we just highlighted is Taco Bell on paper is not even close to the most unhealthy fast food. Like I know Taco Bell is kind of thought of as like yeah obese and all you just sit around and play taco or eat, eat Mountain Dew, like video games, yes. Mountain Dew. But like Taco Bell, like macro, protein, fat, all that stuff, calorie. It's not even close to the most unhealthy. It just has the most shit that can tear up your stomach. Yeah, right. And it'll make you bloat up if you're not... That was almost the most amazing catch oh, I've ever fuck. seen. Is that and the they're game? not going to throw the flag. No way. Minka Fitzpatrick never gets called for shit. Well, that was anti Is that fourth down? That was fourth and three. I mean, that should have been a flag in my opinion. All right. They're about to show it slow. It's incomplete. Well, it looks like Paris Campbell is who they're trying to get the ball to at the snap. That that's they're they're hoping to get the pick. They get it, but Ryan just not enough in the pocket to just totally. Oh, he's there early. That's the spirit of the game. That's spirit of the game. Yeah, you can't call that. You can't call it spirit of the game. Damn, dude, he tipped us out Saturday though. Dude, Taco Bell has that al al fresco menu or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of it is just, like, straight beef bowls with tomatoes and shit in it. It's, like, the power bowls. It's, like, got some steak and, it's like and some beans from and a, Now, whatever is in this beef is definitely unhealthy for you. But if we're going from a purely caloric look, you so that, can do worse. So, that's than, what I'm saying, though. They've even, like, I'm talking, I've read studies where it's not even the, the, like, it's a higher quality meat that they use. Now that, you know, they get called out for using shitty beef a few mm-hmm. years ago. Now, that was their shredded beef. The fudge is awesome. But, uh... Can I tell you, it's starting to turn into sludge, but I'm here for it. Yeah. So, you want to know what my dad, the snack master, did with the, of course, the full sugar version of this? So, 
by the time we had eaten our Thanksgiving dinner and the fudge set out, <clears throat> the regular fudge turned into just like almost hot fudge texture. Ooh, like just pour sludge. it on ice cream. Dad got a big bowl of vanilla yeah. ice cream, and he just topped the sludge over the whole thing, and it was awesome. And it kind of froze up and crusted on. Uh, so, Paul, the game is over. It... Came out fire in the second half, anticlimactic with the... This actually really... This is the perfect scenario for me because I like Jeff Saturday. He came out in the second half and had clearly readjusted, which means nobody's mad at him. Uh, It ended up being a good game and the Colts lost. So, like, this was actually my perfect scenario. Everything worked out. out. Did you have any gambling tonight? None. No, I didn't because I had... Yeah, I'd made all my bets in Iowa and then I just didn't... I couldn't get my dick hard to drive to Tennessee to bet on the fucking Steelers and the Colts. Although, it's like this is the game I should have bet on because then it makes it more interesting for me. And you might have got a backdoor cover there, too. I, I don't even know what the spread was. Well, I would have bet the under, and I bet you the under was probably 43. 29. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, but before we leave, Robbie, because we are signing off here on this episode, I need to know if I'm the only person that does this. When you pee at your house and the toilet lid is down and you accidentally pee on the seat what do you do i have never experienced that because if the toilet seat is down at my house and i'm peeing i'm sitting on it right and if i'm standing up i pull it up because i got bad aim and i'm gonna fuck it up and then i'll have to clean it so the scenario has canceled itself out years ago because i would either pee everywhere and have to clean it so now I just sit down to pee most of the time because I got a crooked dick. So, what do you do? I normally like now. If this is just home, are you talking about home. anywhere? No, okay. home. Okay, because I got matter of fact, what I'm anywhere. about to say is only only for at home. home. Okay, I just because because sure, there's different answers elsewhere. Yeah, for sure. I like I tr- if the seat is still up, which I don't know why we bet. Like obviously, I don't put it down and pee. I try to lift the seat, but sometimes I just go in there and I've got to pee so bad that I fucking forget. If I'm, like, not in a rush and and I pee on the seat, I will take, obviously, a piece of toilet paper and I will just clean the seat. But if I'm here, I'm podcasting, I'm kind of busy, I peed in a rush, and I pee on the seat, just as I'm walking out, I just, with your fucking, foot? <laughs> I just, I just hit it with my sock. With your sock? And then just, because I'm like... My foot can't get any dirtier. Yeah. Well, my pee's not going to make my foot any dirtier. Well, dude, Meg laughs at me because, like, if I'm saying if I'm in the kitchen and I'm pouring a bowl of cereal and I spill some milk in the floor, I will, like, I will drop my sweatpants down to where my shoes are like you're this. Playing, you're playing and I've wiped, I use yeah. my sweatpants as a Swiffer. Yeah. To do that. Why now, wouldn't you? All right, I've got a, a, a little bit uh, a deeper dive as far as the pee going on the seat, specifically as to where the pee goes. So you'll you'll know this one. Now, this is one that happens even if the seat's up. So I can relate to this specifically. Okay, so you're peeing straight down in the toilet. The seat is up, right? Yeah. But you still spill a little, like, on the front. On the like lid? The far on the, no. So you, like, on the far end zone. So you're, like, you're peeing on, the, on your end. And then the back of the bowl, all the way to the back. Oh of the yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, so you'll hit yeah, the safety. Top. You'll hit the top, and some of them will go under the yeah. seat, even though the seat's pulled up, and that goes yeah. under, like back to the tank. Um, in my world, in my opinion, that pee once it goes underneath. Now, if it stays on the inside of the seat that's up, I'll wipe it. But if it goes under that thing and it's in the little gooch area, that belongs to the state. <laughs> 
cleans that up. It goes away. It goes away. And uh, uh, that is not my pee. That's oh God's God. pee. Fuck it. Great place to end it. Thanks for listening, Paul. And for anybody that uh, listened aside from Paul, I don't know why you're here, but we appreciate you. Here at parttimefunnyman.com, remember that you can get these uh, all uh, for money. Money. Or you or can also for, for get it for money. free. Just email buttercreamcore at gmail.com. And also, if you want to work out and look like the champ, go to unclebod.com. We love you all. We thank you. This has been Pigskin Picnic. Suck my dick. Pigskin. It's a dumb show about sports. 